talk about that for a minute. You could take it um, a step further. If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? It's a male fantasy. I want to say it's Chicharone. I can't believe. It's like, I don't look like Bane anymore when I'm going to be talking. <laughs> I swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. Look how thick it is on this empty beer. It's oh, a oh, scam. Oh, oh, Did stuff. it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me, made me feel things. Perfect sandwich. Yo! Hey, welcome uh, back to the sandwich. How's everyone doing today? Ah, uh, doing pretty good. How, how have you been, John? I've been great. What you? About, what about you, John, over here? Yeah, yeah. Your hair grew yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't feel like talking today. That's okay. That's cool. That's, That's okay. Right. You do. You do. You. You can listen. You know. We're, yeah. we're not going to judge you for that. We'd like to, yeah, address that. It's only going to be the two of us in the sandwich today. It's going to be a very thin sandwich. Yeah. You know. You know, we're going half carbs. Yeah. 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 It's not yeah. so bad. I mean, yeah. we'll just make it enjoyable. Yeah. You know, sometimes all, all you need is a one slice of bread and a bunch of meat. Yeah. John will be back next week. He's just yeah. uh, hanging out with his mother today. Yeah. He's being a good son and hanging yeah. out with his family. As so. we all do. And I apologize. We were actually off last week. That was my fault. Um, I had an anniversary, which actually went off pretty well. Um, had a lot of drinks, had a lot of oysters. Um, sounds like there's going to be a, another anniversary next year because everything went so good. So that's <laughs> nice. Good. Well, yeah. congratulations. Oh, on that. Thank, you. Yeah, that. thank you. And, uh, <laughs> currently we are drinking the Pike's place kilt lifter. It is yes. a scotch ale. It is delicious. It is delicious. It is, uh, I would say a little bit malty. It has like a caramel old, undertones. Old flavor. You yeah. definitely taste the scotch on here. Yeah. Do we mm. twirl it? I, I feel like I needed like a, a round ice cube in this. What would a chicharone do? Probably swirl it a little bit. Give it a little bit of taste. I know um, if I was a chitroni, it'd already be gone. Yes. I'd be like, oh wait, wait, hold on. I didn't get the full complexion yes. of flavors. Mm-hmm. How are these I'm flavors when you pint. chug? Yeah. And um, yeah, we're not sponsored by uh, Pike either, but I I will say that they have a great selection of beers. Uh, it's also a triple ale that they put out. It's really good. Yeah. I think it's um called Monk Uncle Monks or something. Really good. Yeah, they they get their beers definitely quality. Yeah. It's like 9% alcohol, though, so that, yeah. you need to take that one a little bit easier. Yeah, it's kind of like last night, man. I I, I was drinking a yes. couple of beers, right? Yes, go ahead. Let's talk and about that. I think I had like four or five beers, like throughout the whole night, like a six-hour period. So mm-hmm. about a beer, beer and a half an hour. And at the end of the night, I just, I was like super buzzed, like almost drunk. Yeah. And it's because I realized all the beers I were drinking were like eight, nine percent alcohol dangerous. content. And I was just like, oh my God, like how did I get here? That's I don't have like, you know. Business. So, you know, you would think a beer an hour, you're not getting drunk off that. Yeah. But, you know, when you're drinking 9% alcohol, you, you're oh, getting dude, drunk off that. Yep. It's good stuff, though. I mean, I love the the beer. Uh, what do you think over there? Yeah, you're just looking looking at me a little funny. <laughs> I don't know. I think freaking John might need to worry about getting this freaking spot back. I know, all right? right? We'll see how this goes. I mean, now we have two people with glorious hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, mm. you're welcome. You know, we, we definitely live in a prime time for beer drinking. That mm-hmm. is for sure. Oh, hell yeah, we do. Uh, with all the craft beers out these yeah. days. It's, it's amazing, del- man. It's There's something for everybody. Uh, have you had a... Uh, it's kind of like a Scotch ale. I forgot what it's called, but uh, it's mm-hmm. aged in like bourbon barrels and stuff. I think uh, it sounds familiar. Yeah, and it actually tastes like bourbon. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's beer. And of course, it doesn't have alcohol content, but... There's just some crazy stuff people are doing. Gin yeah. is one of those weird, crazy craft things right now, too. Yeah. So people are really getting oh, yeah. into gin. Mm-hmm. And they are 
doing some weird stuff with it, like the infusion, because I guess gin is like really good with uh, infusing flavors. Yeah. Like people will put like clean car parts and all this stuff in their gin, which yeah, is it's weird. Nuts. You know, it's, nuts. It's, it's crazy stuff. Like, yeah, we went out to Vachon Island one time. We went to uh, a distillery. Um, I forget what it's called, or I'd plug them right now because it's fucking really good. Um, they had uh, a gin there that was like um, the smoothest gin I've probably ever had in my life. It was like definitely something you could sip. Normally, I can, I'm not yeah. really like a, oh, I'll just throw an ice cube. Well, I guess with rum, I can. Yeah. But, you know, I'll throw an ice cube in there and I can just swirl around and drink it. But like this one, like you could just straight. Like, yeah, see, I don't really see gin as like a, a drink it by your, by itself type drink. Yeah. You know, well, that's cool that it was like This a, one was good. I forget what it was infused with. Um, I think, well... <laughs> One night, uh, I ended up finishing the bottle. I think when Emily went out, she was so pissed off because it was so good. And now I got to figure out a way to get back out to Bashan and find this place again and pick up another. Well, that's how I feel about brown sugar bourbon. Have you ever had that? No, I don't think I have. It's. Do you like brown sugar? Yeah. Do you like bourbon? Yeah, I do. All right, don't get that bottle. You will yeah. become full fledged alcoholic. That's why I do not have any in my house. It does sound like the, it'll go for sure. Oh, and it's great. It's yeah. smooth. It's brown sugary. Oh my god, you just drink that shit straight and. Mm. All of a sudden, you have a bottle down. That sounds amazing. Yeah, sounds smooth. I wonder if you could just mix that yourself. Mm. Heritage Distillery, like we'll we'll give them a plug because they make some really good, good. Uh, Let's spirits. give it up to Heritage Distillery, man. Yeah, where are they at? Where they're located at? Uh, they're local. Are they? Yeah, nice. they do the batch number twelve vodka too. I don't know if you've had that. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about uh, distilleries uh, a couple episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you spit out some numbers too. To me. I don't know if it. Was oh yeah, 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 that's right, that's right, right. Yeah, you were like, little... did you know there's like this many distilleries and now? And I'm yeah. like, wow, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but a little tangent. But right now we are drinking Kilt Lifter. We're, yeah, you know it's great stuff. Yeah, you know, thank you Pike's Place for uh, making great beer that we able to enjoy on a Sunday yeah. morning. We're not sponsored by them. Uh, but if you want to send us free beer, I mean, we're, we're here, we're here in town. You know, also viewers out there, you know, give us some, <laughs> some suggestions on like yeah. your, your type of favorite beer. We love drinking beer. So if there's something new we haven't tried, we will definitely try it. Yes. You I'm know? still in the process of trying to track down the stone cold beer, but uh, hopefully next episode I'll have some here for everyone. You think stone cold actually drinks his stone cold beer? I don't know. I heard he I was clean. actually surprised it was an IPA. Yeah. He seems he's what, he's like a Coors man, right? Yeah. Seems like it would maybe maybe have been a little more something like that, but no. I, I heard he doesn't drink anymore. Nah, I I wouldn't doubt it. I saw a picture of him when I was looking at when I was googling for these beers and stuff, and he was like walking out of like a Whole Foods with like health food and <laughs> yeah. stuff. So I was like, oh, he's just uh, his age is catching yeah, up to him. All those are... all those years of mm -hmm. wrestling. He didn't really drink beer back in the day either. Though. Most of that stuff just got all over the fucking room. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, there's this funny YouTube video of uh, Stone Cold like drinking like cocktails, like uh, mixed drinks. And I think little, I saw that. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. It, it was, was like, oh, I'd rather have a beer than this yeah. crap, you know. Stone Cold being Stone Cold. He's hilarious. Oh, have yeah. you ever listened to this podcast? I've listened to some of them, yeah. Yeah, it's got some good stuff in there. I like when he uh, interviews like old wrestlers and stuff. I find all that stuff fascinating. Uh, just hearing like all the backstage stories, backstabbings. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a... Um, I'm getting into wrestling real quick, I guess. Um, it's a it's a weird business, and it seems like every generation almost pretty much has the same problems in wrestling. Yeah. It's too much road time, not enough money, always away from your family. Yeah. Really hard on the body, and, you know, a lot of substance abuse. It's like being a rock star, just about yeah. music. Yeah. You know, so it's crazy. I mean, some of these people's life stories are, you know, there's, there's the very few... Hulk Hogan's or Rick Flair's yeah. or Stone Cold's or Dwayne Johnson's 
that actually make wrestling, you know, profitable for them. You know, a lot of these indie guys and these people that are putting their bodies on the line, they don't make jack shit. No, they just do it for the love of the the sport. It's like a handful, um, handful of people type situation too. It's just, uh, I don't know really what the difference is. Um, I guess uh, for me, yeah, it all. I guess it all comes down to uh, stage presence and your character and stuff that can elevate you to the top. Yeah, and you know, with like this new emergence of AEW, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's gonna because uh, they're pretty much all indie stars. Like they're in their circuit. Like a lot of them for New Japan Wrestling and Ring of Honor and you know TNA and a couple of WWE guys. You know, it's gonna be a new emergence of wrestling. I think like the indie star power will probably get a little bit more. Um, popularity because yeah. these guys will definitely be trying to sign new wrestlers and mm-hmm. you know you have to look on the scene of what's going on right now yeah it's, I went through their roster and stuff seems like it's mostly all new talent I mean you have your I heard uh, Dustin and Cody Rhodes had a pretty good uh, yeah. wrestling match yeah. there Dave Hepner's there the yeah. old referee yeah 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 JR's yeah, commentating yeah. Jesus Christ yeah. why aren't we watching this now yeah no kidding I I don't know when their uh, TNT deal is gonna start <laughs> yeah like I know it's gonna be on Tuesdays or Thursdays or something like that so up until now it's just only been pay-per-views and stuff like that like yeah oh that's crazy yeah so and like they've had actually this is their first one with uh, AEW so and it's you know it did really well which for the first time, pay per view, new promotion, doing great. It's like mm-hmm. you know, I think people I mean, are sick awesome. and tired of the WWE product right now. I heard fucking people. Well, I have like a bunch of uh, wrestling fans back in California and stuff. They were just fucking texting me all day when that pay per view was up. It's like shit. I should have been watching this. People went nuts when uh, Ambrose showed up. Oh yeah, John Moxley now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I, th- I think it's gonna be a good thing for wrestling. Hopefully, it'll. Kind of ignite like that whole Monday Night War type thing, you know? Oh, it'd be awesome. It would it'd be nice to have some creative TNT direction. TNT getting back in the game. That's right, man. It's cool stuff, you know? I, lo- I like competition. That's too high. That's too high. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they do have a pretty big backer. The, like, James Conn is... Uh, Dude, I don't know why I got so excited about that. But yeah, I was, like, reading up more about <laughs> it. Fucking badass Billy Gunn is, like, yeah. a producer on there. I was like, yeah. what? Well, he was, uh, did you see his Hall of Fame speech? And, like, the pretty much the rest of the D Generation X was just giving him shit for leaving WWE and going to the promotion. Oh, really? Like, live. <laughs> I was like, dude, you guys are classless, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's horrible. You know, he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, and then he's technically worked for AEW. Yeah. You know? That's gangster. That's badass, I would say. Mm-hmm. He needs those cool glasses, the... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Dang, who's giving him shit? They should have choked everybody, like choked Triple H out. and all that. They should have choked Triple H out and not fu- left fucking Bret Hart alone. Jeez, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no shit. Well, you know, I think Triple H has the best intentions right now. You know, I think him and Vic's, Vince McMahon definitely have a, a a difference in opinions. Yeah, when it's coming to the like the product right now, and I, I I'm just hearing like Vince McMahon is changing scripts at the last minute. Pretty much, you know, the writers are on edge. Everyone's on edge because Vince McMahon just like tears everything up and rewrites it. And it's, it's is there is there like like a Raw and then a SmackDown still? Yeah. And then there's an NXT now. Yeah, NXT is pretty much like their promotional or their uh, um, development brand. Mm, but okay. their their development brand is really great, and that's fully and solely ran by Triple H. Okay. NXT. Triple H. But uh. Um, SmackDown is going to a new network. They're going on Fox Sports. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and they give them a huge deal. So, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to work out because obviously with Fox, they're going to want like their s- superstars on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm I'm assuming they're gonna want to kind of like differentiate the two brands, you know, because yeah. they don't want people like always on USA Network watching Raw. They want to be able to bring a shit ton of viewers to SmackDown. I think it's gonna be on Fridays too, cool. like prime time. Well, kind of prime time. Fridays kind of like a dead slot. It's nuts, like how big uh, things got. I mean, for uh, before and stuff like uh, I've seen some pictures. Or my brother went to a Raw um, not too long ago, mm-hmm. and um, he says, like, I guess what they do is, like, they crowd the crowds, like, into a certain oh, yeah, round, so yeah. it makes it look like it's bigger yeah. than it is. But he yeah. said, like, the last couple times he's taken his kid to these things, they've been pretty empty. Yeah, I mean, I guess you buy the cheap, cheapest tickets, and they're going to funnel you down to the yeah. good seats, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's crazy when you think, like, uh, I don't know how long you've been watching Raw or anything like that, but, like, fucking they used to put that shit on, like, in nightclubs and stuff. Yeah, you know, it used to be a big thing, man. And, but... And then all of a sudden they brought it to arenas and it's like, and then that's what was cool about Rod. Like at first, cause it was like every fucking week it was like a pay-per-view. And stuff. Yeah, it, it really was, man. Yeah. It had like the big feel to it. Now it's like, you know, the tile's never going to change hands and it's yeah. like stupid, uh, rehash re, you know, regurgitated storylines. It's like, ah, this is boring. Yeah. You know? I remember how mad it used to be when the Westminster dog show would come on and they would, <laughs> they'd have to cancel raw that week. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if they did that where you were at, but yeah, no. sometimes they didn't have it because because uh, there was a Westminster dog show that played on the same channel, so they oh, didn't really? air they didn't air like a live dog show or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and it went on usually for like four weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, you didn't get raw, dude. I think something like that just happened now. So I think uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I th- I'll I'll look it up here in a second. But I guess the spelling bee, like a national spelling bee, was on ESPN. Yeah, I think uh, Friday night or Saturday night. And it went like way over and it was like taking over like uh, either basketball or like the hockey playoffs. Yeah. Like people are trying to tune in to watch hockey, but yet the spelling bee is taking over the slot. That. It was like it went three hours over or something. Because yeah. And it ended like in an eight way tie. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. They each kind of got $50,000 for that. Dang, really? Yeah. So the top winner was supposed to get $50,000, but they had to pay all of them because it was an eight way tie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so they weren't expecting that, I'm sure. Yeah. I uh, I used to get so mad too, and I, I'm sure it was part of the script too. But uh, I think uh, after Raw, where we were at, on, it was on USA, and I think it was like Silk Stockings was the show that came on after it. But uh, there was always like that point where something would happen at the very end of the night, and then um, like shit would be like going down, going all crazy. But they would have to cut it. You hear Jar? Oh man! Well, now we gotta switch over to. To f- fucking silk stockings, and then you wouldn't get to see him. We're like, what? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's network television for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Always leave them wanting more. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, what do you think of Game of Thrones? Did that leave you wanting more? Dude, it left me. All right. So I liked all the most of the decisions. Okay. Right. I just don't like that they all happened in one episode. Yeah. I felt like the season finale could have been broken up into three separate episodes. Yes. At least two. I agree. Like, deal with the, uh, the Daenerys, you know, killing and, like, more motivation than just, you got to do it. Yeah. And so he did it. And then three weeks later, he's still in prison and they figure out, like, the whole king and whatever. And then he goes. And I did call it that he's going to be going north because he, he left the watch mm-hmm. and was going north with the northerners. Or the I guess that was cool. That's what he always yeah. wanted, right? Yeah. That was home in the north. Yeah, you know, so there was really cool things. Like, I liked all the decisions. 
I just didn't like how rushed it was. Yeah, didn't really feel earned to me. Um, yeah, freaking um, when John spoilers when John stabs uh, Danny and stuff. Like I thought I fell asleep somewhere. Like I thought I missed something. Yeah, I was like, what? Did I drift off or something? Yeah, like a, yeah. What? What just happened? So yeah, it just felt like yeah. Uh, I agree with her uh, turn to the dark side, but I think it could have been handled better and extended a little bit more to so it made. It made sense in the story, I guess. Yeah. You know, it, it was just so fast. And like every decision, it was like three weeks later. And it's like, so half these people all around Westeros, it only took them, you know, three weeks to travel yeah. a thousand miles, you know, or whatever. And that's why like time is, they've never played time very well in this, no. in this series. But I just feel like, I even feel like season seven was rushed a bit. You know, it was season seven, Battle of Winterfell, Fallout, and the end, pretty much. It was like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, up until then, yeah. I felt like it was building up um, pretty well for me. Because what, last season ended um, with everybody, like, uh, sailing over to uh, King's Landing or whatever, right? Like, it seemed like there was going to, like, a big divergence of... uh, like everybody's gonna hit up and like there's gonna be a big war that was gonna happen and it seemed like we were like right on the cusp of that, but I don't feel like we ever um we ever got there. We never got like the big well, I guess the 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 great war with the zombies and stuff, but even that was like what? Blue balls, man. Like Yeah, that was underwhelming. Yeah. Like the whole battle scene was cool and everything, but like there was practically no involvement with any of the White Walkers mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Arya just kills one of them, they all dead, and that's that's it. I was like, oh, okay. On our uh, website where I work and stuff, there's like a, there's been a big uh, picture of um, the Night King sitting on the Iron Throne. It's just like, uh, like why promote that? Why why get everybody's head spinning and like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be awesome, and then just the end it the way it is. It's crazy. Because yeah. like it seemed like fruit from the first episode, right? They've been building up these White Walkers and like nothing ever. It's just like that, yeah. You know, nothing ever really came to it. It's weird. It's like Thanos just came around, snapped his finger, and everything right? was done. My theory is that, because um, I heard George R. R. Martin, um, he had like a little bit, like I guess like he gave them the notes and stuff and whatever uh-huh. he wanted. I think it was sabotage. That way his book comes out better than the show did. Oh, really? So he can, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully they explain more about in. the whole White Walker and Battle of Winterfell. Dude, like, I, honestly, what pissed me off about season seven and eight was one through six, it was always attention to detail. Mm-hmm. You would, they would have fucking ten episodes covering one subject, practically. You know, there was you know four or five different arcs going on, but it took a long time to start revealing what was happening within those arcs. You yeah. know, like the whole Arya thing. It took what six seasons for her to be like this faceless person. Yeah, you know, and like a killing machine. You know, and then traveling with. Um, with the, the hound and all this stuff like great story development and character development through six seasons and pretty much every single arc was like that great you know uh, jamie's transformation from bad guy to good guy and now all of a sudden he's a bad guy type thing yeah you know and her, his relationship with uh brianne like everything was so detailed and then season seven and six comes around or uh, seven and eight and it's just like kind of shat on it a little yeah bit. you know like shat on the legacy and they're they're obviously building up to something and I don't know if they just didn't have enough time to, or if they didn't just give a shit or they were just too busy thinking about star Wars and what they're going to do with that. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, the thing is like, I heard that, uh, George R. R. Martin wanted like 10 to 13 seasons. Yeah. 
which I think makes way more sense. Yeah. And why would HBO cancel like its greatest show ever? Yeah, I heard HBO was like on the same. Yeah, they were on the same board. They wanted the seasons extended. It was the showrunners that wanted out. I guess I don't know. Hmm. They said that they could get it done in eight seasons, or they originally wanted seven seasons. I think is what I read, and then um, they uh, were able to come to a deal for another for an eighth season, but they didn't want to go any longer than that, which I. I think it was a big mistake. Well, you, you know, and I, and I feel like um, with all the seasons, with the book actually being finished, it helped. There was a lot more detail, a lot more source material to, to look over. Yeah. You know. I think that was also kind of weird, right? Because it was like a two-year delay from season seven to season eight. Yeah. It seemed like you'd have more than enough time to get your shit together. Yeah. I mean, but writing a good book, you know, it takes time. Yeah. You know, like, you should have you delay another year if it was going to be better. Yeah, My I, I would have waited. Know? I would have waited another year. Everyone would have waited, yeah. you know. Now you have petitions asking them to refilm season eight. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're just going to drag this out and they're going to do like some prequels and maybe like a Jon Snow, like Wildling story. But like, mm-hmm. like, like, what is the purpose of Castle Black and the, you know, them anymore? Yeah, it's true. I mean, there's no White Walkers anymore. The yeah. Wildlings are their allies now. So like, what is the purpose of even having... And yeah. the, the Night's Watch. Yeah, what's there to watch anymore? You know, the grass grow, I guess. Yeah, that's true. They <laughs> you know? a little shot to, yeah. of that uh, little screen of grass at the end just to let you know winter's over. Yeah. Oh, fucking great. And it's like, I feel like winter never came. Yeah, it never came. Did winter, it? Never. You know, like, like I was expecting like the, oh, the thousand year winter of all this bullshit and it didn't even hit like King's Landing. If I was a character in there, I'd have been like, eh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like winter, winter all, all you know, it's like yeah, shitty winter. Where'd all these Dothraki and fucking uh Sullied come from too? Like fucking it seemed like everybody was killed at the I know, right? Yeah, right? Everyone was killed the, all of a sudden they have like all these year, yeah. I remember watching the episode, I'm like, Well, this is great and all like they defeated it, but now like there's nobody left. Like what are they gonna do? And like, oh, let's pretend like it never happened. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. Yeah. Like because you know, like when I after the battle the battle of Winterfell, like no matter what happened, like and how I felt about it, like there was consequences because there was pretty much practically no army left. Yeah. You know, but there was a, a pretty big army. Yeah. Left. Even up to then, I think even up to the second of the last season, I was still hoping that they were going to stick the landing. I'm like, well, well, wait, like, yeah. yeah, they might just like turn this all around. We'll see. But no, and I, I didn't come out of that, that last episode. I was very underwhelmed. I agree, man. Yeah. They, but I, I didn't, I would have rather had Arya kill Cersei than the Night King, too. Like fucking, that would yeah, have been better. That would have been better. It would have been Cersei's death was stupid, even up till the end, because like the her name was still in the credits of the uh, of the last episode. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, well, she's gonna show up. Well, maybe she's not dead. Like yeah. maybe something happened here. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like a little cameo of them, just perfectly looking, just perfectly aligned under the rocks. Yeah. Well, that would have been a fitting. A better fitting arc for Arya to be able to kill Cersei because she had her list and obviously didn't complete. Yeah, no, they did have that little moment with the Hound where he's like, "Eh, "Yeah, don't do revenge." And maybe she, her arc was not to give up this whole revenge quest. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But what is west of Westeros? West Westeros. We'll find out next summer. (laughs) What the Arya spinoff? Yeah. What's west of Westeros? I don't know, man. They could have done a better job, but like you know, I like most of the, I like most of the solutions and the endings. I just, you know, I, I would have liked the finale to be tonight. 
Yeah, that would have been great. You know. I watched a little bit, uh, or we watched a little bit of the, uh, uh, that Game of Thrones documentary that they had. Mm-hmm. And I just had, like, my girlfriend talking shit about it the whole time. I was just <laughs> Like, yeah, this is what it's come to. She was like, she was like the world's biggest Game of Thrones fan. Now. Turned a hater into her. I'm sure she's, yeah, read all the books and everything too. Oh, probably. Yeah. I think. I don't know if she's read them all, but. but probably. probably has. She's yeah. a reader. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, uh, it's over. You know, yeah. Like, winter's come, winter's gone. Winter's I mean, come and gone. I guess it's kind of uh, probably tough to hit the. Well, the same emotional impact as, as the Hold the Door episode and other things that like. Yeah. Battle of the Bastards, that was a good fight. That was that was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of good memories, man. They did a, they, you know, it was a very strong showing of a show. I just don't think it ended as good as it could have, I guess. Yeah, I agree. You know, but it's it's one of those, you know, what, what do you watch next? Like, do you think some of, like, what people are feeling or they're just upset that they don't have anything to watch on Sundays Probably. anymore. I would imagine that too. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, what, what do you go to next? I mean, have you heard any rumblings, anything out there catching your eye? No, just the Star Trek Discovery. Like, I finished that. That was great. Yeah. You know, they're I'm renewed for season that. three. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, the, I mean, we're pretty much over, like, fall really good television right now. Yeah. You know, so we just got to wait for fall to come around and finish that up. I yeah. mean, the card series coming out, so I'm excited for that. I heard Data's going to be in it. Really? Yeah. There's cool. there's some uh, rambling. Yeah, about that's it. right. You were yeah. texting me about that. That'd be cool. That would be cool, man. I'd, so that'd be really cool. I like that trailer and stuff. Yeah, just with yeah. the the Picard winery. Oh my god, that'd be awesome to get a bottle of that. Yeah, Chateau de uh, de, de Picard. I wonder if they'll come out with that, just like as a little. Because I, I went to uh, Costco the other day. They have a uh, Game of Thrones uh, giant's milk beer. <laughs> it's like yeah. a stout. Gotta pick some of that up. Oh, the dragon's milk or whatever. Yeah, 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 or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think I had some. I had some of that. It's okay. Yeah, not yeah. too bad. Oh, I um. So, what do you think right now? We uh, we got a Star Trek fan, Star Wars fan. Yeah, like, we do. What do you think of the states of both franchises? Ooh. Like right now, like in in my opinion, there's there's obviously one taking over another. I would, so, I'd probably agree to that. Yeah, uh, the new trailer for Star Wars looks pretty cool. Obviously, uh, uh, I think there's even petitions for them to like <laughs> do a sequel to Solo. Um, we also have uh, Star Wars Land that just opened up at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. That looks kind of cool. Galaxy's Edge. I went online and um, I saw just like uh, some YouTubers do like a, a walkthrough and stuff. You can yeah. see everything and. Millennium Falcon ride looks pretty cool where you can fly it and stuff. Uh, I think the most thing I'm excited about, though, um, like, yeah, I understand that the new Star Trek series is pretty good. Picard's coming out. That's awesome. It sounds like a there's a whole, like, there's like, like a, yeah. an onslaught of a universe about to come hit us in the face. I think the thing that I find the most exciting for some reason is the possibility of uh, Quentin Tarantino getting to do his Star Trek movie. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because that sounds like that's still a possibility. Um, and I think even within the same, what is it, the Kelvin timeline? It'll still be mm-hmm. that. Sounds like it'll still have the JJ cast and he'll get to do his own version of that. I think the possibilities of that sound super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Like, uh, I finally feel like Star Trek is getting a budget it deserves. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, 
Which is awesome. Yeah, the trailers that I've seen um, so far, so I obviously haven't seen an episode yet, but yeah, it looks like a looks like a little mini movie. Yeah, and it's great. Like the CGI is great for a television show. Like mm-hmm. everything's good, and it's uh, they're doing things the right way, man. Like the the characters are all great. Um, uh, Captain Pike is in season two, and he's awesome. That's awesome. You know, a young Pike and young Pike, young Spock. Mm-hmm. Like it's they're they're hitting the the head the nail on the head, man. Like yeah, it's it's cool. They're taking care of things. They're taking they are, care man. of business. Like you know, I, I like I don't know. Like Star Wars to me feels like it's just like a Disney uh, money shoot every year. Yeah, you know, two Star Wars films and and all all that. You know. Yeah, I would. I mean, in the beginning, I was uh, very excited about the possibilities, but they seem like they're just um, they want to stick to the familiar. So you figure like, well, I guess, you know, it's a whole like universe out there to explore like different characters and stuff, but they seem to just want to stick to the same timeline, same Skywalker business. And, you know, I think that's kind of what the, they kind of shot themselves in the foot there a little while. And then plus just that and just the oversaturation of just movie after movie. Uh, that Mandalorian, Ma- Mandalorian series looks pretty cool. It's John Favreau. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's directing it. It's like all about the. I don't know if it's Boba Fett, but it's a Boba Fett type character. Um, that one looks, I, mean, I haven't seen a trailer yet, but. Is that going to be on shots. like the Disney Plus thing yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Which I can't wait for Disney Plus. Right. Well, you know, like maybe, you know, um, the Star Wars. So this is how I've always felt. Star Wars has always been a movie, a movie franchise. Star Trek's always been a TV series. Yeah. You know, two separate entities of like through and through, but. One's yep. definitely more sci-fi. The other one's more fantasy yeah sci-fi fantasy yeah but you know i i think uh, maybe with star wars like diving into like tv might be good for them to explore new stories yeah you know to boldly go, boldly where go or no no, no skywalker has <laughs> gone before you know that would be pretty cool because you know it just feels like the same old same old like you know for the last what 50 years it's been the yeah they haven't really the done same anything. same thing yeah they haven't really done anything new um so i think in order to survive i mean they spent fucking billions of dollars getting this franchise so i mean you're gonna have to figure fucking something out do something with it yeah or, or they'll just you know they'll milk that cow until no one gives a shit about star wars anymore yeah. and all of a sudden it's the next fucking uh batman you know dc universe or yeah they'll come out with a, a good movie every now and again but everything else is just shit no, they're lucky they got that marvel money now and stuff with that yeah. game making all the money in the world they're a hundred million dollars away from beating yeah. the global box it's office. Almost there, man. No. Almost. Do you think it's going to happen? I think so. I think uh, probably within because it's still got um, still got a pretty good shelf life. So, yeah. so I what I was surprised actually here is that um, Star Wars Force Awakens is actually beaten. It's ahead of both of them domestically. Like mm-hmm. again, if um, if Star Wars didn't bomb so bad in uh, China, yeah. it probably would have it yeah. probably would have overtaken Avatar. But yeah, apparently. What I didn't know is Asian people do not like Star Wars, is what I figured out by just looking at the numbers and stuff. So did not do well there. Like, um, what is everyone's fascination of having a, a franchise like end Avatar's streak? Like it's global earnings. I don't know. I think uh like is it a James Cameron thing just because yes, like he's always on top and like he's yeah. always like pushing pushing boundaries of like uh cinema and CGI and, and I don't know what it is about I think it's just this smug fucking face that I want <laughs> I want him to be beaten but at the same time I fucking love James Cameron movies I'm not that big of a fan of the Avatar but like I said it's probably because I didn't see it in theaters but mm-hmm. 
fucking T2, like True Lies, Aliens. Like, the guy's a great director, man. The guy puts yeah. out quality. Even Titanic. I love Titanic. Yeah, that's a great movie, man. Yeah. I mean, they're, like... So he does good so, work. So think, like, that was the highest grossing movie for a long time. Actually, yeah. since until Avatar since overtook until it. Avatar overtook and think it. about this, man. That movie, it, ticket sales, ticket prices then were $4.12. Yeah, so average. if you were to, yes. Yes. You know, and right now, like, even with Avatar and Avengers, like, dude, I paid $20 to go see it in game. Yeah. A piece, a ticket. Mm-hmm. When I went to see, like, Avatar, I remember, it's like, man, fucking 13 bucks for a movie? It's highway robbery. Yeah. That, that was my theory on why it made so much money, just like the 3D, the extra price of the 3D, but yeah. For know. for Avatar? Yeah. Well, you're getting all that extra. Also, for, all, I think they're, yeah. they're counting in the uh, re-release of Avatar 2 is like, yeah. it's mixed into their globe. So yeah. they were out, and then, um, I mean, with Avatar, and I think even with Titanic too, it's just, uh, and I think uh, my theory is that's why Star Wars movies have started coming out in December. It's because like uh, when Avatar came out, there's like really no fucking, uh, there wasn't really any competition. Like they mm-hmm. don't tend to, to yeah. throw out blockbusters in the wintertime. Yeah, it's always it's always during the summer. Yep. And then so and then it had that long fucking run. Um, I don't think it opened that big when it first came out and just like word of mouth and a long uh a long fucking uh time span that it was in the theater. Fucking somehow. Yeah. James Cameron took over the goddamn world. He's smart man. He's he's you know like that South Park episode man. He's always raising the bar. Pushing boundaries. Yeah, I was like I think uh, one of the reasons he did Titanic was so he could build himself a submarine. Yeah. So he could go view the Titanic. He's like, I want I want this to be the most realistic fucking thing ever. So mm-hmm. in order for me to make this awesome movie, you got to build me a submarine so I can go look at Titanic. <laughs> you hear that they're uh, they're making a Titanic 2 and not, not a film Titanic 2, but an actual boat. Like yeah, I'm not buying a ticket for that. Right? And it's like supposed to go in the same path. Fuck that. Like, is that a good idea? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the iceberg is probably still out there yeah, floating around, man. It's waiting, dude. Yeah. It's like, ooh, tight. It's yeah, like Rocky 1 and 2. Yeah, right. Who wins, you know? The son of the iceberg is coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I will not be buying. Do you think people will actually buy tickets for that? Oh, I'm sure they will. But it just doesn't seem like a good idea to me. You think they'll have enough lifeboats? Or are they going to have like... they probably lifeboat at this time. Doing overabundance, Something. like fucking four lifeboats per Plus per these person. days, it seems like there's like fucking... There's like a big uh, increase in uh, fucking ship sinking lately too. So, I don't mm-hmm. know, man. Man's hubris, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I will not be buying a ticket for that. No. I'd rather um, do one of these... Uh, if I had like a fantastic trip option like that, I'd rather do... One of these uh, space flights and stuff that they're talking about that might be happening. Oh, that'd be neat, man. Yeah. You definitely have to be on the leap to be able to do that. I'd feel safer doing that than being in the Titanic 2, probably. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. All right. Who's that lead? Uh, isn't uh, Richard Branson still doing, um, trying to do commercial flights or do you kind yeah. of just, uh, I haven't I heard much Richard about it anymore. Branson now, um, there's definitely something coming. I don't know if it's, through Richard Branson or somebody else, but because I know, like a few years ago, that's like that was the thing you wanted to make commercial space flights a thing. Yeah. And ever since then, you kind of you haven't really heard much about no. him. He's been busy. I don't think there's even a, a Virgin. Um, or is there still Virgin planes? Did they I get think, rid of Virgin? I, I yeah, think okay. they got bought out. Yeah, they got bought out. Which is a shame. I, I think they still have like the the branding, but so 
How did he make his, his billions? Was it just the airplanes, the the mobile network? Because he had a mobile network there for a while too, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. he just owns the a lot of the towers or sold yeah, them or whatever. Probably. I don't know. It's like what Virgin Music and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Now he owns his own fucking island and the Virgin Island. Yeah, the Virgin <laughs> Island. I don't know. At some point, yeah, I don't. I probably wouldn't even care about doing anything else. Like fucking, I have my money. I'm just gonna go live on my island. Is that what you'd do? That's probably what I'd do. Yeah. I'd feel, uh, I don't know, I guess I'm just a scared individual. I'd feel pretty scared about living on an island, though, sometimes. Just like, mm-hmm. you know. Like, like, if you had an abundance storms. of money, like, what would you do with it? Like, like, could you really, like, find enough things to do to, like, not, you know, because sometimes, you you know, you hate work, you hate going to work, but, like, it, it passes some time. Like, there's only so much, like, sit on the couch or whatever, you know, before right. it just becomes mundane. Yeah, I don't you know. even know. Like, if I won, I thought about this the other day because I played Powerball on Wednesday. <laughs> I didn't win, obviously, because I'm still here. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I thought about stuff I would do if I if I were to win, and um, definitely, I think the first thing I do is like pay off on my debt, um, open up a couple of different bank accounts, my IRAs, some savings stuff to to throw that stuff away. Would you take the Would you take the cash take up the front? Cash, or, yeah. yeah. I think well, because like, I think if you do the thirty year payout. And something happens to you, no one's gonna get that money. Really, it just pretty much goes back to the state or whatever. But if you take the buyout, it will be obviously less, but you get it all then. Yeah, I think the last uh, fucking um, uh, last I checked, it was like at three hundred and fifty million or something. So I mean, even half of that you could probably live off of for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but though if, if if there was a way to be like, if something happened to me, if I won the Powerball and it just every the check started going to Mary. Or, and then, like, I was able to do, like, multiple, you know, people that the money would go to. I mean, maybe. It would help you uh, not spend it all in one year. For sure. Oh, well, I'd definitely invest. I'd try to make sure it lasted the rest of my life. I don't think I'd even stop working. Yeah, so I, I calculated a different a, job. I calculated a few years ago, like, what I would need to live comfortably for the rest of my life. And, uh, like... It was like nine million dollars, and that mm-hmm. gets me one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. And like that, that's not bad. Yeah, that's enough for me. That's livable. For sure. Very livable. You know, and then you could still do like part time work, and mm-hmm. you know, do all that stuff. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. So I'd, I'd probably try to do something that I don't know, something enjoyable. Like I, I, I would definitely like buy a few, a few big things. Yeah. And then I would set like some money aside just to pay myself every year or every month, and then I would do other things with. Like other money, you know, yeah. like investments and I'd get a know, new car and get a fucking taco truck. Could finally yeah. buy a taco truck and make some cheeseburgers. I would do a um a John Sandwich restaurant and stuff oh, where yeah. we we would serve uh, craft beers and, and, and sandwiches, sandwiches <laughs> yeah. all different types of sandwiches. Um, and then like a I think the first floor would be the restaurant, and then top floor would be like a bar, and then I would have um. A podcasting i would make sure that it was like close to all of us that way mm-hmm. we just go pod yeah. there yeah oh yeah yeah with uh with all the fans yeah with all the fans well it has to be three levels you know a sandwich is, is multiple levels so you'd have to have like the, the oh that's true the, the restaurant on the bottom the bar on, on top, top and, and then, then the podcasting area and station, maybe like the yeah. balcony like a live music area yeah and then cool. and then podcasting up top or that's something the dream like, you know? right there and then we'd like be able to have like we'd service we'd be able to go there and drink and eat for free yeah. on the night yeah. shit and I would buy, I would buy all you guys in, so we'd be all equal partners in it. Yeah, especially John here. Yeah, 
Yeah, and then fucking that's just what we do. We just own this uh, restaurant. We'd pod. It'd be so much fun. Fuck yeah. We could even have like fucking when like pods come to town or something. We could even house them and come pod. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Like, um, I know a couple of podcast friends around mm-hmm. that I've been thinking about uh, bringing up on the show. You know, just uh, you have uh, some some of our peers hang out. Like, I, I think it'd be cool if like your cousins in California they come visit. They Hell should yeah, be on the dude. John Sound show. Hell yeah. You know, or if you go down there, you should uh, join one of their podcasts. Fuck yeah, dude. We need to do like a you know whole podcast network. We can get this all going together. Yeah, that that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I love pod, man. It's fun stuff, man. And like, we could have the John Sandwich Diner headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine that, just being able to go somewhere like every week, and then we just have like fucking like, people service drinks and just pod. Yeah, that would be nice. Wouldn't that be like the dream? Yeah. We could the, talk about our new sandwich menus and stuff. I'd have a. Yeah. We could have like a featured monthly sandwich where like, you know, oh, we can yeah. have, yeah, like maybe. Upon can, viewer's request. Yeah, like, oh, I want you to request, make this sandwich, yeah. you know, and then we'll name that sandwich this after This month is this sandwich. And, yeah. And you sell it for a whole month, you mm-hmm. know, like random generate, like. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Genius idea. It is. Someone's going to steal our idea and make Damn millions. It. Yeah. I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> Keep it. That way we can sue them. Yeah. They- <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Oh man, you were looking lovely over there. What shade of lipstick are you wearing today? Right, that's a good hair color too. It is, a very fine hair color. I'm glad to see that she has been keeping. Yeah, glad to see that she's keeping in such good shape since the Al Snow days. Yeah, looking good there. Looking good. Yeah, cheers, my friend. Yeah, cheers to you. So, Game of Thrones, bad. Yeah, yeah. Star yeah. Trek, good. Yeah. Star, Star Wars, Wars eh. eh. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we will see what happens. You know, I, I, I think Disney will... I don't think they'll make a terrible movie. No. But, you know, they'll they'll keep the franchise alive. I mean, they have to. Star Wars is one of their biggest properties. I heard they're going to do like a Knights of the Old Republic type show, some like more Jedi stuff. We'll see what happens. That'd be kind of cool. You know, it, it would be, you know, the thing is about Star Wars, and maybe that's like something I don't like about it, is like there is all this unspoken lore in the show, but you never see it yeah. told. You know, like explore some of that lore that, that none of us has really seen or heard from before. Yeah. You know, there's tons of books with tons of lore and like, sure. you know, explore those. Why throw all that stuff out? Keep it around. You know, it's a fantasy, so yeah. embrace it. You know, yeah. people love fantasies. You should make like a, I mean, maybe that's what, uh, the theory was behind hiring the Games of Thrones people, but do like a Game of Thrones type, but just in the Star Wars universe. That yeah. might be fun. Yeah. You know, like, accept that avenue, you know, like, you know, it's, they need, something needs to happen. Yeah. A Lord of the Rings type Star Wars movie would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Or like the, the series. Yeah. You know, Amazon's doing a Lord of the Rings series. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. That would be pretty good. Speaking of uh, the universe and space travel and stuff, so how do you feel about the government um, finally acknowledging the existence of UFOs? Not aliens, but yeah. just UFOs, unidentified flying objects. So was it the government or one person? I think it was one person in the government. In the government. Yeah. There's been a lot of those one people in the yes. government. That's true. Doing those. And I, I find it uh, kind of... Uh, Coincidence that he has a new History Channel show. Does he? Yes. That's right. You were telling me that. So that is 
going to profile his UFOs that he's mm. witnessed. So is it... So this was probably Is it like one of those like a publicity uh, grab for his yeah, new show, yeah. You know, like maybe he'll talk about UFOs and weird things he's seen, but it's more of just like a scripted publicity scene. Like do you think like that could be something I mean cuz I think probably you know, I I would think something to that ma- magnitude would he'd be in a lot of trouble for declassifying information like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So you I don't know, I think he might be a retired person right well, retired or not classified as classified and the fbi or the anybody homeland security you know because there's a lot of people out there that i think would freak out over the the ufos for sure you know it's like a national security thing sorry i was trying to look up one of the things i was reading about was um no no it's all good yeah something called the battle of los angeles oh yeah yeah that, that yeah. was in the 40s yeah yeah. Seems like that was like the most, uh, I mean, because fucking a bunch of people saw it and shit. Yeah. Like just the lights yeah. flying over. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll pull up a picture. Yeah. I mean, but, but that's been well documented and criticized over like the last, you know, fucking 80 years. Yeah. You know, so that's like nothing new. Yeah. Uh, I'd be curious to see like what this guy's to say, like new. He's, I read some of the stuff about um, some of those, like the Navy pilots and this and that. Um, seeing stuff and you know going like five thousand miles an hour and there were spheres and yeah. so I read into it a little bit and it's interesting like I, you know, there's um, a couple of uh audio things too from like astronauts and shit seeing things up in space and stuff like yeah. uh, like audio transcripts and stuff. Like, do you think that stuff could actually leak though? I would think in this day and age it would. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like super classified information like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a hard judgment because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes Obviously things are false believers false. here on the, on yeah. this you know, podcast. like I would, yeah, it's also one of those things that, um, I was also reading in correlation with an article that I read about, um, about aliens, like even like domestic aliens, like when we first discovered America, it usually mm-hmm. ends in like mass sickness or genocide. <laughs> Yeah. You know, something bad always happens. So if there is UFOs, like there's one of two things that are going to happen. They're going to make, they're like, they're just not here just to observe us. Yeah. You know, and if they have been here, they've been observing us for fucking, according to paintings, thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Something should have or could have happened by now. Yeah, you would think. I think it's more realistic, in my opinion, to the UFOs being more of like a future time travelers mm-hmm. than than space travelers. I read that theory too. That's kind of like what we're the whole space, uh, the gray men and stuff is just kind of like what we'll eventually evolve into. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes more sense because traveling a hundred light years or a hundred thousand light years away, that's, you know, we're not driving millennium Falcons or mm-hmm. starship enterprises. Yeah. You know, NC 1701. It's, it's kind of a stretch. Now that I've seen Endgame, I'm a believer in time travel. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, the quantum, quantum realm. Yeah, I mean, obviously you have uh, Keanu Reeves, who's obviously there's paintings that you can see them on the internet. Keanu Reeves, when he seems to be like a timeless creature, traveling through time. Which uh, I heard they're gonna have a a John Wick four, by the way. Are they? Yeah, they're doing the Bill and Ted three. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
missed that Bill and Ted. They don't have a, I don't have too many good duo movies anymore. <laughs> it's about time they bring that back. So there's that Battle of Los Angeles picture yeah, we were talking about. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so yeah, that's been World War II. It is crazy. I don't know if this has been a doctored video or a picture or not. You don't know if anything is real on the internet anymore. Yeah, uh, I've seen a couple other photos that look pretty real. That one kind of looks uh, a little shifty, but I mean, yeah, it's just fascinating, man. It is a good question, though. Like, are we alone? Mm-hmm. You know, I think those are answers that we are obviously looking for, everyone. What's the scarier you know, answer, though, really, to are we alone, that we are, or that we're not? I don't think the, ma- the answer really matters to me, because if we're not alone and we capture radio signals from a far distant planet, like, I don't think we'll ever hear them, or, or we'll hear them, but we'll never see them yeah. or meet them. But I think... um the benefits of finding out that we're not alone outweigh the benefits of not because maybe we'll that will strike new sciences for sure and new you know n- new ways of trying to explore space a little bit more mm-hmm. you know like, yeah. like, i think science would benefit from it like yeah. finding out that you know there are, there are alien cultures out there that are thriving it's a big universe i mean they've already uh proven the existence of like other you know exoplanets and stuff that can house like life so i'm sure there's some life some form of life out there oh yeah another yeah like i'm sure man like there's what fucking 100 billion galaxies and yeah like in our galaxy alone there's like 100 billion stars that are work that could house planets that could have life it's like the, the chances are way too too high for there not to be life yeah. it doesn't mean that they need to be like you know already figured out space travel and all that just you know some kind of yeah kind of weird creature it's got to be living around out there somewhere I, I would be very curious. Like, I, I would love to, to like, see, like, what another creature from, like, you know, and I, honestly, like, the, in my opinion, like, there, who's to say that there aren't already, like, creatures, like, in our solar system proper? Like, I think one of Jupiter's moons, or maybe Saturn's moons, it has, like, um, methane oceans. Yeah. You know, like, super dense, heavy, thick you know, liquid methane, mm-hmm. like who's to say creatures couldn't evolve like yeah. in that type of situation, I'm you sure. know, like we are all only basing life on how life started here on earth. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's uh, yeah. like tardigrades. They can go anywhere, man. They live in space. Like they, 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 they're pretty much like bulletproof, yeah. you know, like, you know well, I mean? So it's, that's true actually. Yeah. You know, what's to say like life hasn't evolved in different ways, you mm-hmm. know, other than just the oxygen and water, you know, type ways that we feel like, like the only life that is known to us. How many generations would do you think we're away from um, some kind of breakthrough like that? Like whether it be where we become like the, the space travelers and like well, cause obviously when we were younger and stuff like 2000 and whatever seemed like a, yeah, a long time away like every depiction of where we're living at now has always been like yeah. you know flying cars and well <laughs> if um if gene ronberry was a real ancient alien sent here from the future apparently 2063 oh yes zephyr cochran mm-hmm. drives his first warp drive and then yeah. uh, makes first contact makes first with contact. maybe that's what uh maybe that there is something to that maybe that's what they're waiting for and yeah, just the wait. next 
the next step in our but there is a world war three before that happens mm-hmm. decimates the population but you know i i don't know generation wise uh, that seems more and more likely these days. <laughs> yeah no kidding you know generation wise i think um for like serious super like what do you consider super advanced space travel um i would say uh travel outside of our own solar system maybe i think that we will colonize planets before we travel outside our own solar system like i think we will colonize the moon start colonizing mars or colonize mars not the moon Mm -hmm. i think that is more realistic than us getting out of our because the way it's taking taking well obviously we try we have to figure out some kind of life light speed type of yeah it's taking what like 60 years to for our probe just to like barely leave our solar system yeah you know, and then for us to what's next. Yeah, after that. So generation-wise, like, fuck, it could be another thousand years before we're even capable of... For sure. You know, making that journey in two years. That's but, tough. like, after that, like, you you think about this. Traveling, I think our closest uh, star um, is Alpha Centauri, which, you know, it's very reference to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's only, like, 10, <laughs> 10 light years away, right? Yeah. But 10 light years away is fucking far away. Like, that is 10 years Dude, yeah. traveling at the speed of light. That's nuts. 186,000 miles per second, 10 years. That's our closest star. Not to mention if you're figuring out coming back, like a, a round trip type situation. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. Not to mention space travel is just, like, rough. I mean, there's, like, so much shit to figure out. You know, the radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to constantly be, like, working out or your fucking muscles will atrophy out there. Yeah, you know, we have to figure out artificial gravity. Yeah. You know, there's so much to to figure out. Like, honestly, like, I before that, we will colonize other planets before we start leaving our solar system. Yeah. Because shit, in a thousand years, two thousand years, when we might have the technology, fucking, are humans even going to exist anymore? Right. Maybe like, there's something to the Space Force thing. Don't stop talking about it. Mean, that's not... That's what we need to do. I mean, fucking, we got no interest in saving our planet right now, so we might got to figure fucking something out. You know, it's not it's not a uninteresting idea because, like, right now, I think um, the Navy or the Air Force, I think the Air Force handles all of our our planes, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the Space Force would just kind of be like NASA, except for they would only handle like space flight and satellites and all this other shit. I don't like. I don't really know. I guess. In, in an ideal situation, it could be, you know, it could be a good thing. It like, could be. I don't know what his intentions are. Just as long as you, if they have, like, fucking cool Top Gun type jackets. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine telling, going yeah. to a bar and saying you work for Space Force. Yeah, that, that's that would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Top Gun 2 is coming out soon, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't read much about it. I don't know what it's about. The Ageless Tom Cruise? Yeah. My God. He's seen, uh... I guess uh, Val Kilmer, Iceman. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he's he's in pretty bad shape these days. I think he had a, like a bout with like lung cancer or something, mm-hmm. or throat cancer. I think. Oh yeah, I remember that throat cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I saw a video of him talking, and she, uh, he was just all like, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's sad. So, but I heard he's gonna be in the new one. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> See, I got a new sign right behind you to your right. Oh, it looks pretty cool. Bold to go. That's pretty cool. That Hobby Lobby for like nothing. Nice. That's like what. Park. 
that's what we'll have at the uh, the sandwich diner for the, yeah. the men's and women's yeah. room, I think. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Hell yeah. It's all about the sandwich. Really is, man. You gotta love the sandwich. This is beautiful. <laughs> John Thirsty hasn't been very talkative today. I'd like to apologize for that. Yeah, you know, he's a um, has a maybe he doesn't like the his mm-hmm. haircut. No. He's mad because we're not letting him have any of the growler. It is good beer though. It is. So what's it your is. favorite kind of beer? Me? You know, if you could have a daily drinker, like what would that daily drinker be? I guess maybe I would go for more of like an amber, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I could only have one beer for the rest of my life, probably be that. Yeah. Yeah. Ambers are good. Those yeah. are my favorite types of beers as well. Yeah. Like Mac and Jack's is great. This is Scotch Ale's kind of an amber. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the Alaskan yeah. Amber's okay. I'll definitely go with that. I've never been that big of an IPA fan. No, you know, I don't mind the IPA every now and again. Some of the flavors, they're really good. You yeah. know, but it's like sometimes the hop, man. Like, it's like. It'd just be nice to have more options. That's all. Yeah. Most places, I've been to some places where they only have IPA. Yeah, it's kind of a weird, weird, weird thing going on right now with IPAs, man. It's like, if you're not drinking an IPA, you're not drinking beer, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's not a craft beer unless it's an IPA. It's like, you know, there's plenty of other flavors out there except for extreme bitterness yeah live your life come on now yeah but you know an IPA and an Alex. it's not bad yeah no, you know I had a few IPAs oh, I'll drink it you know yeah I'll choose it over like a Miller Light or anything oh yeah fuck. dude I haven't had cheap <laughs> cheap beer in so long yeah like I guess it's been a while for me too like, I think the cheapest beer and lightest beer that I'll drink every now and again is the Sessions. Yeah. And Sessions yeah, is pretty sessions, good. Yeah, Sessions is pretty good. Yeah. I had a, I think I had a Miller Lite last time my mom came out. How was it? It was all right. You know, like, uh, have you ever noticed, like, going like to, like, piss beer, right? Bud Just Light or beer. Miller Lite or Coors Light, like, how sweet they are? Mm-hmm. Plus, they're, like, so, like, watered down, too, at the same time. Yeah. You know, we should do a, a domestic, like, lager taste test. Dude, like, that'd be sweet. You know, maybe next n- next episode, next time. maybe next we'll time. do like a lager taste test of like just cheap, you know, like uh, I wish you could buy singles. <laughs> you can, uh, the cave, I'll go, I'll stop at the cave. Uh, so like a, another plug for you. It's a, um, a little beer dispensary that's kind of next to my house. You can go buy singles and mm. different types of beers. You just want to do like all domestic yeah, just domestic light, like Miller Lite, Bud Light, maybe even just like Budweiser, like just your typical lager. Should we pour them like in a, like, like glasses and like, like mystery glasses, maybe? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And then I'll just have like a little. And we'll st- taste test them and see yeah. which ones we like better. I'll put a sticker underneath each one to say what, what it is. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a fun episode. It does. That's what we got. Bud Light. We got to do the classics like Bud, Miller Lite, Coors. Um, or maybe some Keystone. Maybe some Keystone. Got to throw in the Natty Ice. Yeah, there. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe some Old English. Ooh. Oh my God. Now some Mickey's. Mickey's. <laughs> thing about fuck. Oh yeah. You thing about Keystone Light is the mountains are always blue. Yeah, 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 they are. Their advertising is great though, man. Always smooth. Like they're funny, man. Mm-hmm. Didn't we always do Coors in the band days? 
Is that what it was? Coors? I think so. Coors. Yeah. No, I, well, I also did a lot of Miller Lights because they, oh, yeah. they they sold the 16-ounce cans. Yeah. And they were the same price, like like a six-pack, like mm-hmm. 12-pack, eleven ninety-nine for 16-ounce cans. Those are the days. I just remember peeing a lot. Yeah, man. I mean, the good thing about that type of beer is you're always hydrated. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just drinking water. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even throw in some, like... Uh, some like more more fancy loggers, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, a lot of beer out there. Yeah, sure. right? I think sessions is a lager. I think it is too. You know, so may, may, maybe we'll get some fine loggers in there. See the other one, red stripe. I think that's oh yeah, red stripe. Too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too much of a lager fan. I think it's, it's you know like we were talking about earlier the golden age of beer drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not your daddy's beer anymore. No. And I, I know, like Budweiser is kind of struggling right now because they're a lot of their sales are they're dipping down pretty good. I hope they are, man. Fucking, it's ridiculous. I think uh, last time I went into that aisle, I think they're selling like six packs for nine dollars. Yeah, no business for ten dollar beer for a six pack of Bud. No, so, dude, I could get a six pack craft beer for ten bucks. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't play with those. You can't play with the boys like that. Yeah. It's just you need to start fucking cutting your shit down. Well, I guess somebody's buying them. Anheuser does do some really good stuff though. Like, and all the disasters, you know, like the hurricanes and tr- tornadoes and all yeah. this stuff, they'll uh, halt all beer production and just um, uh, produce water and, oh, really? and, and do canned water and send them to the communities that have been affected and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Anheuser wants to send us any beers, like we're, we're open to that. Well, too, the thing right? is like they're, <laughs> I'll whore anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, Anheuser, they, uh, of course they, they have their own beers, but they distribute a lot. Like they are the distributor for Elysian. Yeah. So they distribute all Elysian stuff. Is Bush beer Anheuser Bush? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Mm. Fucking Bush beer. <laughs> I'll get some Bush beer. Well, you know, do you like Rainier? Uh, uh, last time I had it, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like in the same vein, right? And I know it's really popular up here. It's cheap, too. It's like yeah. really cheap. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but you know, everyone seems to like it. It's like their go to beer up here. Yeah. For a lot of people. I haven't had it that often, but uh, I mean, in rare occasions, yeah. I drove by uh, the, the brewery uh, on my way to West Seattle last weekend. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the brewery's right there, yeah. yeah. I ended up in West Seattle just because the fucking tunnel sucks, and then mm-hmm. I drove past it. Yeah. Just, you know. Got the big R. Drove past it today because I went to the airport, too, at like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking early, man. It is. I've been pretty lucky these last couple of times. Uh, my girlfriend's flying out. She hasn't asked me to. She's Ubered down. So. Oh, nice. Uh, how how uh, cheap or expensive is that? How how much is the Uber down? Um, an Uber down to the airport, I think, was 60 bucks. I think it was. But I guess when you think about convenience and stuff, it's not too bad. No. Unless you get one of those talkity drivers. I think they have a... Uh... I have a button now, I think. Yeah. In um where you can request that they don't talk to you. Oh really? Yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, no. I, I think uh doesn't uh the U district have a a train that goes all the way down to the airport? Yeah, they do. But you still have to drive halfway there. Yeah. I've taken that one time. Wasn't too bad. No. Yeah, shuttle down there. I've taken a train a couple times to like football games and stuff. It's not bad. No. You know, I, I kinda wish like it was more readily available. Yeah. Like, I, I don't feel like the trains run that often. No. 
I forget what the stops are too. It's like only really two stops. Yeah, one Everett and then um. Well, they have Mukteo or yes. Everett Mukteo Edmonds. Yeah, there you go. And then Seattle. And then Seattle. I mean, so it's like. I guess just you're between. close to one of those things. I mean, I probably when I was working in Seattle, I took the train all the time. Did you? Yeah, the Everett was, train. Yeah, I probably still would if I was. Did you uh, bust it from Lake Stevens to, to yeah, Everett? Bust and then... it to Lake Stevens. All right, bust it from Lake Stevens to Everett. And then, yeah, train down to Seattle. Yeah, you were a bus whore, man. Like, you were always riding those always buses, man. I was always riding bus. people always waiting for me to get off the bus. I was lucky when we had the uh, the band space uh, right there, like right next to the oh yeah yeah the train depot. That was pretty convenient until a, a meth person burnt the, burnt the place down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> You almost kind of forget about those days, huh? Yeah, right. That's a pretty interesting story. Yeah. One time, I think it was around, I think it was around Christmas time. It was like Christmas Eve. Yeah, man. it was like Christmas Eve, perfect Christmas present. I forget who called who, but somebody. I was in my kitchen, and somebody called me and said that the band space is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We had like a, and we've seen this guy before too. Like it was like a whole hoarding situation. Like we've seen yeah. him through that door. Like he, was, he was practically living there. Yeah, there was like a bunch of shit back there. Cause uh, up here in uh, Washington, which um, I don't know, I never, I don't think we ever did this in uh, California, but like they rent out um, storage sheds like to bands and stuff to practice. Like a lot of these places are set up pretty nice. The last place we went to, the Vortex, like uh, we went from what was it called? The the old place. The storehouse. The storehouse. Yeah. So uh, we were at storehouse, just like nice big sheds and stuff. We we ended up going to another place after that. It was like a little bit nicer. Yeah, it was a bit nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a foosball table. Uh, we played a lot of foosball. But yeah, got anyway, really good. I digress. Um, I got a call that the band space is on fire. Somebody was like cooking up meth in in their place and it exploded. Um, place was burning down. I think it was John Storms told me. Um, my damage was actually, I didn't have any fire damage, but my damage was, was from the water from them putting out the fire. Yeah. 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 I uh, went to pick up my base and I swear to God, it was like so waterlogged. It weighed like 60 pounds. So I was just like, yeah. wow. And everything was just black because yeah. of the smoke. So a lot of smoke and water damage. Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas arrows. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, most of us got out. Okay, out of that situation. Yeah, totally. I got a new base set of it. Sure. Yeah. New base set up. I mean, not to trash talk anybody on the Man podcast, head. but it, it kind of, you know, like the, the whole situation was kind of, um, it was just a bummer. Let's just it say was. that. It was you know, yeah, it was just a bummer. That's for sure. But, you know, when you wake up Christmas morning and your, your whole band space, and at the time, you know, we all thought we were going to be rock stars, it was on fire. You know, mm-hmm. like it's pretty crazy times, man. It's like this is a good story. We'll be able to tell one day when we're backstage at the forum, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is like that's happened more than once. That wasn't the first time that place has caught on fire. No. You know, people are like, oh yeah, this happens all the time. So fucking happens all the time. What? Yeah, man. I think we moved out. Like, didn't we move out like right after that? Yeah, I don't think we ever went back there. Yeah. We were, we were bumming around there for a while, and then that was, like, the last straw, I think. Yeah. <laughs> there were some crazy days, man. Like, we had uh, we had some good band days and some bad ones. Yeah. That was a bad one. That was a bad one. You know, like, I... That ended up all right in the long run. It, it, it did. It did. It ended up all right. But we had some cool stuff in there, like posters, and, like, we had a decorated. All that stuff was ruined, so, like, you know. Yeah. A lot of stuff that we didn't get back. 
You know what's crazy is like our our last band space. It was so big and we hardly ever used it. And it was yeah. just had like a couch and like beer fridge and fucking, you know, it was completely decked out, like awesome style. It looked great, but we hardly ever got to use it. I think we only used it like twice once yeah. we moved into like the big space. Because what? We went from... I have this picture, dude. Okay. I don't know if you were there. Like, who took this picture? We were across from... How long ago was Laceros, that? And then we took over their old space, right? No, we didn't. We... We were right next door to them. Yeah. But didn't we end up getting the one... Oh, the, the, oh yeah, 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 yeah. After they moved out to the yeah, other that's one. that's right. We took over that one. How long ago was that, man? <sighs> Two thousand to be five six years ago maybe oh, a long yeah, time a long time ago let's see if i could get this picture at least, at least to show you it looked really fancy maybe 14 oh yep here it is i can still see it in my head <laughs> wait we were in three places there weren't we yeah, we were. Yeah. One, two, three. I was the last one out of the band shed. Damn. <laughs> was that us moving in or us moving out? It's us moving out. Yeah, that's, that's very sad looking. <laughs> I don't remember who took the picture. Maybe Mary did. It's a very honest looking picture. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, let's see if there's another one. Or this one. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Just an empty chair. Yeah. Crazy, man. We had, uh, I think in that place, we had probably more good times drinking than anything else. Yeah, you know, like sometimes I I look back and it's like, man, we did more, more drinking and more foosball than we did actually banding. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, we had a great time. Mm-hmm. But thinking about like how much we would have got done if we like maybe slowed down a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's Practice true. a little bit. We yeah. just needed that. We just needed another member, really, and that would have completed. Yeah, that. you know, like we never had that like solid guitar player. No. Even like the last one we had, like we'd go outside and talk for like a everyone's smoke break, and all of a sudden, four hours fucking later, we're still outside. Yeah, it's like why are we even renting this space? Like we could do this at my house, but if you wanted to just bullshit all night, you know. Yeah, some people were, some people like to uh, smoke weed. We we were never with one of those two people, but no. they did and got really talkative, and then it kind of just ended. All up. of a sudden, it was Xerxes on the microphone, and yeah. Then we just ended up hanging out and talking more about being in a band than actually being in a band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's when you know you've uh, your band is failing when you're talking about being in a band. Yeah. I remember this one time I was in a Maybe band. We should play some music, man. Yeah. Huh? You know, it'd be so cool if we did this type of thing. We should try this sometime. Yeah. As we're all sitting at our fucking instruments, it's like, all right, <laughs> this is fucking working out properly. Uh, we still managed to play some shows, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Actually, uh, so I was hanging out with my, my buddy John Austin yesterday, and he brought up the Wenatchee story about the Met, like. <laughs> How oh, no, we were it. talking about uh, last time. Yeah, man. yeah. What well, we were—it was crazy. I was like, dude, I was just talking about that with Eric. <laughs> I love that fucking guy, man. John yeah, Austin is a fun. genuine good dude, man. He's a good guy. 
good good artist too man yeah. does he still play yeah i guess he, he hits up uh open mics every now and again and That's still true. plays and everything which is cool man you know i'm glad to see that guy still uh still playing some music mm-hmm. he's uh you know he's he's made some really great tunes like yeah. he's a he's a good songwriter that's His album's sure. still on uh, Napster if anybody wants to check it out. It's called uh, Miles. Miles, yeah, yeah, by John Austin. It's a really good acoustic album. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could have been recorded better. Could have been. By, by the man to my left over here. Yeah, <laughs> could have been a lot better. <laughs> but we'll talk about that on a we'll different talk, day. Yeah, we'll talk about that in another podcast. It's a sore, it's a sore yeah. spot. I actually talked about that with him, too. It's like, yeah. dude, like, I am so pissed off that, like, John stole my thunder on recording because mm-hmm. I it would have sounded so much better if I would have just fucking did it. Would you have had the clapping? Would you I mean, that I mean some of the stuff was cool, like, yeah. but the sound quality was just kind of junk. It was almost like recording, not junk. I don't want to say junk, but it wasn't great. You know, yeah. like it was very I, early in in this certain person's recording career. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was a know-it-all that could do anything and everything. Mm-hmm. It was no like I I recorded John Austin one time, and I for like I didn't set up the mic properly, so I was recording off the computer, mm-hmm. and that sounded better than fucking me, <laughs> you know. So I was using a computer mic, but you know, like I, you know, maybe one of these days, you know, five ten years from now, you know, it'll come up and be like, dude, let's do an awesome fucking acoustic track, and dude, it will sound amazing. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, record them. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Maybe one day we can have him in this room here and set up the mics, have him play a play a song. Yeah, dude, it'd be you cool should. to have him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's ask him to do. Uh, let's ask him to make us a little a jingle. That would that, a little that theme would be song cool. jingle. He played for my wedding. Did he? Like oh, he nice. like um, at my wedding, he was the one that did our first dance song. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What do you play? Um, here's fuck. I need you. Oh, cool. By, I think Toby Keith mm-hmm. and Carrie Underwood. No, not Carrie Underwood. Uh, what the fuck is his wife's name? Forget. Uh, is there any uh, special? Is there anything special about that song about for you guys? It is now. No, cool. No, it, it was kind of cool because we we've known John for a long time, right? So I'll tell a story. Actually, I, I need to know who the the wife is. You're more welcome to, uh, oh, sorry, not Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Oh, yes. That's right. I was like, Faith Hill's married to Toby Keith? No, Tim so, McGraw. Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Yeah, so um, we trust John fully with anything that we uh, would ask him to do. And we're just like, hey, dude, do you want to play at our wedding or our first dance song? And he's like, yeah, you know, like, you know, he's super honored. And he's like, well, what should I play? I was like, you know, what would be really cool is if you pick the song, you know, like something that you think, you know, um, represents me and Mary, Mary Mm -hmm. Mary and I. And he picked that song. It was awesome, man. It was great. It was a a perfect scenario for sure. Like, I wouldn't have my first dance any other way. Really cool. All the folks are by the pool right now. So. Are they? Are they sending you some Instagrams? Yeah. Oh nice. Do you have a Southern California? Where's that pool at? Is, uh, is it like close by? Is it like a public pool or? Yeah, is it... it's like um. So we have like a neighborhood pool and stuff, mm-hmm. and you have to like sign up to like we've been on the. 
I don't know if we ever got on the waiting list, but well, I think we've been in that house for, I think we're going on our third year now. Yeah, it's been a bit. I remember helping you move in. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, we always heard about this pool and then we kind of sought it out this year. Um, ended up being like, I think like 500 bucks or something to actually a month get on or the just list, like a year. Uh, for the whole year and stuff. Well, yeah. for the, when it's open during the summer. Yeah. Which so far, I mean, um, it's nice because the kids can just walk down. It's so close. The kids can just walk down on their own and go swimming. So they have a, like a lifeguard on duty and stuff yeah, too? Yeah. Oh, so, okay, duty. cool. So it's yeah. pretty much like a, a public pool that you, a yeah. community public pool. Yeah. But it's good. It's like. So you're pretty much paying for upkeep, the yeah. lifeguard and everything. That's it's, cool. It's big. Um, I think it gets like, uh, it gets up to 10 feet deep. And the best part about it is what we want to do one of these nights is, um, you can rent it out at the end of the night. So like, I think from like, uh, so we can like invite people over. Oh, really? Yeah. And just have it like the place to ourselves. Oh, just like a little party time. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm sure you have to get on like a, there's a probably rented out a lot. So you have to like really pick and choose your days. Yeah. I'm sure. We'll figure it out. We're going to, you're more than welcome to. Oh, thank you. We're going to do a pool party one day. You're totally invited when we do our pool party. Yeah, I had like a friend. Eight to ten or something. I, don't know. I had a friend that had a pool in his backyard and before he sold his house, dude. It was fucking awesome just like getting off work and be like, we're going to the pool, you know, yeah. just like have like pool on demand. It's, it's a pretty cool thing to have. Yeah. We have like a, a dough boy, but it's like four feet or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the same. No, it's, I, I it's really not. No, I didn't even end up putting it up this year. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just going to leave it out because, you know, fucking then you spend like the rest of the year trying to grow fucking that grass back when they're yeah. big. <laughs> well, plus you have a pool so close, you yeah, know, that so. has life growing duty and all that stuff. Yeah, it. It's worth it. It is. They even sell snacks there, like a dollar. Get oh, some ice cool. cream. Yeah. Nice. I remember the public pool where I grew up. It was, uh, um, I think it was called the Ross Park Swimming Pool. I remember going there all the time, man. It was so much fun. You know, like I don't really. Uh, Is that spearmint? It's a candy cane. Nice. It's yeah. nice. It's pretty good flavor, huh? Actually, tastes like candy cane. I am on the I'm on the I'm on the prowl for uh, this is so off topic, but I'm on the prowl for this gum that I, I was used to buy. You used to buy the special gum. It was like in a black package. I totally fucking forget what the name is. Like I can't five? figure it out. I think it was five, yeah. but it's the black one. Mm-hmm. And like when you first pop it in your mouth, it's like somebody fucking punched you in the face with like spearmint. So it's really, like, it's like a kick. Nice. Like I gave it to my kid one time. She was like crying because it was like so. Oh really? Yeah. But I like it because like, you know, I put it in my mouth and then fucking I'm the I'm the kind of guy that gets stuffy noses a lot. So it's like. All of a sudden, I can like. It gives oh, you breathe. Yeah, yeah, it gives me that breath. Like I just where I just breathe clearly for a minute. Oh, nice. and it feels so good. Now I can't find that fucking gum anywhere. You should just try all the blacks and right. just buy them all. The spearmint version. I think it has like, like a five on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it discontinued it because it was just so intense. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 cubes are pretty good. Have you ever had the yeah. cubes? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I like it. I'm a big uh, dinty nice. I'm a big gum chewer. These oh, yeah? yeah, I can't chew gum. No, no. I have bad TMGA problems. Yeah. So it just hurts like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I have a hard time, like, eating any type of, like, tough meat. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can't chew for more than probably 10 minutes, maybe tops, then my jaw does start to hurt. Well, I, I'm just chasing that dragon, that initial pop. Yeah. That's the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, why I like gum. Or that particular type of gum. And you boil some... uh vinegar or some cooking wine have you ever like you know um when you're cooking and you use like wine mm-hmm. and then like that initial alcohol burn off yeah, you smell that like, shit uh, and you're just like really clears all your sinuses and 
Another good thing too is Afrin, but it's like horribly addictive. So like my girlfriend was like legit addicted to Afrin for a while. And then um, I never like, I've never been big on um, nasal spray, but my family always has. Like, my mm-hmm. family always had like fucking, like um, almost like on a holster. At, oh yeah. Yeah. Ready to go. Just, and I was like, I never liked it. And uh, it never like really worked for me. And the, but then I tried this Afrin that my girlfriend was like, then uh, is it nail spray? Yeah, so is it like, like Flonase or? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's called, called Afrin. Though. It's called Afrin. And is it really super? Is it really addictive? I heard it is. Like she got to the point where she had she was like doing it every day, and it almost seems like uh, the product maybe makes you more stuff. I don't know. It seems like it's well, like, I it's so I, I I switched to nasal spray. Yeah, like the Flonase off brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still. I'm still stuffy, but I feel like I could breathe at least a little bit better. It's not curing my allergies, yeah, but it's definitely making them more manageable, and I do it every single day. Nice. That's kind of where I'm at right now, too, because like, I get horrible allergies. Like the fucking, They've kicked in really heavy this yeah. week. Especially every time I do yard work, I'm just yeah. like, ugh. So the Afrin stuff, like a little shot, like fucking one in each nose, like uh, right before bed, just clears you right Does up. Does it really? Yeah. All right, maybe I'm going to try that. Is that over the counter? Yeah, it's over the counter. Maybe I'll have to try that because mine is just like a manage it, like it, it it's a manageable, you know, it makes it so I can breathe and I'm not so nasally, but it doesn't yeah. it doesn't clear it out completely. Yeah, this one does. I always wake up stuffy the next morning, but for that night, like. So what do you do in the morning? Is it a 24 hour thing or is it just like a 12 hour, eight hour, or just an instant relief? I think it's like an instant relief type thing. I think it's up to it's supposed to be up to 12 hours, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it typically doesn't uh, apply to me because like a. A little while later, like it'll come back for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, it is fucking. It's pretty goddamn instant. I mean, it's great. It's instant relief. Hmm, I, I'm gonna have to try I, that, I, man. I would tug on. I'd do a tug on it all the time. <laughs> I could see how it'd be horribly addicting. Well, especially if it's you're like you're clear. Like the addiction part like for breathe. me <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. the breathing part. Yes, yes. You know, like fuck yeah, can I breathe? And mm-hmm. yeah, like maybe you should just do a, a morning and the night. That way you're yeah. clear out through the whole day. Twelve hours later, yeah. you're clear through the night. I did it today for sure. I, yeah. Like I did it last night, and then when I woke up, I was like stuffed in both nostrils. Like I just couldn't fucking breathe. And I fucking hate that, man. Yeah, I did it this morning, and especially like uh, not to get all graphic, but fuck, I woke up, I couldn't breathe in both noses. Plus, it was like all dried out, and like freaking. So I had like you know like fucking hard shit sticking to like nose hair and stuff. So oh, I yeah. did, I, and I was so stuffed that I couldn't inhale to do yeah. the afro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I had to uh I took a shower first and I was like blowing my nostrils out and then when I got out I fucking did the afro. Like, yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah, that's a hard part for me, man, is cuz I always feel like one nostril is like more stuff than the other. Yeah. I feel like one nostril is actually getting the medicine, the other one's just yeah. like fucking dripping out yeah, cuz right I can out. never it's get like, it. <laughs> I can never get my nose clear enough. It's like you know. But I guess right now Sad. it's like really bad allergy season cuz we have all those cottonwoods. Yeah, you know, a lot of tree tree seeds, grass seed is about ready to come up, and it's just a bad time of year for allergies, man. Plus, what really fucking gets me is, and it's starting to become more common, which is sad, is all the wildfires. Yeah, like last year we spent pretty practically our whole summer in a in a haze, mm-hmm. and it was oh, like, dude, it was bad last year. Yeah, bad. I think there were like uh, there were advisories and stuff about staying. practically every yeah. day. It's yeah. like you should probably stay, stay inside. Indoors. And my allergy, like my allergies, were just terrible. I couldn't fucking breathe for a fucking month. I think two it months. Was like, you know? uh, I read a statistic. I think last year and stuff where it's like hanging out for twenty minutes was like the equivalent of smoking a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, our air quality here was worse than China's. Yeah. 
Like I, you couldn't see the space needle. If yeah. you were in town, you couldn't see the fucking space needle. It's crazy, man. Where were they coming from too at that time? Everywhere. So we had Northern California, Northern California or uh, Eastern Washington, yeah. Canada. Yeah. So we, and it's like the way our weather pattern is, it just kind of circles. Yeah. And it just sucked in all that smoke and we we're just circling around fucking. Some people just want to watch the world burn, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I fucking hate that shit though, man. It's like. The wildfires have been really bad the last few years too. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. So it's been like three straight years. I don't know how they're predicting another one, bad one this year. It's been yeah. a little, bit of, little bit of a drought. Mm-hmm. So for three straight years, like it's been bad everywhere. It sucks. Yeah, I remember that, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, you know, I wonder what's you know. Obviously, it's the dryness everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's causing all these fires. But like before, then like how how come we there hasn't been like some like fire like that much fires before? You know how come like every single year it's like record breaking year fires? I think this past time, yeah, we were like just surrounded by fire. I I mean, there's always been like a big uh, California fire for sure. I remember one time when I was living in California and stuff like that, we had to be evacuated from our. We got stuck on the freeway. Um, cause, uh, my parents, they live in, um, the high desert area. And then, you know, we were like driving up from LA up to visit them uh-huh. and, uh, they stopped it. There's like the cone pass there that caught on fire. So like you could see on the side of the freeway, like the fire, mm-hmm. and, like they had to evacuate people from their cars and shit. Really? Yeah. Everything ended up being all right, but it was still kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, California, they, they, they seem to have fires every year. That's like old hat. That and like for them being it's such an agriculture state, right? Yeah, they have no water. No, like how come they like whose plan was it to steal water from Washington? William that fucking William Shatner, Shatner, man. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? He wanted to build like fucking. So like, what we do is we get a pipe, a pipe, <laughs> and steal Washington's water. water. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, that's not, that's maniacal, right? <laughs> you know, but why does California? Is it just the like the surplus of people, like the surplus of farmers, like like why is California so bone dry with water? I don't know. I, I guess. mean, they have to regulate your fucking showers. Yeah. You know, like why is it that way? You're from there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's attributing to this drought. I mean, I just kind of remember it always being that way, really. Um, yeah, yeah, so, um, you can't even like water your grass. Like that's why like a lot of places you'll go to in California, just like, you know, it'll just be like dirt or rocks or something. Or artificial like that. Yeah, turf. You, yeah. You can't have like a lawn there cause you can't maintain it. Um, there was one point where my dad put up a pool and um, this is already after I moved out, but I went to go visit him and, um, he was taking down the pool. So like all the water was like running into the, uh, you know, he's like draining it. Yeah. The water's like running into the street into the like the sewers or whatever. That uh, an actual police officer came back and stuff just to uh and like was almost gonna give him like a ticket for uh for water runoff, I guess. Yeah. But I, I he didn't realize it was coming from a pool. Yeah. He just kinda thought, yeah, like we were had like a leak or something. I don't know. Really? But it's like yeah. So it was okay drain from the pool, but yeah. if you had like a, if you were fucking overusing your hose and you're yeah. getting a ticket you're gonna get a ticket so they're pretty serious about that kind of shit there that's so crazy man like their water management like i it must just be they, they have too much people right I, I would imagine so i mean yeah for sure it's overpopulated you'd feel like it was 
Uh, like that here though too, but I guess we get more water. I well, mean, you know, like the thing is about California. The thing about California is it's it's always sunny, and they have no snowpack. Yeah. Like we get a lot of snowpack. Like yeah. New York has a lot more people, but they get a lot of snow. And snow actually attributes to, like pretty much all of our water. Like right now sure. we're in a drought, but come you know October they're like, oh, we were just kidding about that drought. And like. Yeah. You know, snowpack is... We're just trying to scare people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Northern California gets a lot of snowpack in the Sierras. Yeah. But, you know, there's only so... Like, that's the only part of California that really snows. There's some mountain ranges there. Like, we have a... Um, in our part of California, there was Big Bear Mountain. And that typically got... I'd like to check, though, to see what the difference is. Because, of course, like, uh, temperatures are, like, rising everywhere. So... I wonder if they get as much snow as they used to. Cause I know I know our snowpack was down pretty good this year. Yeah, it was only like yeah, it's seventy five to eighty percent mm. in most in most of the mountain range, most of the Cascades. So Crazy. like we're already in drought because well, we got we did, a lot less rain too. We did have that whole week of like snowmageddon too. Well, the snowmageddon, yes, we did have that, but that that doesn't really give us water. Yeah, you really know, it doesn't really affect our water. Um, but you know, we'll be fine. It will rain again. Yeah. Again. Uh, you know, I'm sure of it. I'm sure it's going to rain again. Sure. Yeah. You know what's crazy is every time I see like a um, like a doomsday uh, scenario map or like a climate change map or any type of like extreme weather map, Washington always stays the same. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like this this little tiny area of where like the weather is never really too affected. Like yeah. we're in like this perfect zone, almost like in this bubble. Exactly, man. It's like this little climate bubble because, like, we get like the perfect, the, the way the sound is and the way the ocean of like the our our the jet streams and stuff kind of affect us. It's like we're always in this like really like we don't we never have too much high pressure or too much low pressure. We're like this perfect little zone. I've been a couple places. I mean, I haven't seen the world or anything, but I'm pretty satisfied with where we are living now. I think we're in a pretty goddamn good spot because like. Washington has like a little bit of everything. Like you like the city life, bam, you got yeah. it. You like the outdoors, bam, like you got yeah. it. We got like everything here. You you, you want to see an ocean, bam, yeah, you bam, got it. You got it. Like you know? yeah, I don't. We don't really want for much here. <laughs> yeah, you know it. It is crazy. There is everything here. I I fucking love it up here. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you know it's like I haven't watered my grass since I've moved here. Yeah, you don't really need <laughs> you know? to. Like right now, my grass is, I fucking haven't mowed it in two weeks and it's a foot fucking long. Yeah. You I know? Mean, oh my God. In the summertime, dude, you really have to stay on top of that. Like, I got so bad. Um, this past time I did it, I had to fucking do it twice because fucking it kept clogging up the mower. Yeah. yeah so I had to like go to, I think I went to I hit it like at a four. So I went over it with a four first and then I went back over it with like a two. Shit. What? No. My, my girlfriend brought up a good point. Um, I think she was talking to her other girlfriends about it. Turns out all their other, their men do this too. Um, putting lines in your lawn. Uh-huh. Like what, what is the deal? Like freaking, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. And like put it like freaking. Well, yeah, I even think so yeah. much. Yeah. I even did it last time I did it. I did it at two different fucking. Um, so every time I would do like one line like that uh-huh. and then I would change the setting. That yeah. way they were more prominent, like the yeah. lines in my yard. All right. So I, I got a really cool tip for you then. So, of course, I love the lines, too. And so I think it's just the sign of neatness and everything. Yeah, right. But do you know how they get those baseball-style lines? Tell me All right. I'm going sh- to tell you how. Lay some knowledge on me right I now. I will. So, the re- 
Do you mind if I use restroom? Can you handle this for a second? Yes, I got. I, I really got to pee. Oh no, go go. And, and then you can pee, and then we'll and then we'll lay knowledge. Okay. Sorry, this is the ultimate hype. Lay knowledge. Yes. I'm gonna lay be right back. Online. So before he comes after back these messages and explains how it's really done, let me tell you how I do it. So first, um, obviously, this last time that I did my, uh, I did my lawn. It was kind of a, it was an emergency type situation. I hadn't mowed my lawn in two weeks either, so my stuff was like out of control. Like uh, first, in the winter time out here, you never have to cut your grass. I mean, you can cut it once in the fall, and that will seriously ride you till about spring. Something happens around here in the summertime where if you do not, if you're not on top of it. That shit will like grow to like Amazon levels. Like it's huge. That that's the funny part too. I don't know if you've ever seen um well you probably have, but like on all these zombie movies, it's such bullshit because who's out there cutting the grass? Freaking if it was a real zombie apocalypse, fucking grass would be fucking mounds everywhere. Anyway, my lawn was so bad. Um actually considered getting a goat. I heard that's like really good for lawn care. <laughs> so they keep the grass uh at a at a decent manageable level. But so what I do, or what I started doing anyway, is, um, yeah, I will start, I will do like a three on one side, you know, take that all the way up, a nice big line, and then I'll freaking move that mower back down to like a two, and then I'll do the other side, and that seems to make like really good, but prominent lines. And my girlfriend was asking me about that, like, what's, uh, what is like the passion behind that? Like, otherwise, and I don't know, like freaking... I don't know if it's like the Mexican in me <laughs> that I take so much pride in the lawn or what, but, um, yeah, I definitely have like some kind of weird, um, obsession with my lawn. I don't know. And getting those lines perfect. So, I mean, that's the way I do it. So we can find out from this guy how it's actually done other than just getting fucking calling it good and just getting AstroTurf. Uh, my girlfriend went out to California not too long ago, speaking of all this, and I think both of her friends both had um, both had all the uh, grass ripped out and put in AstroTurf, and like they had all fake grass, and that'll just keep all your shit nice, I guess, all year round. Well, dude, yeah. Well, AstroTurf, it, it does look good. Mm-hmm. So there's two things baseball stadiums do. One is they don't use a traditional push mower. So the traditional motorized uh, push mowers, what they do is they... They suck up the grass and then pretty much um, blunt force trauma fucking cut the grass. Really? Right? Yeah. So it sucks and cuts. What they use is the old school. It sucks while it cuts. The old school uh, push mowers. Uh-huh. Or of course, they have like a toe behind. But those act more like scissors and give it like a nice crisp cut. Ooh. And then afterwards, they use. This guy. They use the one of these. Roller, the roller boy, the which roller, is a roller pulley. Yeah. So the reason um, it, it looks like that, the lines, is how the sun is reflecting off the grass. Okay. So they use one of these. They roll it like every other section. Uh, they roll it one way, and then they roll it the other way, one way, and then the other way. So that's all it is. It's just pushing that's, it. That's all it is. It's all. Oh, that's a genius, actually. I didn't even actually notice that because um, uh, this past winter, um, Safeway does like this, uh, or is it, what's it called now? It's not Safeco Field anymore, is it? Uh, T-Mobile Park. T-Mobile Park, yeah. Um, We went to uh, 
they do like a lights of Christmas thing where like you can actually go down onto the field and like walk through all these Christmas lights. We did that last year. And um, you're actually on the, <laughs> you're actually on the baseball field. And I remember looking down at the grass and uh, admiring it and like, oh my God, this is like beautiful. Like you don't yeah. get to, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I so, think I even got yeah. down on the floor and touched it. It's all about using the rollers. See, yeah. like it's just the way how the light reflects off Son the rollers. Son of a bitch. How much do those cost then? The one I just showed you was like 95 bucks. Oh really? It's not yeah. that bad. Wow. That's how they do in the big leagues, man. It's real, but they also use. I mean, you can use a regular lawnmower because mm -hmm. obviously convenience. No one wants to yeah. push one of those fucking old school push mower. Yeah, like scissor style. Oh, for sure. But you know, like getting that lawn roller, man. You'll have your fucking perfect lines, and you just go up and down, and then the light will refract di differently off of it. I'll hit it with my electric mower, and then just go, yeah, go across it because I don't have that much of a lawn out front, but like mm -hmm. the backyard's yeah. pretty big. That would look beautiful. It backyard. would. It would. I thought about getting one, but I was like, oh, man. Aren't you going to take something like, we need a fucking lawn yeah, roller? Like, I'm going <laughs> to look it up on Amazon and then send her the link to it. Yeah. John just shared knowledge. Yeah. Like, you were, you were thinking about what to give me for my birthday, and there you go. When is your birthday? It's coming up soon, right? No, yeah, it was it, just, yeah, passed, just passed. Yeah, yeah. Just we, passed. we had a podcast about that. Yeah. June 4th? Mm-hmm. May the 4th? No, no. Is it June 4th? Or, no, May 4th. May 4th. We were talking about it because uh, she got me. Uh, well, she got me. Bought me a guitar and stuff, which oh. is nice. Yeah, but um, acoustic or bass or uh, like acoustic. Nice. So that's nice. Yeah, just have that thing to play whenever I want. Um, How often do you play these days? So, oh, so sorry. Let, let's oh, get, no. get back to your story. Where was I going with this? I forget about the lawn roller. She bought you a guitar. Oh yeah, uh, she was like struggling because my birthday is so close to our anniversary. Mm -hmm. So she's like, "Well, I got you this stuff for your birthday." Like, now I have no idea what to get you. And I'm like, "Well." I'm, I get that. Like, what do you get for the man that has everything, really? A fucking yeah. a lawn roller, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to get one. Dude, I'm going to totally get one. I'll send you guys pictures. Yeah, you should, man. Yeah. Like, and then I'll probably get one. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that looks great. What do you think, Thirsty? How do you feel mm -hmm. about that? You, you, know, like the, you know, like the lawnmower lowers? Yeah. Rollers? I Thirsty. think so. I think so. Well, let's get that hair out of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Thirsty's actually in La Puche. He's doing the whole uh, tourist thing. Yeah. You know, I... How'd you feel doing the tourist thing yesterday? I guess you guys only went to Fremont, right? Yeah, That's no, we didn't do any tourist stuff. We just nice. uh, hung out, went to a couple of breweries, had some food. And, That's legit. And Nothing and worse than having a friend come out and visit, and then you gotta fucking take him to the troll and fucking get yeah. to Park and do the whole... Yeah. I've never seen this before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great time. They, they did all the tourist stuff by themselves, which was awesome, man. Nice. And like, you know... Um, it, it was cool because I, I, I know John's always, um, he knows I've seen everything, you know, but like, it, it wasn't like a trip for like, he didn't come just to see me. Like his, his girlfriend has never been here. So she, of course she wanted to sightsee and he did a, a classic, classy way. He's like, okay, I'm here for a few days. I'm going to see my friends. And then we have our own agenda, Yeah, you know, so we're not staying at one person's house bound by their by what they have to do and what they have going on and bound by their car. They got a pretty central located Airbnb, you know, walking distance from, it was like a Queen Anne area. Yeah. I love Queen Anne, by the way. Oh yeah, it's nice. You know, like everything aside of like the Seattle stigmas, but like Queen Anne has some beautiful houses. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's very, it's. Yeah. Cool. So, so we walked um, to like downtown Queen Anne, got some food and some beers. And then we, um, 
walked back to his Airbnb and then walked down um, to Fremont Brewery mm-hmm. and then took Uber back. This was about 10 blocks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ubered it. Yeah, we Ubered back. Cause, That's the only way to do it, man. Well, I was going to race them. Uh, those line bikes. I was going to race them back to, no, really? to to his place, but I couldn't get the app loaded fast enough before Bye. the Uber get there. You know, but that didn't work out. I love Ubering, man. What a convenience. It is, man. Like, I just got this Apple Watch, and there's, nice. there's the Uber app where I could just, like, fucking order an Uber from my watch. Yeah. You know? Never know. We're not. We don't believe in uh, drinking and driving around here. So yeah, Uber dude. Out. That is, I love Uber because of that reason. Yeah. Because it's like, you know how many times back in like my early 20s, I was drinking and driving all the fucking time? Yeah. More than I would like to admit. No, for sure. You know, and Uber is like a godsend, man. Like fucking. It's genius. It is, man. Like, I, I bet you since they came out and th- them and Lyft, like drinking and driving has gone down significantly. Yeah. We have like a, the wineries right next to our house, like mm-hmm. uh, right in the Woodenville area. You know, yeah. you can go down there and do it. Fucking, it's like four bucks to Uber from my house from there. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why risk it, man? Yeah. Like, there's so many lives at stake when you're drink, yeah. drink and drive. Plus, like, everything down, once you get down to, like, the winery, everything's, like, in walking distance. You just walk around and fucking Uber home. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, it, it, is, it is beautiful, man. I fucking, like I, like I said, I used to be a big drinker and driver, mm-hmm. and I used to drink while I drove. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Especially if you're going from Seattle, too. That's a long way. Well, I didn't do it in Seattle. Home. I did in Idaho. Like, roads are pretty, pretty yeah. empty in Idaho. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, you could still still kill somebody for sure. And like, I was very reckless in my twenties, you know, which I'm sure a lot of people were. But Uber, I fucking love it, man. Like it's it's changed changed the world. Do it, do that Uber. Yeah, man. I I'm uh, after my years of debauchery. I'm totally, <laughs> you know. So you hit up the Fremont Brewery. Eh? Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't typically go down to Seattle anymore. I guess only when family comes around. Like, yeah, I'm not. I used, to, I used to work there. Like, fucking, I've seen it enough. I've seen everything. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, dude, I I was telling telling John if he ever moved up here, he needs to move to Kirkland because Kirkland has everything. Right? It does. Dude, it has. It's, the, all, it's got everything you need. It has the perfect pub crawl, man. Like flat stick pub. Have you been there? Yes, I have. I fucking love yes. this place, man. It's it's awesome, dude. I think uh, I was just there with Zuger a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. How is Zuger doing? Oh, he's doing pretty good. He's engaged. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. He's been hitting me up lately. I, I, I've been such a bad friend. I gotta get back to him. Speaking of bad friends, wait, hold on. Do we need uh, another growler? Like, what do you think? I would do one. What uh, time is it? Two? Yeah, I can do one. One more? Yeah. All right. Let me fill this up. And then uh, back to me. I'll tell you about the. T- I'll tell you about the last time I was in Seattle. Right. All right. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You did that. Up. Fucking. This is the reason why I don't go back. Like freaking. My mom and my brother and his wife and kids came out. Um. So we did. We took them all around Seattle and stuff and gave them. You know the whole touristy thing. I fucking park in a, <laughs> in a parking garage, and then like we're going to leave and fucking as soon as I step out of this parking garage I step in shit, and. Human shit? Human fucking shit, man. Like, somebody shit just so somebody could step in this. Like, freaking, oh my god. And it stunk so goddamn bad. And that's the reason why I don't do Seattle anymore. Hate it. <laughs> Other than that, though, it was a lot of fun until that <laughs> until that uh, occasion. Like, we, t- we took him down to the pier. Uh, I believe we ate at the crab pot. 
Because, you know, fucking come down to Seattle, you got to eat at the Crab Pot and stuff, which is really good. They just, you know, you order like the seafood dish, they just come and they just dump a bunch of fucking crab meat and everything all over your table here. And then, yeah, you just take fucking a nutcracker to it and start eating. It's really good. Took them there. Um, we kind of just went walking around the I believe we went to Pioneer Square as well, which, um, I don't know, it's always been kind of a shithole. <laughs> My brother had a hotel at the West End, which is a pretty nice, uh, it's a pretty nice hotel, right? You know, they got the two towers there uh, at the West End. And that's where, that's the parking garage where I stepped in shit. You think they would keep their, uh, <laughs> their areas a little bit more clean. Definite human shit, man. I have a lot of experience with shit in Seattle. Because, like, back when I used to work there and stuff, I used to uh, uh, get off on 4th and, I think it was 4th and Pike. And then I had to walk down to, I worked right next to, like, the Pier 66, I believe, area there. So it's a little bit of a walk to and front. I've seen so much freaking human shit in alleys. Uh, but I've always managed to sidestep it. The, just this time, something fucking, it just wasn't in the cards. Just walked right out. Stepped in shit. Awful. Anyway, that's my Seattle story and why I don't go back. <laughs> yeah, Seattle definitely has a problem right now. And apparently human shit everywhere is one of human them. Human shit's probably at the top of my list on Seattle problems right now. I'll use the bathroom too. You can keep oh, these yeah. people busy. Yeah, you know, like some of my Seattle experiences is just... Like, maybe it was just like nostalgia goggles or like fresh goggles that when I first moved up here I used to think Seattle was clean like we drove everywhere and the freeways were clean um like we there was always homeless around but it wasn't like that big of a problem you know and uh, just through the years and maybe you know maybe like I see reality a little bit differently in Seattle now because I've lived here you know close to 10 years now and now I see everything and the the newness has worn off but man I, I remember Seattle being such a clean place a clean city um, it used to be a place where you know it was almost like a, a small small big city and now I just think right now Seattle's just outgrown itself you know we are the tech industries up here are just blowing everything up you know 50,000 jobs here 50,000 jobs there and like the people are working and it's great and there's a lot of money around but there's also consequences of people you know a lot more people and a lot more people equals a lot more problems problems. yeah so I do got a couple of subjects that I want to touch on let's do it all right now that Eric's it's about back. time to get this podcast back on track yep. again. We just needed a couple beers, man. Yeah, like coffee all... to kick in, a couple beers. God, you have such good coffee here. Mm. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, what do you what do you brew it with? Love. Love. Is that what it is? And a little bit of water. <laughs> <laughs> good beer and good coffee, man. That makes for a good day. What kind of grounds do you guys use? Do you do like uh professionally grounded stuff or just like store bought? Uh we go to Costco and get their um, did I cut it too tight? This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to open that for you? <laughs> man, I'm right on national television. Damn yeah, it. Fucking these man hands right here. John man hands. Dude, I have muscles in my thumb. Dude, you're fucking 
I'm going to have you poke my thumb muscle. Uh, I'm probably just a little sore from uh, pumping oh, iron yeah, yesterday. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah, it looks like sore. you've been pumping yeah. a lot. Like yeah. those 24-inch pythons. <laughs> right. yeah, feel this, man. Feel that. That is like... If you could eat me, wouldn't you want to eat that? Just like I would. A, oh my god, that's a tasty morsel right there. I wish I wish the viewers at home could feel. Yeah, that. Yeah, like I don't think I do. They're definitely not as prominent. Like yeah, you've always had like hands of steel. I think yeah. <laughs> Instead of man of steel, hands of steel. Hands of steel. Fuck! What was I talking about? This oh, guy's. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, coffee. So yeah. Uh, go to Costco and we get the the whole bean. Mm-hmm. And we just grind it there. It's usually like wish I had my effort here. It, it's kind of expensive, you yeah. know. Like we don't buy like the most expensive coffee there, but you know, like the Kirkland brand. There's I think it's like eleven ninety nine a pound. I guess that That's could cool. be considered uh, expensive. It's definitely not Folgers. Yeah, it's not like the pre. So it's a little step up from Folgers. Oh, that's it, it's more than a little. Yeah, in my opinion. Well, yeah, because they they have like stands that um. Like at Fred Meyer and stuff like that, where you can go, you know, just have the beans there and bring them yeah. down, you know, grind it and stuff. What kind of coffee do you get? Um, we don't. We don't even have a coffee maker, believe no. it or not. I've asked uh, Emily about it before, um, and just because she's not uh, much of a coffee, because I was talking about doing, like, maybe like a Keurig or something. Yeah, you should, like the single-use yeah. coffees, you know. Just something, you know, like on the go, like when I need it. Yeah. Um, Emily's kind of like me, too, yeah, where, um, so here's my problem with coffee. And probably why it's not good for me to have coffee is uh, if I get going on coffee, like freaking, I'll just keep fucking drinking it. Like, Dude, that's oh, how I am, man. Yeah. And then fucking. You notice that pot I mean, only I, had a little bit left, yeah, right? right? <laughs> is that, was that all you? Yeah. And then my problem, though, is like when I do that, is I get really like, I'll get the jitters and stuff. Oh, yeah. For sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you see, it's almost kind of addicting. Like, I almost, and this is, this is bad, you know, <laughs> to do this, but I do. Like, I almost like, purposely put myself in that situation Do you really? of like the jitters it's like it's like almost like a you know like before work i'll chug like a whole fucking thing of coffee and just well, you know we, and just we, get the jitters and just you know we have the uh the keurigs at work too like um so it's all there and stuff um plus but i, I actually prefer just the regular fucking I, coffee i don't really care for keurig keurig yeah. is good for on the go yeah you know if you just need a cup of coffee and you're not a serious coffee drinker. Yeah. I just like, you, the, I like the regular black coffee. And then yeah. just I put like a little bit of creamer and a little yeah. bit of sugar in there and yeah. I'm on my way. Yeah. You know, Keurig, you, you should get a Keurig. Yeah. Just Keurig. something. Yeah. Like, like, I don't go in the office that often anymore, but when I do, I'm just fucking pounding coffee the whole time. Yeah. And that's like dangerous for me. Fucking then it gets my nerves all going. Uh. Oh, I yeah. can't stop myself. Some people tell me self control. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I wanted to touch up a little bit on the conversation I had yesterday. Uh-huh. Little conversation. More of like a text conversation I had. Text conversation? About some toxic friends. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I was just mad, and I think I might have had a little bit too much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to touch on that anymore? Maybe not. I don't uh-huh. know. Uh, but, yeah, I will, I guess, in a roundabout way. I think we've talked about this on the podcast, too. It's kind of like... Um, being able to isolate the friends that uh, have your best or just people in general, even family shit, people that have uh, your best interest in hand and people who don't. I'm kind of, a, uh, I guess I'm a trusting person, really. Like I'll mm-hmm. just let and usually like, I end up getting walked all over. But <laughs> mm-hmm. like for the most part, I I wholeheartedly believe that people have the best intentions. Yeah, it's not always true at all. No. Yeah. 
Business is usually not. No. So I was <laughs> I was invited to do something, and I couldn't do it. Wait, so so it. so so this person like do, do they listen to podcasts? Yeah, I don't. He might. I've talked about it with him before, but <laughs> uh, we don't have to touch yeah. touch on it. I'll yeah. keep it broad in a in a situation kind of like where I was um, invited to do something, and I said I would do it. Um, work got in the way. I wasn't able to do it, and then. Um, I kind of got like a little bit of a snooty text the next day and it made me feel bad. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 You know, so like I already felt guilty, but I just feel like that little extra jab wasn't needed. That's all. You know, and I, I think sometimes people's, you know, people revert to, um, like what they've known or don't know, you know, and in some situations, you yeah. know, like, I, you know, people need to understand that like you, 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 we work, we all work. Yeah. Like, and we're not always going to be able to commit to every single thing people and want us to do. Yeah, I'm in a situation sometimes where I'm working at night. So it's like, I can, it's hard. Like even sometimes work's gotten in the way of doing this podcast. Like yeah. I had to work on the weekend. Yeah. I had to work a couple Saturdays ago and, yeah. it was, and we only had like an hour window to be able to talk, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, you know, sometimes it's tough. I hate it though. I am, I am trying to do this uh, as more of a priority. I think we all are because that's why every week, in and out, you're always going to see John, me, and John at this table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. I, I, Nobody, I don't think anybody would cancel at this point. I mean, we're all we all really have this. I think yeah. we all put this podcast first over yeah. family, yeah. work, yeah. and everything. Everything really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Put it over everything. I I am thinking about getting a new table though. Are you? Like, uh, like right here? Uh, yeah, a round table. That'd be cool. And then drilling like holes for all the like the wires to go through and stuff. Oh yeah, that would be tight. Yeah. I mean something less flimsy. Like a round table. Maybe yeah. Want, and like we can actually start like doing games and stuff here too. That'd yeah. Be cool. Yeah. I like this room. It's good. No, it's a good room. It, it turned out pretty good, man. It's uh, definitely a a different stretch of. Uh, like what this podcast used to be, yeah. you know, I, I was, <laughs> I went back to our very first episode and we're back when we were in the garage. No, back to where we were chasers in this room. Remember? Oh, that's we had, right. Like, the blue we did. Yeti our mic. first episode was yeah. here. Yeah. We had the, the blue Yeti mic and we didn't yeah. know what we were doing. Could hardly hear anybody. It was a good, it was a good episode though. Like, yeah. you know, like a good pilot, you know, um, it was crazy as everyone, uh, John included has really opened up to this podcast and sure. like able to, really express themselves you know like what you probably wouldn't hear like normally you know, yeah from people i think uh yeah i think uh we all feel pretty comfortable and i think things have gotten a little bit more natural i almost felt like because john came over to my house not too long ago he had uh this john mm-hmm. yeah he had uh he had to get his i don't know well why don't you tell the story john well, i'll take it okay, had, okay. yeah i'll take it he had to have his, uh, yeah he had to have his bathroom refinished and um, so he came over my house, and it was almost weird having him there. I, I didn't talk to him about this yet. I was gonna bring it up to this podcast, but it almost felt weird that it was just us two there and that you weren't there. It felt like it's almost easier to talk here than it is yeah. in person now. Really. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if you've been doing this with like your other friends or other people, <laughs> but this this podcast has got me. So anytime I go anywhere, like all of a sudden I'm a podcast host and I ask questions to keep the conversation going and like, I almost treat the conversation like a podcast and like, I'm thinking in my head, like, man, this would be really great content for a podcast. 
Do you ever do that when you're I in like do. a social setting? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden you're 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 the host and you're keeping this this conversation going. Like you're very neutral on your opinions and you just want to you want to hear it out and you know have. I'm actually I'm actually at the point where I'm considering buying a wire. That way I can just get all my <laughs> content ready. <right? laughs> yeah, you know shit, right? Un- unauthorized content. Yes. That'll be its own episode and stuff. The unauthorized content with uh, Eric Renteria. That's a good, that's a good Careful one. what you tell me. Yeah, dude, that's a good subject. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good little like sub-channel to our channel, yeah. but un- unauthorized content. Mm-hmm. I'll get everybody's signatures before uploading, of course. But. I mean, it, there's not a face to the name. Yeah, that's true. There's a conversation. I'm going to have to look at the, <laughs> the legal implications <laughs> of this. But well, I think... As long as I'm not taking any monetary uh, cut out of it, right? Well, eventually we might, though. Oh, that's true. But the thing is, uh, in journalism, can't you? There, there, there's a right to journalism. There is. In free speech. I'm going to call it secrets with Eric Renteria. Secrets. Yeah. yeah. Secrets. No, it's, it's crazy, like, how, um, you know, we're only, like, 20 episodes in or something like that, and just how how you interact differently with people. Yeah. And I Second honestly... The season's been pretty strong, I yeah. would say. Yeah, I, I agree, man. The only problem with talking in normal life is I feel like I should always have headphones on when I'm talking to people. Right? I wish a normal life, the quality was as good as this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are we talking like this? Right? Like, well, let's go to my house and, and put on some headphones and let's have a real conversation. That's right. I wonder if it'd be weird if I were walking around with a boom mic and headphones at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm just trying to improve my quality of life. That's yeah. all. You know, you know, people improve their quality of life through their phones mm-hmm. or through their media. You know, like, why not get a good headset? And just right. hear everything. It's right. perfect clarity. I did want to talk a little bit about, um, and this is a little bit off subject from the, the podcast talk. No, keep coming, keep um, coming. Like, college degrees versus trade jobs. That's right. Yeah. We've been talking about this for a while. We've been talking about it outside the podcast. We've yeah. We've talking it in the you know, it's it's definitely a, especially in this city and around the country right now, like, I feel like trade jobs are getting a backseat, like, in a, in a hardcore way. Like, you feel like, a, like, as far as, like, on the decline? Yeah, well, you, the, the people doing trade jobs are on decline, and now they're, it's more of, like, these uh, specialty college degrees. Yeah. Um, Or just the stigma of you have to go to your university to make anything of yourself when I mean, that's all a big scam, right? Like you have to get in debt. (laughs) Yeah. With with like, I'm sure half the population of college degrees are getting fine arts degrees and not using that degree in any form. Yes. Outside of college. I believe that's true. I mean, you know, so so you're getting 80 to, you know, $150,000 in debt and can't even use a degree that you went to school for. I mean, obviously it's good to have, it looks good on paper, but yeah, if you're not using it, then what's really the point, especially like out here, um, what I find is it, it's really not what, what, you know, um, it's who, you know, really like it's really is a. Uh, like a leg up game. It's like freaking, yeah, yeah whoever your buddy's buddies with it could pretty much get you in anywhere around here. It seems like that's kind of the norm. Well, I almost feel like... Um, Maybe it's like that everywhere. I don't know. Well, from my experience, it's almost it's almost like um, your experience in other jobs is almost starting to outweigh college degrees. It is. I would agree with that. You too. know, like, say, in any field, oh, you've been doing, you know this work this type of work for three years yeah. un uneducated mm-hmm. 
that's three years experience. Yeah, yeah. Experience goes a long way. I mean, the real trick really is just getting your foot in the door. I mean, and that's really more having to do with luck than anything else. I think, I mean, I think maybe a college degree could help you get that foot in the door. For sure. But I don't think it's necessarily going to get you any further than let's just say me. So I never went to college mm-hmm. and I, I barely I, went and I would consider myself like, I'm not raking in like fucking millions of dollars, but I would yeah. consider myself semi successful Elite, especially with me and my wife. For sure. My wife did go to, um, but hers is a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and my experience, though, as owning my own business and managing that type of thing, it gets me a leg up because now I have, I have seven years of managerial experience and ownership experience that benefits other companies mm-hmm. versus just coming out of school and maybe being book smart, but you really don't know how the world works around you. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of book smart people that went to college and followed that college degree to the to, to the book. And it's just like, dude, that doesn't work in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, like some of those, your philosophies of book smart do not work in this life anymore. No. Like you're getting taught old school philosophies that do not work in this type of business scenario anymore. It's tough to justify it when you can just pick up your phone and Google any information you need yeah Yeah, you know yeah so it's really uh it's kind of uh the way the world's been progressing has kind of left all that stuff a little bit obsolete i would say well and it's crazy to me you know these people that are going out and getting their master's degrees in this you know uh fine arts or whatever type of degree they're getting i mean there are degrees that will get you a straight shot job you know and but a lot of those people aren't doing it but if you're going to be like a CEO one day and fucking raking in the big dub, yeah, you're going to need some fucking degrees behind you, man. You are, but you also have to have experience with those degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, sometimes the experience with like maybe an associates in business or whatever goes a long way. You keep talking. Well, I'm going to Google something. Yeah. But uh, so um, back to the backseat of trade jobs, like I like in my personal opinion, I feel like trade jobs are getting the the shit end of the deal. Because kids are getting told to go to college, get their four-year degree, and, you know, get into debt, and then all of a sudden you're you're going to make this really super happy life. It's a scam. It is a scam. But in, in return, those trade jobs are starting to become, like, super in demand right now, like plumbers, electricians, linemen. Like, there is a need for those jobs because people aren't doing them anymore. They're not going to those uh, journeyman classes to try to become an electrician anymore. They, they want that, com- yeah. you know, that super specialized it job. Vince McMahon did graduate with a business degree from East Carolina university. I was just curious about how he started out. He started as a traveling salesman. Then he took over his father's company. Yeah. Town. <laughs> so, you know, you know, so like, it's like one of those things. Do you start as an electrician and just work your way up and then just be, as successful and just as happy as someone that went to four or five years of school, $180,000 in debt. And, you know, like for like my, my wife example, she has a trade job and she took that trade job and made, um, she took trade job classes and then she obviously extended her education. Mm-hmm. She's now like can teach anywhere in the United States nice. with, um, her education. But, her trade job with the um, the cost of her trade and getting into the trade super early 
you know, she was like out of school at like 19, you know, so now she has like 13, 14 years experience. Yeah. Versus, you know, maybe 10 years experience. And she's doing just as well as other people that went to school and, you know, like did the whole, and she's not in debt. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, why aren't we pushing more trade jobs in the United States? I think there is a certain stigma behind it too. Um, I, we were kind of getting into this a little bit, that kind of falls back into like with, uh, the whole social media thing and like fucking Instagram like stuff and where it's not. Stuff like that, I don't feel like is as well respected as it used to as it used to be. Yeah. Maybe so, like you know, kids are always um, they're gravitating more towards the bigger and the better. Um, you know, they want the fancier job. That a lot of these other jobs that uh, I wouldn't, I'm not going to call them bullshit jobs, but just like maybe are seemingly coming off as bullshit jobs that kids aren't as they're perceived as bullshit jobs. Yeah. People aren't exactly. I mean, people make fun of the plumber. Oh, look at the guy in the plumber's crack. Yeah, you know, exactly. No yeah. one wants to be the plumber's joke, crack right? guy. But fucking, they make good money, man. Um, Someone like fifty dollars an hour yeah. if you're a journeyman. I you went know? fucking. Um, who would turn down fifty dollars an hour? Garbage man. Fucking. Um, I forget who. What friend I had, but like uh, we were talking about it, and they were talking about just how much money they made. Fucking garbage men make fucking a lot of money, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then plus you have like the benefits and everything that falls around. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing shameful about being a fucking garbage man. Yeah. Like, shit. I'm, in a tra- I'm considering yeah. doing it. Yeah. I'm considering jumping ship and going being a gar- fucking garbage man. Like I like my job is considered a trade job. I have full benefits, 401k, yes. pension. Right. You know, I get paid pretty well. I have a really big amount of responsibility on me. Mm-hmm. But no one really thinks about that type of thing. No. You know, like they 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 want that high executive job. It's like, yeah, you you want to strive for that, yeah, yeah. sure. But I don't think they're. It's you just, know, like it's a PR thing. They're not as glorified as they could. You don't see people, fucking. You don't see plumbers with a, a plunger and stuff on Instagram posing with her. Yeah, not, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not as glamorized as other things. No, are. it's not. But those, you know, like fifty dollars an hour. Like, would you take that right now? Fucking a, I'll take that in a second. Yeah, see, $50 an hour, man. Like, that's what, like, some of these journeymen, like, electricians and plumbers and linemen, like, I try to get in linemen Plus, school. you're not coming out of school uh, fucking crazy in debt. Plus, a lot of these jobs, man, they, they pay you while they teach you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're that's getting true. paid while you're learning. I mean, it's definitely something to look into. It's something that I would preach to my my kids. Yeah, dude, trade jobs take two, two four years. I mean, they're, they're getting the, the same amount of education. Yep. But they're, it's a specific trade, and they're getting paid while they get that education. It's a PR deal, and I, I don't know how you correct that. Um, I mean, fucking, we, we live in a society and stuff where people are choosing to be uh, uh, Instagram influencers over going to school. So I don't, it's, a, it's a different yeah. time now. Well, yeah, and like now there's a shortage of those type of jobs, that, and, and no one's doing them. Yeah. I know a lot of struggling rappers out there. I yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of struggling rappers. <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not the starving artist anymore it's the starving college student yes it is it's uh i don't know man things changed uh not necessarily for the better i feel yeah i, I feel like the like a college degree is almost like i remember going to like when i was in high school and junior high it's like oh you got to have your high school degree mm-hmm. you know it's going to get you places now it's like oh you got to have a college degree doesn't matter what the fuck it is just mm-hmm. get it like oh, okay you know, but I mean, the best advice I'd give to anybody like just starting out out there is, um, 
uh, I think uh, experience is going to outweigh anything else. Get get in wherever you can, especially while you're young too. Like, you know, it takes a lot longer for uh, kids to move out of the out of the house these days. Kind of scares mm-hmm. me because all the yeah. kids I have running around. <laughs> <laughs> but like, while you can, dude, fucking take a like. You really got to get your name out. Like, I wish I would have done this. I wish I didn't fucking take time to start a family when I was like a, a young teenager. I wish I would just stayed at home and just fucking start interning at places that I want to do free internship, man. Yeah. Just get that experience under your belt. Especially if you're still living like at home with mom and dad, get that shit in there. Yeah. I mean, that's going to look better than anything else. Yeah, dude. It's, it's the experience, man. And they'll take you as a free internship. I mean, a lot of places like you have to compete well, and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, but like a lot of times if you're good enough at your job, like they'll hire you like yeah, after your sure. internship's oh, done. Sure. You know, fuck, you want to do music? Fucking go intern at a record company and fucking yeah. go intern at a recording studio. Well, like, well the thing is, the it's like what's crazy about like music producing is um, a lot of people like think that you can only do music producing, yeah. but they're like that. The, the sound engineers, there's a way bigger, vast for sure uh, job opportunities like doing movie scores or, you know, broadcasting. Like there's so much more to just, you know, mixing and recording. Like you could be a broadcaster and, and produce and record, you know, live radio and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know, there's, there's so much more than just like this particular, oh, I want to be a music producer. Yeah. Well, anyone could technically be a music producer. You like, can go fucking do that out of your garage right now. Shit. They're fucking doing it right now. Yeah, we're doing it right now. You know, that sounds great. You know, but this is experience. I didn't go to school for this stuff. No. You just need to, yeah, and fucking, I think it's all just about finding something you're passionate about, something that's going to keep your interest. Probably nothing worse than, um, I have a, I won't name drop him, but I had a, a friend who went to school for years and years and years and years, and he was finally about to finish. Um, he was like starting to wrap up everything, and at the very end, he realized he didn't want to do this, that, yeah. he, that he'd been training for this whole time. So I guess, yeah, make sure, I mean, that's got to be, that's a rough, that's a rough That is a rough go. It's a rough go. It's like, like oh, I don't want to do this, this anymore. And yeah. now all of a sudden you're, what, $100,000 in yeah. debt? So that's, oh, that's a tough blow, man. So I guess, <laughs> I think it's all about really, I think job one is finding something that you're going to love to do and not get tired of, probably. Yeah, I, I, like one of my old, old friends from Idaho, he was in school for like fucking 13 years like trying to finish a degree that he wanted to do. And it was like a communications degree. And he didn't even fucking use it. Yeah. It took him 13 years to get his degree. And he doesn't even fucking use it. Yeah. That's, you know, (laughs) of course he was probably a little lazy until only taking like one class a week. And you know, you could have fast tracked that that shit, you know, but it's still like 13 years of your life to get a degree that you don't even fucking use. Yeah. That's tough, man. Like uh, they're, like, think I, I maybe I should pull up, try to pull up a, a statistic, or you can on your phone. Like how much, how much college degrees are actually being used in America versus what is you know, like applicable to anything. It's just it, I know it's a crazy amount, man. Like student debt in America is fucking insane, and like even if like we get a president. Like let's say like Bernie Sanders was one of those guys. Like, oh, let's like make college education free, right? Public college is free. You know, sure. Like we could do that, but everyone's going to be getting like some 
maybe shit to your degrees. I'm sure a lot of people would benefit from it. But I think the people that would benefit from it are always already getting free college anyway. About more than 40%. More than 40% don't use their college degree? Yeah. That is fucking insane. One in five college grads are actually working at a job that um, actually demands the degree that they've been working for. One out of one out of five. Or one out of four. So 25% of people are actually doing their degree. What they've been studying for. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous, man. 25%. I mean... There are fucking people out there right now, literally, with degrees working at McDonald's, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I know plenty of people that are servers in restaurants making more money being a server in a restaurant than they would making that degree. Servers do make bank. Yeah, they can. I mean, it's a, it's a rough lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on where you're working at. I'm sure you're going to make yeah. more Other places, at yeah. a downtown restaurant in Seattle or Bellevue than you are at a, an Applebee's. Yeah. You know, but shit, man. Fucking plus you guys you gotta put up a lot of shit though. That's like a fucking rough job. I hate customer service. That's it. Yeah. That's the only, that's another thing that I would say uh to any people entering the job market. Try to stay clear of customer service. Anything that puts you like in position with actual customers, it's tough. It's a tough But job. I do think everyone should work customer service. It does at some teach point. you a little bit of humility, yeah. Do you feel like uh one of the things that we've lost over the past couple of years, like with this new generation coming up especially is uh, a lack of humility like a little mm-hmm. bit like freaking just um you know it goes back to like people feeling um not really wanting to go for uh trade jobs and just uh, maybe just like a lack almost like a lack of respect to like not it doesn't seem like people respect their elders too much anymore i that's always been a big thing that was instilled in me as, uh, as a young kid is respecting your elders and stuff yeah. and, respect the people that came before you yeah you know that kind of Help set the path, set the way. Yeah, I, I just think uh, the younger generation expects more with nothing. Yes. I think if that makes sense. definitely a lot of that. Now, is are we... I just... don't know if it's humility, because if anything, they have either too much or not enough. Like, they have so much humility that they're not willing to take a lower-paying job. Mm-hmm. Or have that lower, or, or try to get that experience because it's beneath them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's that is a form of humility, but I don't know if it is having too much or not enough. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I think so. Like I feel like the younger generation be- thinks that like everything is beneath them, and they should automatically be in their top role. Oh, I went to school for this, so I should obviously be a CEO of whatever company I go to. There's definitely more. Yeah, I think uh, uh, expectations about being handed things maybe. And not necessarily working for that goal. I mean, nobody's out of the gate successful. Well, I guess some people are out of the gate successful, but well, not. I don't believe that. I think the people that are out of the gate successful like had a lot of, um, a lot more backing. Yeah. And like I don't know, you see, like freaking like all the successful people that I've kind of read about and stuff. It's it was a long road to get there. Yeah. I think even in that way, I think you kind of appreciate it more, probably. But I mean, yeah, yeah, and I, and I think like the younger generation, they only see the the road that these people are on now, and not the road they took to get there. Yeah, if that makes sense. Now, are we just that? Is it that every generation kind of sees like the next generation coming up, and are we just being like those uh, young whippersnapper people? Well, I, I don't think so because <laughs> like I I know like with my personal like. How I am personally, like I, 
my personal belief is work your ass off and you'll get whatever you want. Yeah. You know, nothing is handed to you. Like you won't have anything handed to you. Like you work your ass off and you, you go get and earn what you want. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like right now there's a lot of people that just, you know, I want to skip the working my ass off part and I just want to get what I'm, what I deserve instead of what I've earned. Is, um, and I'm really kind of, uh, speaking more towards like, uh, I guess rappers really. Is that a, is it real? Like the, the lifestyle that they portray and stuff. Cause it doesn't seem like, uh, I like, I grew up like idolizing rock bands and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it didn't seem like they were making really, I mean, obviously in this day and age, like you're making more money from playing shows than you are from like selling albums and stuff yeah. like that for sure. But like you see like rappers all the time with like floss in the chains and mansions like they don't own those mansions, dude. Like, no. and they're probably renting it and shit like that. Like, I, I'm sure some of them might. But Instagram I think lifestyle. It's, it's, it's the fake, persona. Right? It is a persona, yeah. like to get people and young kids to buy into that persona. It's like, yeah. oh, if you're like me, you will have these cars and yeah. these riches and this type of money. It's not real, right? It's no, like it's fake. not real at all, yeah. man. Look how much rappers are fucking bankrupt and have nothing right, right? now. Right? Yeah. Well, you can even say that about musicians, yeah, or other rock star type. Yeah, like this isn't limited Dave, to but just, Dave yeah. Batista, he was broke as fuck before he got Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Yeah. From the just like his WWE days, yeah, he didn't like, really make much money. You know. Plus, a lot of these people, if they do make it to that level, they don't know how to manage that money. Yeah. Like, look at all these football stars that end up having sixty, seventy, hundred million dollar contracts, and then once their football career is done, they don't have any money left over. Yeah, they're sad. broke as fuck. They don't know how to manage that money. If they do have a one hit single and it makes them a couple million dollars, do is a couple million dollars going to last you the rest of your life? Right. No. no. But yeah, they're buying fucking cars and chains and, and mansions. And all of a sudden you have to sell those chains. You have to sell that mansion. You have to sell that car. I think what it helps too is, um, cause I don't think I would have done that really. If like we ever made it big and stuff, I think I'd like to think anyway that I would have been more modest smarter with the money. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be out there flossing and well, I I I, I don't know. I races. I think that like money's it's almost kind of like that whole sex sells adage. It's like okay, like being successful, rich and famous, like this is gonna sell selling mm-hmm. more more records. I think if I had a if I had a bunch of money, I'd probably be more penny pinching. I'd be like Scrooge yeah. fucking duck, man. No, yeah, that's that's how successful people are. Yeah. They penny pinch, man. Successful people are the worst tippers. No, because they don't want to spend that money. Mm-hmm. Like you see these people, you know. Or like, oh, a $1,000 tip, you know? Like, okay, you, you tip your 20%, but, you know, if you're spending $1,000 on a $4 cup of coffee, well, you're going to run out of money. Yeah. You know? Fucking idiot. But I also think it's it's setting false pretenses out there to young younger generations. Like, you know, like this guy did it. You know, like those videos, of course it's all fake. Yeah. You know, of course it doesn't have, like they might have some cars, but like most of the majority of those those rappers or musicians, they don't have like 30 fucking Ferraris in their backyard. No, that doesn't seem uh, manageable. You know? Yeah. And, you know, they, they'll they flash, like, their booze and alcohol and drugs. Like, oh, this this is what got me here. Yeah. You know, so now everyone thinks, like, oh, if I do enough drugs, booze, and make a shitty rap album or a shitty rock album, I'll just fucking make millions. Mm-hmm. It's, it's false pretenses to, like, a lot right. of... Because kids are so easily influenced. It's hurting these kids out here, too, I think. I, I think it's irresponsible. 
they're setting up a, a crazy um, example for them to try to um, I don't know this whole keeping up with the Benjamin or keeping up with the Joneses. Joneses yeah. yeah, that's a it's a tough way to live, man. Well, it's, it's one thing to keep up with your neighbor. It's another thing to keep up with like someone, um, like a super fake persona. Yeah, you know. It's like me trying to be Batman every day. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I, I'm not a billionaire playboy philanthropist. I guess that's Iron Man, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're gonna model your life on everybody, though, why not? Why not? Yeah, be yeah. Batman, yeah. Why not be Batman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 that false pretense of like I can be Batman. No, you can't be Batman. No, you're not fucking Batman. You know who is Batman? Robert Pattinson. That's who's Batman. That is who. That yes. is who is Batman. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about our new Batman? You know, honestly, right now, maybe change is good. I would think so. I don't feel bad about it. No. Like, honestly, I, I'm at this point of my Batman fandom and my DCU fandom that, you know, let's change some shit around. Let's just, just, let's just make a good movie. Take, take me back to uh, Dark Knight Times for one minute. Wow. When, is the, uh, when was the first moment you heard about Heath Ledger? Do you remember where you were when you first heard that Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker? Yes, it was the and poster, the smile, See, and the that's, laugh. That's kind of where I'm going back to. Do you remember your, the first time where so you, it, it, you, you had a negative response to Heath Ledger, right? Okay, so the, when there, he was first casted. When he was first casted, there was a negative response. Yes. yes. It was like, how is this were you guy? you in that boat? I was in that boat. I was in that boat, too. Of like, how is this guy? Like, I, I liked Heath Ledger. Like, yeah. I thought he, he was, was a bad. great actor, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, and whatnot. But I was like, how is this guy going to pull off fucking uh, the, the Joker? Right. And then what the sold kid. me What's was sold the first fucking teaser trailer trailer of the the like the blue flames and the Batman and all yeah. of his son the <laughs> yeah. him laughing I was like it's gonna be great like I didn't even see him tonight people will die I'm a man of my word that trailer, yeah. yeah was good you know and then all of a sudden he has like the first trailers like uh almost him behind glass and he has like yeah. the the blood smile like right where his lips were you remember that why so serious campaign they had to just like all the different reveals and stuff like yeah. i think when they first did the first joker thing it was like people had to post their picture online with the joker makeup and then like when they got to a certain point they revealed the first look i think of it oh yeah it had like a great viral campaign yeah. at the time. i remember following that on the internet first time i realized that it was going to be a good idea was that first joker picture of him uh, where it's like dark with the first smile. I was like, holy fuck, this is going to be awesome. And it ended up being good. I think that um, this, uh, I think this uh, Robert Pattinson thing is probably going to be the same type of situation where he's just probably going to knock it off the part. Like, I think like, so oh my, too. That's like, fucking amazing. That is, a tra- that is the poster that sold me. Yeah. Like right there. That is amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, oh God, I feel so uh, mixed about this now too. Because fucking uh, Joaquin looks so great, but like, how do you follow up the Heath Ledger? Like, can you even do the Joker anymore after that? You know, I mean, it's almost. I've, I'm grateful that we had Jared Leto because now we have like the segue, this palate cleanser, if you will. Yeah, it's can, almost yeah. like the the sniffing of the coffee. Yes. So now we can move on to our next glass. Like, like saying. no one's gonna be like. Uh, well, a lot of people are are gonna. I think it takes less pressure off Joaquin because you're like, oh, well, the last Joker was Jared Leto, so let's compare him to that. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, if I was Joaquin, I'd be like, this is easier now. I don't think Joaquin probably didn't sign off on being the new Joker until he saw Suicide Squad and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we could do this. We could do this. But then again, like, (laughs) 
to be honest, like uh, Heath Ledger had some pretty big sh- shoes to fill with uh, Jack Nicholson. He did. He I mean, did. yes, it was what, like 15, 20 years later? Yeah, there was a big time span. Doesn't seem like there's uh, too much worry about that. I mean, fucking, they just seem to be like rebooting things every weekend these days. Well, I think they just need to make a good fucking movie. Yeah. You know, like bring Christopher Nolan back or some shit because, like, this is. It's ridiculous. It is bad. It's ridiculous. What is what other things have Matt Reeves done? Let me get fucking look at this. He's the new director of the Joker. I don't know if he's writing it too or whatever. What do you think about Ben Affleck as Batman? What do you feel about that? So so before that, is this going to have any affiliation with the DCEU? No, this is going to be totally different. So that because from what I understand, I think there's still going to be a Justice League two with Ben Affleck as Batman. So we'll have. Really? Yeah, we're going to have like a couple of uh, Batman running around. We're going to have a couple of Jokers running around. There's just like no continuity anywhere, man. I think they're making another Suicide Squad too. If Like uh, James Gunn is doing another Suicide Squad. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, that's right. I did read about that. But I don't know if it's going to have like any affiliation with this Suicide Squad. Like there's just like you there's get a movie, so you get a movie, on, everyone yeah. gets a movie. We'll have four Joker movies. Is... uh. So do you think that if this, because obviously uh, the new Joker movie is not part of the DCU. No, no, it's not. So do you feel like uh, if we see a Joker in this, um, the Batman trilogy that's coming out, is it going to be Joaquin or do you think there's going to be a third Joker around there? Like, honestly, I don't know what type of movie they're going to make. Like, I know like there, there's plenty of, plenty of stories to tell with Batman. So Matt Reeves directed The Paul Bear with David Schwimmer and Gwyneth Paltrow back in 96. He directed an episode of Felicity. He did Cloverfield. Oh. Um, and then these past two movies that he's done have been the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, those are really good movies. Yeah, so he's the guy yeah. doing Batman. Oh, good. The Batman. Um. So, like, my only worry is, is it going to be stories we've already seen and heard and been told? Probably. Like origin stories and this and that. And How do you feel about uh, Batman in general? Would do you, would you want a more of a realistic, like, the, the Nolan take? Or do you want more of a world where someone like Mr. Freeze could exist? <laughs> I definitely want Nolan take. I, you know what? I, I want it to be more... Um, Shit, how, how do I want Batman? How you? How would you prefer this Batman? I, from what I understand, they're gonna do more of a, they're gonna do it like Nolan's Batman Begins and stuff, and kind of start that over of him like starting out. I think. Yeah. And uh, I guess it's gonna be more like noirish and like more Batman as the detective, you know. Hmm. You know the the only problem is is like we've seen that story like every fucking time we see a right? Batman movie. We've seen it, let's well, say, go back into the 60s. We've seen that story. Tim Burton did the story. Christopher Nolan did the story. Now yeah. we're getting the story again. My argument is that we know these characters. We don't need origins anymore. Like yeah. Fucking anybody who's going to go see these movies knows who these characters are, know how they got yeah. to where they are. Why not just drop us into a universe that already exists, like uh, where these characters have already been operating? Batman's been Batman for a while, and fucking you have all these... Uh, a rogues gallery of villains and stuff that have already been, you know, doing their thing. I think mm-hmm. like doing throw us in a universe that's already been going on for a while. That's why I feel like go. the video games are so great. It's yeah. cause like we didn't need to that origin. I guess they did have an origin story. Yeah. 
but that was after the fact. Yeah. You know, just I love, some I love those games. They're great. You know, like it, it, it put us in a, in a, in a, an already established universe where yes. things are happening. Yes. Yeah. And you were in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. And then Arkham City. Like those two games were great. I didn't play the third one. Probably. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it. I played it. I liked it. What was cool about it was like a definite, um, so you, you played, uh, uh, fuck, what are the names? Arkham Asylum, Arkham City? Yeah. You play Arkham City? Yeah. Did, did you beat it? Yeah. Oh my God, the ending's amazing. Man. Yeah, where Joker dies? Yeah, where he yeah. Carry, and he's carrying yeah. him out yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think those games like establish the, uh, the dynamic between Batman and the Joker perfectly and stuff. Yeah. And it's almost, uh, I think you would like uh, Arkham uh, Knight too. Is it called Arkham Knight? Yeah. Arkham. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Yeah. It's almost, uh, you drop into Batman, who's actually mourning the death of the Joker. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think hmm. that's, like, beautiful. Wow. And at a certain point, um, he gets hit with uh, the Scarecrow's uh, fear thing. And then from then on in the game, um, it's almost like a Fight Club Tyler Durden situation where the Joker shows up and he's like seeing him and oh, really? like yeah and it's like all in his head, but he's like being haunted by the Joker the whole time, and it's like oh and it's like uh, I love it because it's almost like a love story between these two characters. That's like, pretty awesome. Where yeah, like they legitimately Batman needs the Joker and Joker needs Batman. Dude, I and uh, I loved the way the Scarecrow was portrayed in the video games. Yeah. That was awesome. awesome. Who voiced the Joker in the video games? Was it uh, Hamill? Yes, it was Hamill. All right. They got, I think they got most of the characters from, uh, or the, most of the voices from the animated series. Nice. Yeah. Kevin Conroy is definitely Batman. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, I, oh I should God. play it. There's credits on Arkham City where it's like uh, the Joker <laughs> leaves a message on Batman's phone mm -hmm. and he's singing Only You. That's oh, fucking wow. chilling, dude. Well, and you know what's kind of cool about the the Joker, like some of the teaser trailers we saw, like he's obviously associated and been in like the, the Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, you see like a little clip of that. He's mm -hmm. doing, doing something there. I don't know. It, 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 it's hard like doing the, like these, the, what, the, I heard the Matt Reeves might be a three movie yeah, set. I heard they're going to go for a trilogy. So is it going to be Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises? Like what what is going to happen? Oh, you know, dude. like... We'll see. It'd be interesting to see what they do with it, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of like a purist and stuff. Like, it's, it's so tough to please people these days because I feel like they do need to do something different, but don't stray too much, I guess. Well, well it's like hard. A, there's a fine line, I think. Well, the thing is, like, if I would like to see, like, a true blue, like, killing joke type. Yeah. Like, spinoff, you know? Mm-hmm. There was a time. Or a TV series, man. Like I, I think I, the TV series is the wise way to go. Um, and obviously not like a Gotham type situation. Yeah, I, true I, I wish like I could have gotten to that. Just uh, never did. It was all right. Yeah, you know. I think I saw the first couple episodes from the uh, uh, the first season. I just couldn't. I mean, I, I I guess it's cool. I guess like the last season there was like finally a Batman reveal and everything. Yeah, and, I got look at the very end. You know, like but that's like a true origin story. <laughs> yeah, but I also think that they had like changed character names and stuff to kind of like. Uh, separate itself from like the canon a little bit, you know, just to make it different. Which is, I don't know. I just don't know why these these uh, movie companies can't just get their shit together. Right, just do it right. Jesus. You know, obviously one person owns DC, so just fucking make rules. Like this is, 
you know, okay, you're going to do a TV show. Okay, you could do a TV show. You could reference Batman, but you have to make sure that it's canon with like what every other Batman has done. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's what I love about Star Trek. It has been going on for over 50 fucking years and everything is canon. Yeah. Like everything is Beautiful. the same, same universe except for the Kelvin timeline. You know, everything is around. Everything's the same. You know, like you, you could reference Kirk at any time and any character in that show knows who Kirk is. Captain Kirk stealing all our fucking water. Yeah, that bastard. I, uh, before, um, Christopher Nolan took over Batman, I heard about, uh, I got really excited because Darren Aronofsky was supposed to do, uh, Batman before Christopher Nolan Mm -hmm. did. And he's like, you know, obviously did like Requiem for a Dream and shit. It's like, you know like a weird director and i thought oh it's a great idea and then uh, not too long ago i kind of read what that story was going to be and it was going to be more like um bruce wayne wasn't didn't come from a rich family and he was kind of just like an orphan out on the streets alfred was like some mechanic that he met and stuff like that that's like changing it too much yeah like I'm not- i heard uh before nolan too there was a robert rodriguez really um type type set like super rated r that would have been interesting Batman. yeah I don't know, just sometimes, you know, like, in the same sense, like, sometimes it just feels like you just need to leave things alone yeah, for a little bit and let let the dust settle of, like, the tragedy let that's the already settle. been, you know? Like, just stop for a few, yeah. you know? like Relax. You own these characters. Just relax. Take it like, easy. Like, that's, that's kind of how I, f- like, I fear Star Wars is going to be, like, the next, you know, the Batman or the what DCEU is doing. Yeah. You know, like, I respect Star Wars for what it's done. But I just feel like it's going in a bad direction. Also, I don't know if there's enough good movies to even justify. <laughs> I guess it is kind of like a phenomenon. I don't know why it's as big as it is, though. Because, like, even, like, I've gone back and watched the first Star Wars, and I'm sorry, my Star Wars fans. Like, uh, A New Hope, the first one. Terrible. It's kind of boring, man. Like, it's not really. That's why I didn't like it. I thought yeah. it was terrible. It was like, who the fuck watches this shit? And then it's like Empire Strikes Back was good. Yes, that's a great film. And then like Return of the Jedi is okay. And it's like this whole fucking, <laughs> this whole like movement grew out of those three movies, which I, I would um, go on par and say maybe there's only one good one in that movie. <laughs> what was crazy is like this big movement. And then you throw in the prequels. And then like, what, what, like 20 yeah. years later? Like when was the last movie? 81, 82? Uh, 83. 83 and then 99 was the and those movies let's be honest they're all garbage too all the prequels they're all garbage so really out of those six movies you got maybe one (laughs) one good movie what do you think of the new uh force awakens was pretty good two good good movies out of the series and then last jedi was trash yeah, and then the the and this the next new one, one. Hopefully, we get we get finish off strong. So there'll be three good movies out of the nine. Yeah, we'll see. That's the plan, anyway. We'll see. <laughs> well, I, I think you you know you could kind of say that about Star Trek. There, there's probably I mean there's eleven movies. There's probably like only like a count on my hand like how many are actually really good. Well, there's like that whole thing on the internet and stuff. It's like every other Star Trek movie is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that still leaves five or six yeah. good movies. Yeah. But you also have what we talked about earlier is you have a lot of lore. Yeah. I mean, the strength it, of that show is the, is the, the series. series yeah. And it gives you a lot more detail and a lot more um, continuity 
with, with within the series, mm-hmm. like ha- having those extra stories around. And it's just alluring too, like the whole you know fucking new planet every time, exploring stuff like that. That's how I am with my video game. Like I love video games where I can explore. Yeah, to boldly go boldly to where go no or western, no, yeah, no western person has gone before on That's horseback. Right. That's right. <laughs> I've been playing that Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I beat it. It's very sad. Um, my review of the game is that it's boring as fuck. It is. <laughs> There's like, it's, but it's a great game. I mean, it looks beautiful. Um, yesterday, uh, I had, um, I was literally just like working on my rant. I was like milking cows and feeding chickens for maybe about two hours yesterday. <laughs> And I guess there is something kind of calming to that. Like, yeah. fucking, yeah, like, a, you know, you, like, walk to, it's got to be, like, a lot of different probably than, like, what the new God of War is. But, like, this game, you know, you walk up to a hay bale, and then you press Y, and you pick up the big stack of hay, <laughs> and then you walk it over. To... <laughs> it's a lot of it's stuff It's like, like a that. farming simulator. Yes. And then, oh, my God, when you have the hay, when you have the hay on here, you can't run. So you just got to, like, walk at a regular distance. So you think video games are like trying so hard to be big that it takes away from everything else? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, Also, like a sense of realism. Maybe there's such a thing as too much realism. I don't know. I mean, you're dealing with a game here. When it gets cold, your horse's balls shrivel up. Do they really? Yeah, that's detail. Like, do they really (laughs) shrivel up? Yeah, they really shrivel up. When it gets hot, they'll hang down. No shit, huh? That's detail. Wow. But it's cool. Like, uh, if I can... I like even sometimes I'll just stop and go fishing. Even like the little fishing simulator thing is fun too. Like, did you play The Witcher at all? No, like but Witcher I heard it's 3? great. I haven't played any yet. Yeah. Uh, I have it and haven't played too much of it. Mm-hmm. But I, um, with the uh, the Red Dead, is there enough to keep you like? Because like on Skyrim, people are still playing Skyrim. Yeah, to this day. To I this mean, day. there's so much shit to explore in Skyrim. You know, and so much quests. Is there is is it like that? Like, did uh, has Red Dead like? kind of gain some of those RPG elements with like a bunch of side quests and like stuff's always, you know, because why are people playing Skyrim so much right now? Do you know? No. I don't know why. Neither do I. Except for like, it's just a huge world and a lot of this. Like, is there still stuff that hasn't been explored yet or is it? I think so. I think there's still that kind of stuff there. Like, I know there's like a lot of, like shit ton of caves and stuff like that to to go through. I've only ever played the game once. (laughs) And uh, I don't know why I haven't done it more. Like if I can, I pretty much like own it too. Like I know I, I own it on Steam. I think I own it on PlayStation. Yeah. I feel like on the Xbox. Just everywhere. I just haven't played it anywhere. Like really. Yeah. I always mean to though, because I heard it's great. Well, yeah. is, is there like a, a, a like a, a certain point to where video games is like too much exploring? Like sometimes maybe I just just hand me a nugget. Yeah. Like are, are you more of like a let's play a game, just kind of like a movie. Um, of course I want some action, some complexity, yeah. or are you just like a straight up, like explore and find my own story type? Uh, I think I'm more of an explorer. Like I, I like to do that stuff more, but no, like I am more into the story. Like I honestly, I do prefer single player games over multiplayer games. Yeah. I, I want them to have a story. Like yeah. I want to go through like an emotional journey when I yeah. play a game. Like last of us one was great. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, I need to get a PlayStation before the new one comes out. Like, me and my Metal Gear Solid series. Yeah. I need something like that, I think, to keep me engaged. I think my issue with Red Dead was probably I did too much exploring up front. So much so that when I actually started playing the game, it got better. Like, I was yeah. like, when I started doing missions and stuff like that, because like, it's such a cinematic game. It is beautiful. 
um, and sad. It's very sad. Yeah. So, like, I beat the game. Um, after you beat the game, there's an epilogue, and that's like another probably good six, eight hours of content after that. That kind of like uh, follows everything that happens after, and it kind of ties back into the first Red Dead Redemption game. Mm-hmm. Like the very first one or the first one on like PS3? Uh, the because there's, there's Red Dead Revolver. Oh, yeah. No, so the first one on PS3. Okay. Yeah. So you actually play, not spoil, well, I guess, fuck spoilers. Yeah. You play as the character from... John Marston? Yeah, John Marston. And it's kind of about him building. And then right now, like what, what I'm doing right now is building up the farm, uh, Beatrice Hope, that you end up going to in the first game. Oh, okay. And it's kind of sad too, because like, and then you're getting like, you know, you meet, uh, you have uncle there and shit like that. So you know what's gonna happen, but you're yeah. building this farm anyway. Yeah, and you you know how it's gonna end. Yeah, and there's like this character there too that you he's been through all of Red Dead Redemption two, and then like you think he might have died, and he shows back up, and he's helping build the farm with you and stuff, yeah. and you, and you keep telling him like, yeah, you know, Charles, like this is your home now, but he's not in the first game, <laughs> yeah. so you know something's gonna happen. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm just like waiting for that ball to drop, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy. Hmm. And then his wife and kid left him. Um, so he's kind of building the farm for them to bring him back to have like a safe place. And then they All finally right. they finally came back yesterday while I was playing. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You know, yeah, I, I'm kind of like more in the agreement. Like I like, so the problem with me and like um, some of these RPG games and like even like Red Dead's or like Grand Theft Auto's, is like I'll explore and I'll get way too powerful for the storyline and now just the rest of the game is like super easy because like I'll be like oh I'll just do some exploring and I'll do this side quest and like it's probably not how it was intended to be played yeah I mean but why why put that stuff there if <laughs> right. it's not intended right? right and then all of a sudden I'm like a god and then like I'm only halfway through the story and like it just one shot everybody you know I got crazy and I haven't played it in a while but I've been meaning to get back to it with all these updates that it's had lately. I got crazy into Minecraft for a little while just because, like, oh, that's, yeah, and that's nothing but exploring. Yeah, dude, me and my wife, we have a crazy, huge, like, three or four year long Minecraft world that we've been oh, working really? on. Yeah. Nice. We have, like, the biggest world. We have, like, trains that go around the whole world. Like, we haven't played it this year too much. It's usually, like, our winter game. You know, yeah. it gets dark at fucking 4 30 and fucking A. We'll just play some Minecraft and whatever. That's cool. Like just exploring caves too. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. No, dude, like one of these days I'll have to show you our, like our world. It's pretty, it's huge. pretty complex and huge. going to the, to the nether world. Yeah. Like I have like tunnels and, um, uh, like the, what those portals mm-hmm. like that connect to different parts of the world too. Oh, so nice. I can go to the nether and like go to a different part of the world and like fast travel and all this shit. You play on the PlayStation? Yeah. All right. I think you can, uh, connect there through servers, right? Like, uh, no, no, you can't do that yet. PlayStation's been pretty. Unless I think they, it's happening. I think there's some kind of Xbox PlayStation deal going on. Oh, right is there? Now. Yeah. For streaming. Like for realms and stuff, like yeah. Minecraft realms where you can buy yeah. your own server and shit. And I think they're like teaming up to you for like uh, streaming services. I don't know. But right. I think pretty soon that we'll be able to play cross platform. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, you know, I think it's going to, like, I think for third party games, you should do that. You know, like, there's no reason that a certain platform should be punished. Like, I, I I don't think PC and consoles should play on the same, like, first-person shooters, though. because no, that's not fair. You can cheat. It, and well, well, that and PCs have a, a big advantage with their, you know, their mouse. Yeah, 
That's true. A lot more accurate. Mm-hmm. I can feel that. But you know, like with like those other games, like I don't, I don't see why, you know, the PlayStation and Xbox can't talk to each other and play like third party games together. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know why exclusives are exclusives and they should be exclusives. Yeah, and they should always be. And they should always be. But like, why not talk to one another? I actually prefer a controller over a uh, a mouse and keyboard. I would say. Yeah, me too. It's just more comfortable. Yeah. You know, like less strenuous on your hands. And definitely, I think friggin' uh, play- you can sit on the couch. The PlayStation Four controller is way better than the Xbox controller. Mm. That's been that's always been one one thing is it's like the controller fight. Like who likes yeah. what controller more? <sighs> so you have an Xbox now, right? Yeah, I used to have a PlayStation Four. I lost it in the big D but I want to get another one because like I think that uh, as far as first party games go I think uh, Sony has it over Xbox for sure I think that's why Sony won this war Mm -hmm. they had better exclusives I mean because like all the other third party games you can play it on any platform Mm -hmm. like whether you have a PC Xbox or you have a PlayStation or the PlayStation Pro I just have the regular PlayStation still Like I've, I've never you have a 4K uh, uh, projector though, right? No. Is that what it is? No? no. How does it look on that thing? It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 1080p projector, yeah. but it still looks good. It looks great. I love it. We have a 4K TV, but we don't have the 4K Xbox. I'm just wondering what kind of difference it makes to, to have that 4K model and how upscaled things are, I guess. It does look pretty good. It looks pretty good on our thing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you're not getting the full quality without the, um, without the 4K feed coming from the Xbox. But I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really, maybe because I haven't seen what it's supposed to look like. But it doesn't. Well, I, I know, like, if you wanted to, you could pay more money and you get the 4K yeah. streaming on Netflix. Yeah, and I honestly, I don't notice the difference really. With the, I'm sure your TV upscales though, right? Yeah, it does upscale. Um, I've done some 4K content off of Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. I don't, I don't know if I can tell the difference, really. It's about how far away. Like, it, depending on how far away you're sitting and how big your TV screen is, you won't be able to tell the difference. I mean, it's probably sharper. Yeah. For sure. Like, and colors are probably poppy, mm-hmm. more poppy. But I think, like, from further away, I think the biggest thing you notice is the sharpness. Yeah. Versus, like, the resolution. And uh, all the settings are not, like, to where they should be. Or to where they could be, I guess, because Emily doesn't prefer it that way. She's a big, uh, I mean, we have a big fight in her house about um, smoothing and stuff like that. The, smoothing uh, should usually be off. Yeah. Do you but, think it should be on or off? I think it should be off unless I'm playing a video game. I think well, the smoothing I, helps for the video game portion. Well, the smoothing like could also slow it down, too. Does it? Yeah, well, because you're getting um, I noticed another, added frames in there, yeah. so it kind of could... It slows down their control response time. There's a noticeable difference between smoothing on and smoothing off um, when the camera's moved around. Like, especially Because uh, you, you'll get a lot more jitters yeah, and stuff. with the stars and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big... Oh, my God. The game's so beautiful. Red Dead Redemption. But, yeah. like, you know, at night and stuff, you're, like, you're out underneath the stars. and So there's no, like, drag to... If with it on and mm-hmm. off, there's a drag to the stars. Uh-huh. Like, but if you have it on, it's, like, just smooth. smooth. Oh, is, oh, really? Hmm. So, so the smoothing actually helps yeah. the refresh rate a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. 
So and Emily doesn't does not like the smoothie. Well, yeah, like with movies and stuff like that, it makes it look like like a soap opera or something. Yeah, a soap opera effect. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, just like meet in the middle and like turn on like the lowest setting. Right. Oh, we'll see if that. She can always tell though. She gets all mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. It's like almost like a novelty though, because I, I like to turn it on sometimes for older movies. Yeah. Because it's like almost like a new way to see them. Uh huh. I remember watching a Christmas story with like a super high refresh rate and it was just like, it almost kind of bugs you. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost distracting like how, how things look sometimes. So it's like a real life type. It almost looks like real life. Like you're just almost, like, yeah. yeah, almost. It's just, sometimes things are too fluid. Yeah. So it does, it takes away the cinematic quality of yeah. things for sure. It definitely makes CGI look worse. Yeah. Oh, it does. It's so bad. Yeah. Like, you could definitely tell when you have, like, the super soap opera effect on, like, CGI looks terrible. People always talk shit about uh, Black Panther, and I didn't notice it at first when I first saw the movie. Mm -hmm. But I always see, like, things about, oh, my God, like, the effects in Black Panther look so awful. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought it looked all right. Like, I'm not that big of a fan of the film, but I thought it looked all right. And then I went back and watched it. I don't know if it's because it was on the 4K TV or what I got, but it doesn't look shit. Does it? Yeah. Like, that last fight looks like a fucking video game. And not that's not a compliment video game. Yeah, that you know what's bad. crazy? Like speaking of CGI is, and I always did this like when I was like calibrating my sound system or my projector on way how I think I should look. I always put on like Transformers Three or Transformers. The dude, as shitty as those movies are, the CGI and the sound in those movies are fucking fantastic. Oh, for sure. Like Michael Bay knows how to do one thing, and that is big sound. Is there nothing? Is there no better feeling in the world too when you get um, new shit and like you take like an hour to set it up? Oh, yeah. Like a nice sound system yeah. on a TV. Yeah. You just I love spend it. Like an hour just getting it right. It's so much fun. Oh, it is so much fun, dude. Like I fucking, like I have two, like I have like 1500 watts going into my subs. Yeah. And it's just like fucking, where you're like, fuck yeah. I can feel it's everything. Nuts. I watched John Wick 2 just like full blast and it's like every single gunshot you felt. Damn. And there's a lot of gunshots in that movie. Yeah, there are. You got a you have a great sound setup. At least last time I was here. I think you put on the dark night for me and fucking yeah. that shit blue, man. Shit was bumping. That's a, not. That's, that's a good sound for uh that opening scene to Dark Knight. It's a good uh, way to test your yeah. sound right there. Believe it or not, it's gotten better. Has it? Yes. Yeah. Shit. I don't can't even imagine. Can't even imagine what that sounds like now. Amazing. Damn. How do you feel about that, John? I think it feels pretty good. Cool. John's been pretty quiet today. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just just want to observe. If this ends up being our breakout episode, I apologize. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All of a sudden, there's like a million views. A million views. I'm just like, well, we know what it is. Speaking of which, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, like to subscribe to our channel, man. I know we, we're, we're harmless. You don't have to watch a video. It's just subscribe. So do you prefer like, and, and maybe the, the viewers can kind of like chime in on this too. Like we're doing both YouTube and the podcast, like mm-hmm. apps and stuff. So I've noticed we're getting a lot more podcast uh, listens than we are yeah. YouTube views. It's a lot easier to throw in a podcast than it is for, uh, when I listen to podcasts, it's typically audio only Yeah. than um, a video. Because I, because you can just do that anywhere. Listen yeah. to podcasts anywhere. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've set it up so where it looks great. Like I, I, 
it's nice that we have the options on yeah. the channel, yeah. Mm -hmm. I uh I definitely don't pay too much attention to the video part. I just make sure the audio is awesome. <laughs> I think that's what matters. I think yeah. it's more about the audio. Yeah. It's well, almost something uh, uh fucking not to like self-late ourselves, but it's it was almost like smooth soothing listening to your voices yesterday. Yeah. It does sound really good. Yeah. I mean there's like the the, the perfect mixture of of bass and Yeah. You know, I I don't think we're bad talkers. No. Unless we get really drunk, yeah. and, then, and then we're bad talkers, and slurring and yeah. repeating things, <laughs> eating. <laughs> Smart move, cutting out all the eating. Actually, from the our birthday episode. Yeah, you know that was a six-hour podcast, <laughs> and you could definitely tell by hour three we were getting fucking hammered. Yeah, it's a lot of fun though. It's my birthday. Yeah, it was your birthday, but we've calmed stuff down a little bit. Yeah. You know, we're we're uh, we're learning from some of our mistakes. Mm -hmm. I felt like we came back super strong after that episode. In the next one, I don't know if we have something to prove or what. Yeah, I, I feel like our last two episodes were pretty good and informative. You know, I'm actually surprised that the St. Patty's Day episode hasn't got more traction. No, I I felt that like that was a really good episode. It was. I'll go back and listen to that one. I'll listen to that on our way. It was home. a good one. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was funny. Mm -hmm. You know, like we were taste testing beers. We were talking about a lot of cool stuff. You are pretty good, I've noticed, uh, over listening to it, because I, I do listen to us just to kind of yeah. critique and kind of learn, I guess, yeah. about what we should be doing better. But uh, you're definitely like the uh, the data man, like the info man and stuff. You're always coming up with these facts and stuff. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, uh, it's like, did you know? And did you know? Reading off these numbers and stuff. And I'm like, How does John know this? When you, I don't know, just, you just gotta stay, you gotta keep conversation going. It's nice because I feel yeah. like I'm learning things. Like a, a, a good bit this last time was over the, uh, getting your pilot license and how like in debt you have to get to, to, yes. get to that point. Yeah. That is crazy. Man. I was listening to that today. Um, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's cause I talked to a lot of people, man. Yeah. It's you know? good, man. It is. And you, you hear a lot of their stories and. Mm hmm and and whatnot. You know, back here and regurgitate all that information. It's, it's a lot of information to regurgitate, man. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to. It's like I have like a trivia mind, but like it's useless facts. Like I have a lot of useless facts in my brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I could put all my useless facts into useful tools, this is your useful tool, man. Uh -huh. Fucking ejaculate those facts into this podcast. That's what I'm trying to do. Nice. That's what I'm trying to do. Yes. I I love ejaculating facts into. Right. <laughs> this guy can ejaculate facts all day. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? I like our question segment too. Those are fun too. You know what? Let's do that. You yeah. want to do a couple, a few random questions? Sure. All right, let's do, do that. that. We haven't done that for, we haven't done that this episode and we're yeah. approaching three hours. I don't know when you have to leave. Um, I'm free all day, really. I think uh, the stuff has to come out at five, so I could probably do another hour. All right. Well, let's do some random questions. All right. Let's, let's do, do that. that. You need to use the restroom? I'm going to use the restroom real quick. Right, so I uh, like, I, how I came up with the random question. Yeah, how did that come up? It was, uh, I, I wanted to keep a, a conversation going. And it, it's hard with like three people, we're always talking about movies or video games or media. But the random question like really takes it to a different level and gets you thinking about something spontaneously there on the spot. Um, something we haven't researched. So, you know, I, I think it's just a, a fun little, a fun little shindig, you know, and uh, always like if you guys have some random questions you want to ask us, ask them on Twitter at the John Sandwich 2 
or you could uh, comment on the YouTube video. Um, and I'm not sure eventually we'll get like a website and stuff that you could uh, contact our emails and stuff, but we're going to do some random questions. Um, I'd love to hear your feedback. And I, you know, I think maybe, you know, maybe this week or next week we'll do, uh, you know, like a tour of the studio, like a little bit of a behind the scenes, just so you guys know and can see like what we do around here. I mean, there's, there's not a lot to it, but a lot goes into it. You know, we're, we're not producing shows every week. This is always recorded live, unfiltered, and um, kind of actually not. We, we have show notes, but it's, it's pretty unproduced. Like, yes. we don't produce, like, every 15 minutes, like, what we're going to do. You it's, know, Really, we just come up with, like, a broad idea of what we want to go for, and then just what everybody kind of remembers on as we're going i think the most interesting things we get into is the stuff in between the stuff that we have planned to talk about i think yeah the, where the conversation goes yeah you know i think like in our earlier podcasts it was uh, it was really forced to kind of like s almost stay in a certain type of direction where we wanted yes. to go and i but, think kind of yeah the free i think opening it up to a little bit more freedom has been really helpful i think yeah because you know sometimes like if you're super scripted like you, one, you either run out of things to talk about, and there's only so much stories you could tell about one subject, yeah. you know, and 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 two, it, it really limits, like 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 right now we've talked about four or five different things, yeah, which is fine. It keeps the conversation going, and I think that's what I could be wrong. Like I like listening to real conversations for sure. Like I'm I'm not a I'm not a premeditated. If I listen to a podcast, I I want it to be real, a yeah. real conversation between two people for sure. And we we'll take suggestions too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I think uh, not letting it. Like, uh, um, some friends from California want to do a podcast, but it was more like uh, on a certain subject. Uh -huh. It just felt like we'd run out of material too quick and stuff. So I kind of like that this one's kind of more broad and um, covering a whole list of topics. Talk about anything. Yes, yeah. let us know what you want to hear about, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely hit hit that up. We we like uh, we like new subjects. Yeah, the thing is, we we all have um, different opinions on pretty much anything. So yep. And what are, well, what we were talking about earlier? This is the only way I'd like to communicate with people from now on is during <laughs> through a podcast type yeah. situation. Nothing else feels right. The sound quality is so poor in real life. This is how I want it from from here on out. We actually, for my youngest daughter, we got these um, feeling cards. They almost look like Crimes Against Humanity cards. Uh -huh. And like uh, you pull one up and it has like uh, different types of questions. I almost consider bringing those today. Yeah? Yeah. I think maybe next time I'll bring a couple. They have like really good topics and they can go on and talk about. I was tripping when I was hearing this too. I didn't realize that we had background music for this. I was like, where's that coming from? Oh, really? When I was listening to the podcast. So do you like the background music? I like you, it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think we need, we need like shtick like that. It's kind of yeah. cool. It kind of gives you like a little bit of a, a little separate break, you know? Oh, where's my Afrin? Mama needs to sing. All right. Question number one. Oh, we actually talked about this last week, so I'm going to skip this one. Is it just like a random? Yeah, it's like a random question generator. Nice, that's cool. 
I think even yeah, we'll probably gravitate. We'll probably try to get some guests in here sometimes too. Do yeah, like I think so. Interviews and stuff, and yeah. I don't know if we're gonna have room for them to talk with just how fucking Gabby uh, thirsty is. Like obviously from this episode, you <laughs> tell he just can't shut the fuck up. All right, I guess. Yeah, let's let's do this. this one. Might be a short question, but we'll we'll do it first. What will be the future of TV shows? Ah, I hope. I mean, I feel like we're so spoiled nowadays. Um, it's kind of hard to see a future beyond Netflix. Yes, exactly. I or ha- instant binge watching, like binge. Let's binge say, wa- I, what is the next binge watching? Like future television. Like ten years ago, you would not say binge watching would be a future. Like, oh, well, of course we're not gonna get. 10, 10 seasons all at once. Oh, you know? yeah, of course. Yeah. So what would be the future of what, what, what is the future of TV shows? What, what could that evolve to? Let me see. Obviously, we're in a good path. I agree with um, releasing whole seasons at once. I love that. I love to yeah. be able to just get through it at my own. Um, just, you know, whenever I have time to Your do it. Pace, yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Um, how would you improve on that? It's a hard question. It is. The Nothing future. worse. I mean, uh, Game of Thrones, perfect example. I didn't get into Game of Thrones until about a year ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when the last season came out. Um, so I pretty much just binge watched everything up into this season. So I'll be a merry word. Yeah. I don't know if that gave me a different insight on, because maybe like the, I would, I would like to talk to somebody who actually did the show week after week. And see if me binge watching, if I have a different opinion on it because I did it that way, as opposed to because you remember most things better because like you just watched it. Things were fresher in my mind, so I feel like a lot of more of the complaints I have about the show are stuff that are pretty fresh in my mind that I was figuring were going to happen. But Mm -hmm. maybe if I didn't have that, maybe if you waited two years between seven and eight. Maybe if I didn't recollect it, like if I didn't have everything like at the go already, like what about this? What about this? What about this? Maybe I would have watched it differently. I don't know. As far as how to make, what's the future of TV? Fuck. The future is in podcasting, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to make it better. Uh, The future of TV shows. Well, let's see. I think the future, I think we're kind of at a midpoint. Like right now, they need to figure out the cord cutting strategy. Yeah, of what's going on right now. So maybe the future of TV shows is releasing like the whole series at once. That would be cool. I don't think binge watching is going to go away. No, I think that's that's definitely the way things are pointing. And maybe you don't have to be so hindered to a um, a fall schedule, really, where like where stuff's like, yeah. released in the fall, like take the summer off and stuff. Maybe it could be more sporadic, where you do do like maybe two seasons a year instead of just one. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's just I think the future TV shows is just more content of that TV show. Yeah, released all at once. Yes, like I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider it revolutionary, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's leaning towards of all right. We're I I think Netflix is even dabbling in this because I think um, Netflix like the Ranch they'll release like two parts every year. Yeah. You know, which has 10 episodes a piece. You know, honestly, I don't know what the future of TV is. I don't know either. That, is there a future? That is a hard, hard question. Like, maybe the future of TV is not having TV at all. Yeah. And well, it's just, 
Jesus, like every fucking company is like releasing their own streaming service. Yeah. Like it's kind of tough too, because like a lot of these companies are coming out with stuff. It's not like they have enough content to necessitate a whole streaming service. Oh, uh, I wonder, really? I, I wonder if like the, the future. Okay. So before, um, before like Netflix and all these super popular, uh, streaming services came around, it was a weekly episode yeah. on your cable networks. And now it's like, oh, save money with cord cutting. Yeah. Do you think eventually like these big companies like Netflix or Amazon is just going to buy every single streaming service and then just like it's going to cost just as much as cable to access these shows? Eventually, probably. We'll see what happens. I mean, because like if you get every single streaming service, you're paying just as much for cable. Yeah, it's but, true. but now you're not getting as much as you would if you had cable. Yeah. I don't know. Like uh, with the streaming services I have right now, it's definitely undercuts the need for cable. We still have it like well, we pay for the Internet stuff and like they threw in the cable as a package but i rarely actually watch cable it's mostly yeah i, I haven't had cable in years yeah it's mostly just like you know netflix amazon um, well do you think like okay so there there's this um all right so like with spotify mm-hmm. right it's free there's yeah. advertising is there going to become a point to where every single tv show is free it's just advertised that's he- sweet heavily you know, I mean, to where like it should be that way. I mean, they charge enough for fucking. They ads charge you for the service, and then they charge you for the ad. Then then you have to watch the ads. Mm-hmm. So is every single streaming service just going to become a free streaming service, and you just have to watch through advertisers? Because I think that's how how advertiser was. It'd be I, nice. <laughs> I think that's how advertiser would like it. Because right now, I'm I'm pretty sure people like people would love advertisers would love to stream on. Um, uh, Netflix, but they can't because they don't yeah. do advertising. So maybe just make everything free, and then your cost is like YouTube. You you're gonna have to watch four four ads per per video stream. That'd know? be nice. I mean, I would I would do that. I guess I'd be down for something like that. I have Hulu. I don't pay for the Hulu without <laughs> without commercials. Uh, yeah, and neither do I. But I yeah. still pay for Hulu. Yeah, still pay for Hulu. Which, which I feel like I shouldn't have to pay for Hulu if I'm watching commercials. Yeah, right. Which kind of pisses me off. It does. But but Hulu did do a pretty cool uh, thing. So Netflix raised their prices, and then like that same day or that same week, Hulu lowered their yes, prices. Totally. And how about that price point for? So here here's the future of television right here. Uh, <laughs> in about a couple years, Disney's pretty much gonna go own everything. Um. That price point that they're releasing Disney Plus for, mm-hmm. fucking incredible. That's like it's. I think it undercuts Netflix, doesn't it? Doesn't is it only like six ninety nine or something? Yeah, I think it's like six ninety nine. I'm gonna buy it. It depends on. Oh, well, Netflix is like twelve ninety nine now, right? Yeah, it's like I think they're raising more. their prices in the in the European nation markets right yeah. now too, right? Just because like of all the original content they're putting yeah. out, which is kind of like that's the answer, right? Yeah. Like, to fucking get more independent. Um, no, that's why Sony's doing so yeah. well. Is they're independent. You yeah, know, they're original. Don't have to worry about so much of uh, getting other people's content on there because, like, obviously, you don't. I mean, pretty much people only. Well, I don't know. There's, yeah. A lot of good content on Netflix right now. We're watching, um, God damn it, Christina Applegate and somebody else on the. It's like a Netflix show where her husband died. Have you seen that? Like, God, I don't, I don't remember the name. It's pretty good. Is it the wine one? No. That was pretty funny, though. I'm watching Designated Survivor, which is like a political drama. Oh, is it? Have you checked out that Bear Gorillas Choose Your Own Adventure thing yet? Huh. I haven't either. It's like uh, Netflix has been dabbling. Uh, they had uh, 
what's that called the babadook what the fuck was that called jabberwocky i don't know they have like a couple shows and stuff where you can like choose your own adventures oh yeah yeah, like bike yeah. mirror and stuff yeah so you can like, pick what oh they you, have a man versus wild one yes, too now. yeah they have that bear girls man versus wild one. i haven't checked it out yet but it looks fun i didn't really care for the black mirror one because i kept ch- ch- i like choosing my adventure they're like sorry you can't do that it's like well i'm not really choosing my own adventure then am i yeah right there's a minecraft one on there too that my kids played that's pretty uh-huh. interesting so um yeah so designate survivor it's uh have you watched any of 24 it's a keith or Sutherland. yeah oh yes okay so 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 designate survivor is kind of like the president political drama version of 24 okay it's uh not like it's not the same concept and not same timeline but it, uh, it's just like a drama filled mm. you know keith or sutherland produced high stress type show oh Kiefer, you ever yeah. see that uh <laughs> that viral video where he got all drunk and he jumped into a christmas tree no i did not it's good is it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's not game of thrones we had to watch like we had to find something other than game of thrones right? it was just kind of hard to do yeah emily's got me watching um the newsroom with uh, Jeff Daniels, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's tough, yeah, because <laughs> trying to find a brand new show and stuff. Oh, oh, it's so hard. Nothing better though than a good, a good TV show and a fine woman and a glass of wine. Yeah, nothing yeah. better in this world. There, there really isn't, man. No. Some good food. Good food, yes. I was almost considering bringing like uh, this was last night when I was already a little tipsy. I was like, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna bring some wings or something <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to the podcast. But then wings. I wised up that uh, food and podcasting does not mix. All right, this is a weird, not a weird question, but what happens in your country regularly that people in most countries would find strange or bizarre? Uh, on the reg? Hmm. Probably not too many countries have gay pride parades, probably, I would imagine. Maybe because, like, it's not that big of a deal. If that Ooh, people are, good point. Yeah, it's just so to the norm. It's, it's normal. It's like, I, oh, I yeah, guess yeah. I was probably referring more to, like, Middle Eastern countries. We probably get oh, yeah, stoned yeah. to death yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Something a little bit more broad. I imagine that the amount of food well, waste... Well, I, 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 I was digressing. I, I don't know. That's, you know, I was oh, trying sure. to undercut your point. Yes. I would imagine that the amount of food that Americans waste on a daily mm-hmm. basis would probably seem horrifying to a lot of countries out there, I would think. On the same vein, the amount of fast food Americans eat yes. on a daily basis is probably horrifying. I think, yeah. I think... What is it, like 6 billion burgers served daily or some shit like that at like McDonald's? I think home-cooked meals... Um... Yeah, I think those are still the norm for most places yeah. around the world mm-hmm. other than here. Which makes sense, man. I love home-cooked meals. There's nothing better. What are you having for your home-cooked meal, by the way? You said you had something... Pulled pork. Pulled We're gonna, pork yeah, yeah, so we have uh, pulled pork up in... We cook all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that's something like... Uh, we talked about this last podcast, too. There's some therapeutic about it in cooking. I prefer I, love it. I prefer home, home-cooked meals. It's so expensive to eat out. Um... I think, yeah, Emily just came back from L.A., and apparently, like, all her friends out there, they eat out all the time, which I guess is nice that you can do it. I mean, not, they don't eat out, like, fast food all the time, but, like, you know. Yeah, like, nice, nice restaurants and stuff. But it's still fucking expensive as shit. I can't afford that shit. 
Dude, special? you know what I bought recently? What? I bought a meat grinder. Did you? So last week I ground my own cheeseburger meat. Ooh, I bet that was good. It dear. was fucking delicious. Wow, phenomenal. It was so good, man. I had like the perfect fat to meat ratio. It was just, oh my God. I know what we're doing next week after our podcast. Fuck fucking, yeah. Um, fucking John Man meat grinder burgers. Hell yeah, man. Jesus. I'll get some of that going. I'll make sure to buy some. It was, dude. I've been wanting to try every every time I go to Costco or Fred Meyer and stuff, they always have that bison option there. <laughs> it's just sitting there next to the ground beef. It's really dry. Is it dry? That's because it's super wanted, lean. I always want to take the dare and like try it out. It's, it's know, super lean. It's, go. yeah. it's just really, really lean. Yeah. It's, if you're at like a sirloin steak that's just like it has no fat on it and it's just oh, like super really? dry and tough. Okay. I mean, of course, it's been ground up, so it's a little bit more tender, but it's just dry. It's like eating a turkey burger weird I always assumed that bison were fucking endangered so fucking why is there meat everywhere farms <laughs> farms yeah. yeah if it's on a farm you could cut it up man but yeah to your question I would say um, food yeah I think just food in general you know I honestly have to agree man because that that seems to be a big thing in America like obesity is connected to food yeah and like we have like the biggest obesity rates in the world i watched for the first time and emily wasn't around just me but um, i watched that ride with norman reedus the guy from walking dead uh-huh. rides his motorcycle around just goes to different yeah. places um they were in spain which I've, I've always wanted to go to i think that's like the next trip in the next couple years i want to hit up spain yeah um but yeah he went there with uh the dude that plays negan what's his name uh yeah that guy's that from dude. that dude jeffrey dean morgan that guy's from seattle too oh is he yeah oh yes that's right yeah i think actually I, the, the, the last seahawks game i went to he rose the 12th man flag mm-hmm. oh really did yeah. he that's yeah. amazing yeah um he seems like a really cool dude too but they go to spain and stuff and they stop uh they have like this tour buddy that's kind of like guiding them around and then they go to his parents house for food and like his mom just like laid out like a whole spread of home cooked food and stuff like spanish food mm-hmm. and like teaching them like how to eat it and stuff <laughs> dude i love food man yeah i love food too i love other, definitely a uh, other countries food i love to eat fucking food yeah we went to my neighbor's house the other day um and they kind of just uh, just to have a couple of beers and stuff and hang out uh on thursday and this guy like he's uh delivered me oysters a couple times he has a friend that um they have God, I forget where it was, but they have some kind of beach house and stuff where you can pretty much just go out in the ocean and pick up oysters and shuck them like just like right oh, there really? in the ocean. I'm like, oh my god, dude! I have invite this, me there. Invite me. I have this thing with oysters, man. Do you not like them? Oh, it's it's hard. I do. It's, it's, oh, okay, dude. so check this out though. My favorite type of oysters are the ones you get in the can that are smoked. Oh, I love those. Too, I, dude. Fucking I fucking love, love those smoked too. oysters, man. My kid, my youngest, or my middle daughter. Loves, I'll just eat that shit too. and drink all the oil yeah, too. It's so good. It's so good. Like I don't even know if those are real, oy- like real oysters. How I don't you know have- what they are? But <laughs> I know they're real oysters, but like, well, they're tinier than actual. Well, I don't know. I don't know. They're good. Whatever. The so, how would you compare like those smoked oysters versus like the 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 shucked oysters you eat? Uh, because uh, you eat them pretty regularly. Yeah, I would prefer raw oysters over the smoked oysters. Really? There's, yeah, but there's a certain thing to know. So why is that? Um, I don't know if it's freshness or what. Uh, from what I, uh, Emily got me this oyster book for uh, my anniversary, mm-hmm. and I think even on my birthday she got me a shucker yeah. and a glove and everything. Nice. 
Yeah, so now I'm just fucking a professional. Well, I thought I was good until uh, the day after our anniversary, we went to this brunch place and they had like all you can eat oysters. There. Uh-huh. And I was like going, like walking around, like giving my plate. And, you know, I think like, I'm a really good chucker. And then like I crossed this corner over to where they're doing the oysters. And this dude's just like, like way better than me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, apparently I can't even do this right. God damn, <laughs> this guy is so good. So, so, so explain to me why you like, like, okay, the freshness, like what about like the texture of it and like all this, like what, uh, like, do you even taste it or do you just like swallow it whole? Like I taste it. Yeah. So do you chew it? Like, like what goes on? Yeah. I chew it. I don't just swallow it whole. I mean, obviously it's like some, some of the ones you get are kind of viscous and I can get why people uh, find them disgusting. I was actually first introduced to oysters with my dad who got into them um, at an older age, but he does like more, uh, he does the raw oysters, but he does more stuff to it. Like he does like the chili and then like, like so there's, a, there's a process. Yeah. There's a seasoning process. Um, you can also barbecue oysters, which I haven't tried yet. Uh, but I kind of just prefer them in the raw with a little bit of lemon and I prefer the brinier, saltier oysters yeah they're really good i like to taste them yeah yeah so i don't so like like savor uh, are them. they when you say brinier is it because it's just like naturally salted because the ocean or do they actually brine them i think it's actually salty from the ocean i okay. think is what it is because like you get so, so, so different so flavors are them, like from kind of like the different um oceans you can get them from yeah. i guess yeah okay um so our big things are like the the Wallapa bays and the miyagis those tend to be more like on the brinier side, I've been reading about, um, so I went to Taylor Shellfish, which is a place, well, they have places all over Seattle and, uh, and, uh, Bellevue. Uh, they have an oyster there called the fat bastard, which is probably the most perfect oyster I've ever had. And I've been kind of reading a little bit more about them. I think they're from like Kyoto, Japan. Um, they're big, they are fat bastards are huge. Also, there's some, such a thing too, as too big. I yeah. went, yeah, I went to, um, there's a, a Japanese supermarket out here called Waijimaima, Waijimaya, Waijimaya, Aunt Jemima's. And um, you can go down there and then they have like oyster tanks there. You can just pick them right out with some tongs and stuff. And like they're so much a dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, I found, I went there one day and I found ones that were like, I fucking, I swear to God, they're like the size of a hand. And they were so thick and big and um, almost to the point where they're kind of disgusting. <laughs> yeah yeah i think we had like we i bought a dozen so, so those might be some good barbecuing ones though. oh yeah so i think those are more for the barbecuing ones and i think i tried it but we waited too long so i had to dump them mm-hmm. uh but yeah the ones at taylor shellfish the fat bastards if you're ever in town go check those guys out i think if you're not an oyster fan and are thinking of trying one out for the first time those would probably be your best bet so how do you feel about sushi uh i love sushi too we, we eat sushi all the time it's good yeah. i like it I haven't been, I haven't dabbled too much in the, the raw oyster. No, no. I think you should. Yeah. Also, there's like uh it's a dare too, right? Because <laughs> fucking you constantly hear about people getting like super sick. Yeah. Super sick, poison, fucking yeah. stuff like that. I mean, that shit does happen depending on like, even uh like the way my friend was saying it um, about going out to the ocean and like chucking them. Like, are you sure that's safe? Like just to do it like that. Like yeah. I imagine there should be more involved than just. I mean, raw is raw though, and, and that's why like I I do like to eat sushi. Yeah, but it's also a risk because it is raw. How long has that fish been dead for? Yeah, you hear all the time about people getting sick. Super it never sick. Never happened to me, but it does happen. Is the point? 
Well, the thing is, you it sounds like you eat enough oysters and you're willing to taste, take that risk and you yeah. like them enough to where if you do get sick, you're like, oh, well, you know, once I get better, I'm going to go eat some more fucking oysters. Hopefully, maybe I've, gr- I've grown a deficiency to it or it won't affect me that bad. So I, I know like one thing right now is uh, that's super popular. It just came in the season, the Cop River Salmon. Oh, yes. Dude, that shit is. Off the hook. I had some salmon at my neighbor's house. So it was so fucking good. Oh, my God. Dude, like I love like so they were selling them at Costco for like uh the the whole fish. Yeah. Copper River salmon and it was like I didn't get one because they're expensive. But I had some. And it's just so fucking good, man. Like the freshness of Copper River salmon. We yeah. should do like a fishing trip one day and call it a sandwich write off where like we yeah. we'll pod so yeah. we can still like we can call it that we're working, you know? Should my beer be a write off? <laughs> it should be. Eventually it will be. That's why I've been name dropping so many beer companies because I'm sure. Well, you know, someone I, will send us something one day. One day, and you know, it, it's good to know Pine what ice. we're drinking. Kilt lifter. Kilt lifter. You have good beer, Pike Place. Dude, I love good food though. Have you ever had steak tartare? I'd like to try more Pike Place. Have you ever had steak tartare? I have. Do you like it? I love it. I love fucking Me just tartare. Too, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Like, dude, on a cracker. On my birthday, like a perfectly, me, a perfectly, uh, like, sorry, a oh, perfectly seasoned steak tartare with like a little bit of herbs and some like maybe a little bit of onion on a fucking cracker. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing better. better. We went to uh, Emily took me to this place for my birthday. Like, I got to get better about remembering names. It's a place in Seattle. They serve the best goddamn tartare I've ever had in my life. Like, I've had, I, I've only had tartare recently, maybe five or six years ago like it hasn't been my whole life i've fucking the nice thing about moving to seattle is, is it had uh it has broadened my horizons as far as food goes like i've tried no, it, way it, more new it, it's, it's brought you some new luxuries yes i've had pig ear i've had rabbit i've had like different mm-hmm. yeah i've tried different things i'll try anything really i'm not a picky eater um steak tartare. but steak mm. tartare is so fucking good it is man i fucking love it but it's also one of those things that you can get sick from. Right? We still do it. So I don't know how like they prepare it. Like I don't know what's done with it. Cause I I, I at the dinner we were at, I was like, so I guess I can just serve raw meat as tartare when I get home. But then people looked at me weird. Like that wasn't the right answer. So well, it's a, no, it, it's sure maybe something's gotta be done more to it's, it. It's it's just... like some of them have a really good marinade. Uh-huh. Um it's also the quality of meat. And the seasoning has to be on point and perfected. Yeah. Like there's, you know, the, a little bit of soy sauce. Probably, it's almost like poke. Have you ever poke? Yeah, poke. It's it's almost like the same concept. We had some today, actually. It's just about the seasonings, man. Mm-hmm. And a good, high quality meat. So I can't it. just go home, open up my Costco ground beef and with a spoon and just start digging away. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, I eat steak tartare every night, my Woo! friend. But usually it's like super high quality meat and you pay like fucking, you know, $20 for fucking two ounces of beef. Yeah. What is it? Kibo? Kimo? Keto? Kimo? Is that meat? Oh, uh, Wagyu? Kobe? Kobe. Kobe, yeah. That's good. Kobe it, beef. It's That's American good. Wagyu. Real Wagyu. Have you ever had real Wagyu? I don't think I have. I have. Is it good? I had a shit cut of meat of Wagyu and it was fucking delicious. Wow. And I also paid like $40 a pound oh, for it. Oh, Jesus. It's a lot. It was delicious though. Yeah. It's worth it. I, I I love good food. Dude, dude, 
I good quality pay food. More money for good food than shitty. All right, so it does it does improve your quality of life. I so think. so this is my philosophy, and I've heard this um, said before. Mm-hmm. I would rather spend. I would rather eat one great steak a month than thirty shit, days of shitty shitty. Meat. Yeah, thirty days of shitty meat. Yeah. So once a month, I will get the highest quality steak or meat. I will. I can buy at a mm. at a store once it's, a month it's not like you can't taste the difference you oh you can you can taste the difference. you can yes i'd rather do that once a month than have every single day of shit meat yeah fuck that mm. i will have my one day of luxury i will say this one thing i've learned about thurston over here with his beautiful hair i think he eats too much fast food i think he needs to dude that's how we all are I in our 20s though chill out and and eat more home cooked good meals. I think you'd feel a lot better. You might. But in my twenties I was eating a lot of fast food. I was too. Jack in the box was my best friend. Mm-hmm. All Maybe right. that comes with age or you need to yeah, you need to learn how to appreciate the finer things in life. That's what I'd say about uh my girlfriend, Emily, and stuff is that she's really introduced me to the finer things and appreciating things more. So just simple stuff like food. That yeah. does change your quality. I mean, it I does. Mean, or a good wine, good. man. Yeah, good or a good too. wine. Like you put that into decanter and let it fucking breathe for a couple hours, and all of a sudden you just have. We to saw you guys post, by the way. Yeah. And Emily is like, oh, yeah. they brought out the decanter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, like I, I let that times. wine. I let that wine breathe for like two hours. It was nice. so good. Had a surfing turf, so like pretty much like a. Um. Fuck! What do you call it? Uh. Um, steak, oh, uh, steak Oscar, mm-hmm. which is pretty much like steak with uh, the sauce and mm. the crap. Yeah. So that's what we had on our anniversary night as well. Not all that, but we did have crab that weekend. Yeah. I yeah. fucking love crab too, I man. Crab. All right. I got a good question for us. Most people want to be wealthy for one reason or another. Why do you want to be wealthy? What would be the biggest benefit of being wealthy? I equate being wealthy i'm not one of these people that say mo money more problems i think uh mo personality mo problems like i think you, you can be wise with money i don't think acute well i don't know because i've never been super wealthy but i don't think accumulating uh more money is equal to accumulating more problems is what i'm saying i think that anyway what's the question i'm sorry if you uh i always get past it a couple times but it says um anybody wants to be wealthy for one reason or another uh why would you want to be wealthy and what are the benefits i want to be wealthy to eliminate my problems i think that wealth would uh solve a lot of the issues that i have in my life i think uh, just maybe just now in this particular position that i'm in I think more wealth would help me to eliminate the problem or the, at least the worries that I have in my life right now. I th- and I think I could be smart about it. And um, what was the second part of that question? Uh, how would you benefit? How would I benefit from it? I'll be a happier person. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like a double-edged sword with me because I don't really view wealth with money. Mm-hmm. I view wealth as like with relationships and like, uh, to me, right, right now, like I'm a very, very wealthy person because I have great relationships around me. That's good, man. That's a good way to you say You know it. what I mean? Like, I, 
so I don't give a shit about money. I hate money. Like money, like of course you have to make it and me and my wife, we make money together. But to me, money is not wealthy or or anything like that. Of course, volume. I, don't know, I hate money, man. Like I only work because I have to. Because mm-hmm. I can't have this. But the thing is about money is it doesn't buy you happiness, but it helps you um, maintain like it's like a little stress stress free mm-hmm. like I don't know I'm at the point in my life where I just want to travel yeah so money would help me to do yeah. that and that would uh, benefit I think uh, my happiness dude I want to start traveling too man yeah we should one of these times we should do like a like a podcast abroad we should we should we should pick a place and go that'd po- be amazing podcast abroad would be fun We've talked about uh, even like something as simple as just doing like a Disneyland trip. It'd be great. I think me and Mary are going to try and do that this year. Yeah. We need to, man. So much fun. We got to go. Then you can go to Star Wars land and you can fly the Millennium Falcon (laughs) with me. And then you'll be like, Enterprise who? You'd be like, Enterprise what, Eric? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I ever doubted you, Eric. This was so much fun. Being, no, I I, I have full Millennium confidence Falcon. that Star Wars Land is amazing. I'm sure it is. Disney's magical. I gotta get Emily to freaking um, <clears throat> Disney World so we can go to the Avatar Land. I heard Avatar Land's pretty cool. Yeah, it's got some good rides. I've seen a couple YouTube videos about it. Looks cool. Fucking James Cameron with that smug fucking look on his face. You're only a hundred million away from being dethroned. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one though. Hundred million is a lot of money, man. Especially how long it's already been out in theaters. It's kind of tough. All right, this is kind of a funny, cool question. You're about to get into a fight. What song comes on as your soundtrack? Fucking Rolling Stones, Street Fighting Man, B7. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of pumping me up, like if uh, if this is something, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, because uh, there's nothing more mad. Have you seen the movie Varsity Blues? Yeah. There's nothing more magical when Foo Fighters, My Hero kicks on. <laughs> it really there goes yeah. my... There, I think hitting that, that probably makes you feel like fucking you could do anything, I think. So if I were like, if there were... Let's say I was surrounded, right? Let's say that John Man and I went out somewhere and John Man had to use the bathroom and I was in that I was in that mood that I was in the other night when I told that or the other podcast where I told that story when I started to fight. And I started a fight and John Man wasn't around and I was like surrounded by four people that wanted to kick my ass. I think if fucking Foo Fighters my hero were to kick on the jukebox while this is happening, I think I could take them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No. All right. Here's my final answer. Here it is. <laughs> final answer right here. Song that I want to kick on is fucking um, the Bane theme song from Dark Knight Rises. That That's the one that I want to turn on. That's a good one. And then I'll tell the guys, do you feel in charge? Do you feel in charge? <laughs> I don't know what mine would be like. I might go a little bit like this. 
I am a real American. Have it build up slowly. I for what's right of every man. As I'm all like fucking surrounded by everybody. I am a real American. Maybe a little bit of fog comes in. Fight for what's right. Fight for your life. Dun, 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 dun. When your hers come around and it hurts inside. Dun, 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 dun. And it'll cut off and be like, everyone's like, what's going on? If you smell. <laughs> and then after that, be like, dun, 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 dun. Then you hear the stone glass cold break. glass yep. shatter. <laughs> <laughs> and that, as I'm walking, boy, be like, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. I'm such a sexy boy. boy. Sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. <laughs> It'd just be a combination of totally. wrestling theme songs. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite theme song. WWF Ooh. theme song. Well, I know there's two. Mine would have to be Real American yeah. or Rock If You Smell. That's a good one. If you smell a little, but the rock is cooking. Dun, 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 That's a good dun. One, yeah. I also like the DX one. Power to the masters, break it down. That's, yeah, a, good that's one a good one. Or that Chris Jericho, break the walls down, down. Oh yes, that's a good one too. That's a good the one. Chris Jericho yeah. one. Break the oh, walls. Oh, one I always like too is um, Mankind's, but not his uh, entrance music. The outro music. That creepy piano that oh, used to yeah. play after he won. Yeah. They used to creep me the fuck out as a kid. I remember when he first, because uh, they had the promos leading up to him like a month before mm-hmm. he actually made his debut. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's going to be awesome. And then on his open, I was there, I was watching TV uh, when he did his uh, first entrance and he attacked The Undertaker. And I'm like, oh, done. Dude, I just remember him pulling out his hair. Right. Dude, so I love that shit. I was like, you attacked The Undertaker. I have to hate you now. Yeah. Sorry, Jesus. Mandible claw. Uh, was, Have uh, a nice day. What's your favorite intro? Uh, as far as for some reason, I have an affinity towards Razor Ramon's intro. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even just to me because what is it? it's just dun 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 dun. Honestly, I I, I I can't remember too much of Razor Ramon. I just remember the NWO. Like that's the only thing I used associate. To come out of this. Damn, 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 NWO's theme was pretty cool too. Uh, maybe Stone Cold. I don't know. That's always exciting. <laughs> come out all yeah. fucking like a mean bastard. That Kurt guy. Angle. Kurt Angle is a good one too. You suck. <laughs> you suck. He's still around doing it. Where does he wrestle at? Uh, he retired WWE. Did he? Okay. Mm. Fuck. That's another reason why I quit watching WWE. Lord. Fucking Baron Corbin retired him. Really? Terrible. He didn't even get like, I would love to to have John Cena retire. Kurt Angle. First match of John Cena was versus Kurt Angle. Last match of Kurt Angle was versus John Cena. That would have been perfect. Oh my God. I'd probably still be watching if they didn't fuck that up. Remember Ric Flair's last match against fucking Shawn Michaels? HBK, yeah. (sighs) HBK crying as he's about ready to do the fucking sweet chin music. That's when wrestling was good, man. Yeah, it was. Like storylines that like mattered. That was respect right there. Storylines that mattered. Yeah. What happened? Where do you think they went wrong? Complacency, man. Yeah. So uh, the Undertaker retired Shawn Michaels, right? 
I think that's right. And like they had a big, huge, like, you know, like thing with them too. Mm-hmm. You think that you feel like that's what it is? That there's no build up towards. I don't think the storylines matter anymore. Yeah. Because before, I mean, you'd have shit stretched out maybe like over the course of a year before you yeah. got to the end. Game. Like WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania was setting up next year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Now we're setting up next week's Raw. Yeah. Like there was storylines that were getting developed in a week before WrestleMania this year. Yeah. A week before and you're just barely making this match. Like This is why you're supposed to hate this person. Yeah. Retarded. I guess I'm not supposed to say that anymore. Sorry. Not fun. <laughs> Special needs. Let's see. What's the most interesting documentary you've ever watched? God, I watch a lot. So this is tough. Let me see. Probably um, going back to the food thing. I don't know if you've ever seen Food Inked. It's hmm. uh, the front cover of it is like a cow with a, a barcode. On oh, the isn't that from the same guy that did Super Size Me? I might have been. No, 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 no. That that's different. That's different. Yeah. Isn't that one with like all the slaughtered cows and shit? Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Just as far as the food quality in America is and stuff, it is kind of brutal and stuff. The whole food industry and stuff, and um, you know, to keep costs down and like um, they pretty much just feed fucking animals corn. Yeah. Uh, so they have a thing with like the cows, right? Because it's cheaper to grow corn. Cheapest thing yeah. probably to do is to grow corn. Yeah. It grows pretty and it's filling. Yeah, and it's filling. So it helps like to, to bulk these animals up. Like, but you can't digest corn. They have like a scene in there where um cows like that are, are bred for the meat and stuff, they have holes, like a constant hole put in the side of their stomachs. Where after they eat the corn and stuff, the farmer has to go in and like literally scoop that all the corn out because they can't digest it and shit. Yeah, you know that that's weird because so like if you can't digest crazy. it, like why? How's the how's that cow getting bigger? Right, I don't get it. Like, uh, but they bulk them up or like really fast and stuff. Like with uh, chickens, chickens can't even stand. Like chickens actually grown for meat, they can't stand on their own. Yeah, yeah, because like they're just so. They I've noticed so that big, in like supermarkets, so like they're the chicken breasts are like the size of fucking turkey breasts. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so I guess there is something to. Uh, more naturally grown, like free range and stuff. Mm. Like instead of one, grass fed, yeah, free range. Yeah. Yes. So I guess there's more things to that. But how can you tell that that's where you're getting it from either, too? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like in with like marketing, like how honest is that stuff? Mm-hmm. But that documentary is pretty eye opening. It's called Food Inc. I think it's on Netflix and uh, yeah, it Amazon. Is on yeah. Check it out if you ever want to get creeped out about what you're putting into your body, give it a watch. Um, also, there was uh, that fire documentary about the fire, fe- the music festival. I think we've talked about that before on a podcast. Is this the Burning Man? It's no. like a, it's a Burning Man esque thing. It's like a Jaw Rule and some other dude that I remember the name of. They pretty much scammed all these people into uh, go flying to this island. It ended up being like a completely, a complete nightmare, and like the uh, the concert never even went on. Huh. But uh, the documentary is fascinating. There's one scene in there. Where uh, one of the managers and stuff that are setting this up was prepared to give uh, um, the uh, was it maybe the mayor of the city? Uh, well, I guess of the whatever place they're playing, a blowjob in order to get a deal on water that they're going to serve there. Dude, 
Hmm. So it's, it's fascinating. I watch a lot of conspiracy theory documentaries, <laughs> like the JFK ones. Yeah, those are good. Like those are always like history documentaries. And true are crime good. too are great. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Emily's telling me about something called Behind the Mansion that she wants to watch. Um, I think it just came out. I'm gonna check it out one of these days. Yeah, I gotta pee. Oh, go ahead and go. Right. There's a lot of good stuff too. Like a lot of good true crime stuff that took place in Washington. It's like pretty much the murder state of the world. It's fascinating. Uh, let's see. See, the tough part about me is I'm not very really good with names. I guess. <laughs> so I have like a lot of stuff I could talk about. Um, Maureen McKay. I forget what her name is. Maureen. Somebody that went missing up here. A lot of good missing documentaries I find. Uh, there's one on Hulu called Child 911, I think it's called. And it's about um, kids that go missing up in the wilderness. I think it, maybe it turns out that it's going to be from wild animals that came and kind of picked them off. But it's like this certain area where kids tend to go missing more than others. And like, I'm talking like without a trace. Um, so I don't know. Chalk it up to wild animals. Chalk it up to alien abductions. I don't know. That was a good documentary. I think it's called Child 911. Or Child 411. I'm sorry. Um, also, there is Mommy Dead and Dearest, which is that Gypsy Rose documentary. That was pretty good. Um, obviously, they, they made that act. Uh, it's a became a show on Hulu and stuff, but the actual documentary is pretty good. It's all about like Munchausen by proxy, which I find fascinating. Wrote a song about that one day. Hmm. It's on SoundCloud if you want to check it out. I'm under there as Between Eric and Eros. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about? I was actually listening to another podcast on the way over here that was pretty good that my friend recommended. Um, it's called Blink Check. And it's my first time ever listening to it, but apparently they go through like the filmography of uh, directors, which I find like that's a totally great, fascinating idea. And so I'm, I'm inaugurating myself as listening to the, uh, uh, the films of Tim Burton's right now. Of course, I just started on the way over to this house. So we just started on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's good. It's fascinating. I have a lot of facts. <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. I really don't know. Well, let's see. What, what do we want to talk about here today, right? What do we really want to get accomplished here, people? <clears throat> As a podcast, I think uh, we need some kind of mission statement for um, what we want to accomplish as as the sandwich. Talking about John, John, and myself, and kind of uh, I don't know what kind of mark we want to leave on the podcasting world. Um, obviously, it'd probably be cool to start like elaborating more on subjects, and maybe too, because like obviously, like I think what's big right now too are like true crime. Um, podcasts like I just listened to the uh, the Dirty John one, which is actually a pretty good documentary uh, in itself. Um, it's all about this guy that's been conning these women. Um, uh, funny enough, yeah, his name was Dirty John, which is probably something I've called John Man a couple times. Dirty John, Dirty John, man. <laughs> Dirty John, and. Uh... Dirty Diana. Oh. Biggest regret in a band that we, we never covered. Because you've always been the big throwing out all these cover songs and stuff no. like that. 
Jawman has, and we never fell through on it or followed through on it. And but what we got to see is a lot of his suggestions that we made were done by other bands. And they after, were great after we already we talked about it, never got it done. So what, what, what would be your biggest if we could go back to the band days and do one of the many suggestions that you've given us? Well, I'd probably do the one, one that still hasn't been done yet. Is that Dirty Diana? Yeah. Yes. It's good. It's a way to do that. Yeah. There is a way to do it. Yeah, there is. But like, you don't care about us. Bad company. Oh, you don't man. care about us too. Could be fucking pretty metal. Like you can, you can do. Yeah, have you heard Saliva's now. version of that? I haven't. All right. Wait, no. Yes, you played that for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. That's right. No. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I guess the the band days were. They were what they were, man. I don't think any I'm of us. I'm glad we did them. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, the only thing that came out of it was friendships, and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we had plenty of experiences. Yeah, we got to do some really cool things, like probably undeservingly so on some yeah. in, in, instances. So yeah. We got to experience some cool things, though. I like, think probably the top was going to LA and recording in a multi-million dollar studio. That was fun. I think like one of the biggest. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a regret now, but maybe like maybe if you asked me like a few few years ago, like the biggest regret was like not following through. Yeah. And like, there was like at one point in time to where I felt like if we, as a collective whole, like actually dedicated time to it. We probably could have made something yeah. out of it. We had all the potential in the world. We had the pieces. Maybe not all the pieces, but we definitely had pieces there. Because I listen to some of our music now, and it's like, this is really fucking good. Yeah, there's definitely something there. Cause you know? and effect. Check that out. Yeah. It's a good one. But, you know, I think what came out of it is friendships, a little bit of knowledge of, of, of different... Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. I can definitely see things that I would do differently now. But I feel like I'm a different person now. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, so am I. Like, because of the band, I'm a different person. Like, I feel like I'm I'm not as, I don't know. To me, like, the band was, like, my everything. Mm-hmm. I moved up here to be in a band. And I think, like, if the band would have kept going and, like, if it made, like, any sort of headway at all, I probably wouldn't be in the position I am, I'm in right now. Yeah. I'd be somewhere else. If that makes sense. Maybe someplace better, though. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, maybe this... You know, like, I like doing what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. I like working. I like podcasting. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Too. You tell them. You tell the yeah. people. Like, to me, like, this is my new band. Like, I, I, I love podcasting. I, do too. I like I like talking to you guys. I like talking to my, my buddies over here. It's just a... It's a... It's a less, less strenuous... Um form of media but it still gives me the 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 creative outlet that i need to you know go on but you know it's it, it, it gives me you because know, i get to mix everything down i get to produce everything um i get to record everything it just it, it works out good you know it's uh before you know before the podcast, it was, you know, I, I kind of had like a creative void in my life. And this gives me that creative, that creative edge that, that I need. 
to be a little bit more fulfilled. You know, that's what the podcast does for me. So I, yeah, I like it. I'm going to keep, keep it going. The conversations are great. And so far, you know, we're on like episode 16, 17, 18. It's just doing good. I think we're getting better. Yeah, I, no, I think we're doing, I, I think we're doing good. I mean, Thirsty's a little quiet tonight, but you know, that's okay. Yeah, sorry. It's not feeling very well. No. I mean, I think, uh, uh, the biggest part uh, that this podcast does for me is just gives me an excuse to hang out with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Like there's this, um, podcast about, about podcasts that I was <laughs> listening to. It's, it's uh, how to build your podcast. And like one of the things is like setting your goals and everything. What do you see this podcast doing? Like, what are your goals with this podcast? I would hope at the very least that we can monetize this, um, not so much to make money, but uh, in a way that we could put more money into the podcast. I think we'll, so where the podcast is paying for itself. Yes. So we can do more interesting things uh, for you guys. Like, uh, you know, we have plenty of ideas and stuff. Like you know, we can do like foodie stuff and just hmm. different things just so that it would pay for itself. I would say yeah, it would be my ultimate goal. Not if it gets bigger. Well, yeah. Let's yeah. see what happens. Let's see what happens. It's kind of like my, uh, my ultimate, not my ultimate goal, but a goal right now is like to have this podcast pay for a little bit of itself. You yeah, know, that'd be great. And then, you know, that way we could do more creative things. Maybe, you know, if we want to do a cooking yeah. uh, podcast and, or, or whatever, we, we, we could do that type of thing. My goal. Yeah. Would be totally to make enough money to better the podcast. I yeah. Would say. It's a good goal. Mm-hmm. I like it. Or we could. I mean, we might be able to have fun along the way if we're like, oh, we're going to go review all the rides at Disneyland. So, like, you guys can yeah. pay for us to go do this and stuff like that. Or let's do a podcast in Ireland. Or... Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be great. So, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun thing to do. So, like, what topics do you prefer to talk about in a podcast? Like, you know, we're just getting a little real. So, we might as well just, like, talk real. Like, like when you're talking, like, do you like talking... A lot about media, more real stuff. Like I like to talk about or just media. bullshit. Um, I do. I've recently gotten into more um, of a political headspace, I would say. But I'm like really uncomfortable about bringing that up in the podcast. I don't want to alienate anybody or like I. Um, I don't consider myself a Democrat or or a Republican kind of i feel like i'm like in the more middle way and like a lot of the stuff a lot of stuff's going on right now is pissing me off um i don't know if this is necessarily the platform to talk about it at might as well yeah so i don't know maybe one day one day we'll get on there i mean maybe one day when thirsty's feeling more uh, talkative i know last time that we got real around here thirsty had a a little run-in with uh uh, on the murphy minute so I, I I know was we that lo- saved or did was that cut out? We, I, I definitely like to bloat that we do everything live, unraw, uncensored, unedited. But I did edit that part out. Yeah, it was it was a tough day. Tough day. <laughs> I still have it saved though. Do you? Maybe okay, if yeah. we ever want to archive for those. fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that was a uh, it got a little out of, out of hand. We were all pretty. It was Eric's birthday. It was my birthday. And and by hour four podcast and we all got a little drunk i want to talk about more things that you people want to listen to so just let us know what's uh 
what's out there what's on people's minds we can talk about it i'm I'm down to talk about anything really you know see i like bullshitting yeah you know like i just like shooting the shit and like you know talking about this or that or beer you know like 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 everything like what we did today we just pretty much just hung out and, and talked yeah and I think that's know? the best because like what else would we be doing we'd be not hanging out and yeah. not drinking beer and not talking that doesn't sound like fun yeah. jesus you know and that's what i like about this podcast is i i think sometimes it goes to uh it has a little bit of a slow start sometimes you know just getting like that first initial conversation going but once the conversation is going it it, it doesn't stop no and like, we, all, we all live so close together. Why not just come here and do things? Like we could have stopped the podcast at 20 minutes. Like, oh, our first thing came around. Okay. Yeah. But now it's like the conversation is going and we're almost in hour four, which we probably should wrap up. Okay. You know, maybe we should start cutting these up a little bit so that they're not so long. I don't know. I mean, I'm fine. Like, listen, to, I, I throw this on sometimes. Just to No, I think listening to it's fine. I think on the YouTube side, yeah, cutting it up a little bit because mm-hmm. people don't want to watch four hour videos. I just like I'm so comfortable here. I just want to keep talking. Really, I know. I mean, it, it's up to you, man. Like, I I know you have dinner on the crockpot, so I don't want to take you take anything away uh, from your family. I got some time. I haven't gotten texted yet. All right. Well, you let me know when it's time to go. I will. I will. Let's keep. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll check in again at five. How about that? All right. Sounds All right, good. Unless you got something to do, dude. I have nothing you got something to do. do. Keep looking at your watch. I was just looking you got at the time. You got something to do, man? Yeah. Okay. I do got something to do. Yeah, talk to me. And so yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, what did you think of the the Mueller report? Um, I know, I, I know, you said you didn't want to get too political, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what's, uh, I don't know what's right. What's, what's the tactical way to take it? But I would say that um, it sounds like the pre- like to me, not to everybody, but to me, it sounds like the president did commit a crime. If he wasn't president, he would be in jail. And um, but since he's the president, you can't commit him. Yeah, can't commit it. Uh, from what I've read on it, he can be tried at like so. What what should have happened is Mueller should have charged him with something. Yeah. Even if it didn't stick, after he was out of office, it would. Um, unfortunately, I mean, it all might be moot because if he does get elected again. The statute of limitations would have ran out before um, he would to leave office, and then he would have been fine anyway. But still, it's just like I just don't understand why people have such a hard on for Donald Trump. I don't get it. Yeah, like, like Democrats and Republicans alike, I don't get what the fascination with this person is. Obviously, um, I don't know if you ever seen that Simpsons episode where. Uh, um, all those ads come to it's a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. All these ads mm-hmm. come to life and yeah. stuff. And like the answer to kill these monsters is just don't look. And I think yeah. that's what it is. You have a really attention grabbing um, president. I think just don't pay this attention and this monster will go away is what it is. But it's tough, right? Because fucking he sends out a tweet and then all of a sudden everything's fucking about Donald Trump again. Yeah. It's tough. No, it, it is interesting. That's for sure, because it's uh, are dark times. Though. We, we are that we are, we dark are in dark times. times. Well, it's like everything is, and everybody is so dis, like divisive right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everybody is. So I I almost kind of feel like there's no political party at all. It's no. all. It's just. It's. It is, either good or bad or bad or good. 
You know, what, are you on the good side or are you on the bad side? There's such partisanship going on too right now. Yeah. Like to the point, I don't know if it's always been this way or now it's just more prominent. I don't know. You know, it, it kind of like, I always like bring it back to like the whole social media thing. Like, is this news that we're hearing right now, has this always happened or is it just, or is it new? Or is it just um, that we're now minutes and a post away from actually hearing about it. I was watching, um, so yeah, I was saying about that TV show that I was watching, The Newsroom. Um, starts Jeff Daniels as, like, as a news reporter and stuff, and it kind of just um, goes through. But it's like, uh, it's during the Obama presidency, but a lot of stuff that they cover on there is ap- um, applicable to what's going on now. So that's like, I wonder if this is just, I just didn't pay attention before or what. Like, things are more in my, news is more in my face now, maybe. Yeah. Than it used to be. Yeah. But maybe this is just the way it's always been. It, it could be like the way it's always been, but right now it's just like, it's just more publicized. Yeah. You know, instead of reading the newspaper on what went on last week, it's every minute to every single day we're getting the news. Like news is instant now. Yeah. So everything get, the president does. I get alerts on my phone all the time. Yeah. And it pisses me off, but like in a strange way, I, I like it. I don't know. I like being pissed off. Maybe, maybe that's where all America is right now. Like we, we do have like a reality star president. That's we do. Like, yeah. We we and we had a movie star president in the eighties with Reagan, and Reagan. and everyone touts him as a great president. Yeah, not everyone, but a lot of people. You know, I'm, welcome to the cafe eighties. You know, it's it's weird. Like what? I want to know, like in people's mind. Like, what actually makes a good president? Like, what would make people happy? Because no one was happy with the Obama era. No. You can't make all the people happy, for sure. No no one's happy now. Like, what... Uh, who is a good president? Like, what Like what qualities make a good president to where, like, people would be satisfied? Like, okay, Donald Trump did make a pussy joke. Or a pussy statement. You know, I'm a grabber by the grab pussy. by the pussy. Yeah. You know, grabber by the pussy. Like, all right. I've heard way worse things by some of my guy friends, some of my women friends for that matter. <laughs> I mean, honestly. like one of my friends was like, you know what? Sometimes I just reach down his pants and see how big his dick is before I, I, I go home with them. Honestly, for you sure, know, yeah. like I've heard like way worse things like, and that's how, coming from a girl. And she's like, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a reach down his pants and grab his dick and see how big it is before I take him home. It's how people talk, you know, sometimes. Like, like it's, it's true. It is. It's like how people talk sometimes. You know, so there's some controversy. Yes. But like, what makes a good president? I guess as far as being a president, probably got to hold somebody to a bigger standard than that, maybe. Because obviously your friend that said that has no chance of probably becoming president, right? Yeah, but we're also looking at like the Bill Clinton administration where he like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Stuck a cigar in someone's pussy, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, man. I don't know how to make everybody happy. There are a lot of pissed off people when Obama was president. That's for sure. You know, so I, I, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not trying to decide like, you know, like, or tell people like who to root for or who to vote for. I, I'm just like curious, like, I want to know, like, if you hate Donald Trump so much, like what makes a good president? And if you love Donald Trump, what makes him a good president? Does that make sense? A statistic that I found fascinating was that a lot of people, while Obama was president, jumped all, like a, the big thing was that Obama's going to take your guns away. Obama's taking your guns away. Mm-hmm. 
a statistic that was just like uh, announces that he actually put forth more pro-gun laws than George Bush or Donald Trump combined and stuff that, that he actually instituted more in his term as president than they did. So it's just how the media perceives it. Yeah. So what it is, yeah, it is that, that news bubble that's like dictating people's uh, feelings. I, I mean, there's your answer right there. You really got to break out of this um, partisan news bubbles that we have because there's both. There's like uh, what you can say about um, Fox News about leaning more towards that side. You can say the same thing about CNN leaning more towards that side too. Yeah. It's like the, the way it's all presented. So, so like my question is, um, everyone is not everyone, but a lot of people dislike Donald Trump right now. I do. I don't like the man. So now is that the same reason why people didn't like Obama? Uh, probably a little different more. I think Obama was a lot more regal. I would prefer, I mean, I would have voted for Obama a third term and stuff because things were quiet. So he said the right things. Yeah. He said the right things. Things were quiet. Things were safe. Doesn't mean that he didn't do shady shit either. Like he did. I now, like, okay, so. But things maybe weren't as prevalent. And it didn't seem like these shady dealings that people were doing were more on a global, out in the open scale than they are now, I would say. This guy, that's, that's the thing about our president. He'll, he'll commit crimes out in the open. Maybe that does make him the most translucent and honest president we've ever had, though, too. Like, the thing is, he tells you. All right. Um, maybe like he's blunt and yes, he, he says very stuff. Blunt, yeah. And there's no sugarcoating. He's just like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I think. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And people don't like those answers. Is it but, blunt or is it stupidity? What is it? Does he not know any better or is this more of like thumbing in the face? Of you know, like, like sometimes society. maybe he's just the type that's like, you're going to tell you how it is. Hmm? Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put tariffs. Sorry. Oh, bad. Really bad. All right. Tariffs. Yeah. But like, even with these tariffs and stuff, like I'm going to put these tariffs down. Mexico's going to pay for it. China's going to pay for it. It's actually, that's not true. Like fucking we're paying for it and shit. Yeah. We're, we're paying more taxes on everything. I mean, that yeah. would be transparent to say, we're going to put these tariffs on here. It is going to cost some more money, but in the long run, it's costing you the taxpayer more money. Uh, for fucking with the automobile stuff that they're putting out right now, it's going to raise up uh, automobile Automobile buying by at least seventeen hundred dollars will be more yeah. from these tariffs that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's costing us more money. Well, the, the you know, can we present it that if we're going to be the most transparent? But but but, but the tariffs are there in place to um, pretty much say, hey, we're not going to. I think it's a bluff, really. No, no, it is. It is the president strongholding these countries and yeah. saying, hey. We are giving you dirt cheap fucking taxes. You're not paying anything to produce these products. So what we're going to do is we're going to tariff you until you and relinquish pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to tariff you. Your the pro the productivity of your country is going to go down because we're not going to buy as much products, which yes, in return, we're going to pay more for that. Mm -hmm. But maybe in the long run, we'll get a better deal from Mexico and China because right now our debt with China is astronomical. It's like it six is. trillion dollars. It is. Six trillion dollars that we pretty much are debt with China. I would argue that is um And everyone says, everyone always says, we want more American made goods. You know, let's let's cut China out. We need more American made goods. And yet we have someone that is like, all right, you know what? We need more American made goods. 
um let's you know like raise the prices on china products so maybe it becomes more economical for these american companies to move back to the united states yeah i'm not i am speculating it's probably about right you know and yes the american people might hurt because of it but isn't what american people want is less china made oh like this engine's china made bullshit and you always hear oh it's made in china it's crap if you want american-made products you have to pay for those american-made products i'm more like uh i lean more towards the independent side i can see the good in both sides and both parties right now obviously that uh republicans democrats they have like the majority of everything you probably never see an independent president or anything. No, like you that. no, you won't. And yeah. I, I consider myself a way more independent than any yeah. other side. I think it's kind of it's really is tough to say because every uh, Democratic president that's come in has entered a big deficit um, due to the previous Republican president, and I feel pretty confident about saying that. So much so that when we do get a republic, like uh, Bill Clinton inherited some shit when he first mm-hmm. got in the office yeah. and then we had a big boom, like fucking like say what you will about his sexual escapades and what happened there. And all he was that a good economy. Like president. He was a good economy president. He brought shit back up. Um, so much so that when George W. Bush took over, he took over a good situation, uh, yeah. a thing on the uprise, went back down again. Um, There's after, also wars. Yeah. And all, obviously all that stuff and stuff so much so that um, when Obama took over, he took over a bad situation again. And left uh, Trump into an upswing of things. So I don't feel like it's right with the decisions that were made during the Obama presidency for him to take credit over this upswing of what he did and stuff. Like yeah. that. But it's like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. I'm not sure. I just, I, I guess I just don't like the man. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's fine. Like, I, I don't like him personally, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I don't really care. Like, honestly, like, he does seem like a narc. Like, he has, I've had some experience with narcissists in my life and stuff, and you can kind of see like the pattern of what these people do and stuff. And it just, I don't know for me, I guess it just seems so obvious what's going on. And it does kind of make me angry that other people don't see that way. I guess. I don't know. No, it's like, I, I just try to bring up my opinion so much because no, 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 it's okay, man. Bring up your opinion, please. Because more people need to hear it because I think people are just blindly, Following or disfollowing yeah. people. I think he's a sick man, is what I'm saying. And I think uh, I don't think he's making like obviously a presidency. It's not one person. It's a whole administration. There's a lot of fucking moving cogs in there. And a lot of people making decisions and stuff. So I don't feel as dire as other people do. Like oh my god, this is like the end all be all. This guy's horrible. There's like obviously other things going on in yeah. there. Um, aside from all that. Because like our economy is not doing bad right now. No, it's job doing, it's doing good. Yeah. Our job, our job thing, everything's going pretty good. Him as a person, I just feel like uh, he might be a sick man. I don't know. Well, you know, and 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 that's fine. You know, like have an opinion, please, because I feel like people will hate a president or not, or love a president without opinion, without I, looking into things. And like I, believe- I, I would rather you say I love Donald Trump to the fullest and have. And, and state reasons why instead of just blindly telling me why, like, that you love Donald Trump. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I would rather you love Donald Trump and have, like, all these reasons why than to say that you hate Donald Trump. Well, I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty you know what even I mean? killed, man. 
Like freaking, I'll listen to what anybody has to say and stuff. And I'm never, I will never ever tell you that your opinion's wrong for sure. Um, except for when it comes to, um, uh, neutering our children. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. only thing that I, yeah. I wholeheartedly yeah. agree that that needs to happen. That's a, but I mean, but that's my red line. My red line yeah. is fucking. <laughs> uh, I'm willing to die on that hill. That's what, that's what I believe. And that's fine, man. That's what is that is what you believe. So what should happen is that all our kids should be neutered at birth. Men, just men. Bisexual men too. Yep. Um, because it's easier to fucking it's easier to reverse that for a man. Mm-hmm. When you get to a certain point, a certain income then you can get that reversed. If you can afford to get it reversed, you can afford to take care of a child, is what I'm saying. This is the answer, John. Man. Yeah. I'm sorry, it is the answer. It is an answer. It's the answer to overpopulation, because we are, we have too much, we fucking, we do. I don't feel so, I, I understand Thanos. We need, we, we are overpopulated. Yeah. We need to cut back on all these fucking people that can't afford to have children. Having children. But what but but what's the next step after the bisectomies? I see how that is a very slippery slope to a potential Because we could just say, you know what? We're gonna have a ten year ban run a, t- a ten year ban on women and every single woman gets killed at birth because they are the only ones that are able to carry a, a baby. I get that. So how far does it go? Was that real? Or is that just an 80 old wives tale with China where they had to get I think that's real, man. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. You're you weren't allowed to have children. Yeah. Well, women. Women. It's crazy. I mean, so like like where how far does it go? You you control Where does it end? Yeah. Yeah, where does it end? Ooh, new WWE Champions Tour about to begin. It's my game. Hmm. Anyway, where does it end? Yes. I, I get that. Uh, I get the ha- that this opens up a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then we're talking oh, okay, government oh, regulation. Okay, if we're going to okay. make that law, that that's a tough sell. All, all right, so sell. so check this out. And then every single boy gets bisectomines, right? Mm-hmm. Which puts puts a stranglehold in the bisectomine market, which means they have to get it done. Which means no matter the price, they have to get it done. It also and if they ever up. want a kid, they have to get a reverse bisectomy. Yeah. Which means, what is that going to do to the bisectomy market? It's going to jump up the price to a god fucking ungodly amount because and also you open have to get it done for bisectomy doctors and stuff. That's a new fucking. That's going to be. But a you have market. to get it done. Yeah. So now all of a sudden they can charge whatever the fuck they want because you true. have to get it done. Because people take advantage of every situation. I get that. I get that. I don't think uh bisectomy is really that much. Uh, I don't think it's, but I could see how the, but the market would jump up and stuff. They would over charge for that kind of stuff. I get that. People take advantage of things. Yeah. This is why we can't have nice things. America yeah, you guys is, take man. advantage of everything. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, like, I don't know, dude, like fucking, I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 32 years old. I don't have kids. And you did it. You're living the dream right now. I am living the dream. You know how much money I got? Because I don't have kids. Fuck, I wish. I'd be so rich. <laughs> wish, man. Fucking kids are expensive, dude. I bet. 
I couldn't imagine because I spent all my money on fucking yeah. <laughs> on fucking Cuban cigars and fucking Goldschlager. I'm over here hearing, Dad, I need this, Dad, I need that, and John Mann's over here and just fucking... What was that, Eric? Oh, yeah. yeah. Making it rain. That's why I hope this podcast can pay for itself one day. Yeah, I can enjoy this could be like my uh, enjoyable part of my life technically right now the podcast is paying for itself because I have because so much money yeah. <laughs> speaking of which we gotta fucking we gotta we need to get like a pool of what uh, we put in we'll have like a little bowl where we put in money for the next hour and stuff oh yeah yeah I don't really. think it's fair that you're paying for all the beer a cake fund yeah cake fund yeah. yeah I like cake funds Four hours and 11 minutes. We're doing good. I just, Five I o'clock. don't know. You can cut it up as much as you want. I'm just like enjoying hanging out with you. Honestly, I'm not going to cut it up at all. Oh, are you? Just fucking upload it? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, John? That was a solid answer. I think it's a solid answer. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other topics you want to talk about? Anything that's like striking your mind lately? Hmm. Other than politics? Let me see. I mean, I know we fucking. How long has this been so far? Well, uh, we're on four hours and eleven minutes. Feels like I just got here. I know, right? <laughs> we're actually keeping it under control. We've only we've only had a couple beers. Yeah, it's good. You know, because we're getting better at this. Man, we are. I think. I think we are. Like I don't know, like five episodes ago, I'd be like fucking pissed drunk right now. So like, freaking, we upload this, we become rich and famous because just you and I. Yeah. Um, who tells Thurston that he can't join the one, two, three, not it. Best two out of three. Uh, that's all you, man. So, you know, I'm going to text him right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just let you know. Just let you know, we got this all figured out. Yeah. The podcast is in great condition. Yes. We like your stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lot cheaper than you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so you have a full week of work? Uh, I do. And yeah. like, I, I want to thank you for still wanting to... I know Thurston can... I mean... Um, freaking... Fucking truth on my sleeve here. Thurston couldn't make it today because his mom's in town, so he had to go do some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, fa- family matters, man. Family does matter. I- I'm glad that he's hanging out with his family right now. So my family's going to go. Uh, we we have uh, um, some shit cooking in a crock pot. Like, it's all ready to go. Just got to be pulled out. Everything's going to be good. When I go home, and go make some rice. Everybody will eat. Be nice. Um. I'm fucking losing my train of thought here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What's I going to say? Oh, you're... you're, you're, Something about Thurston. I don't know. Look at the stunt Whatever. Whatever. Who cares? It's gone. There was thought. It's gone. Did you mow your lawn this weekend? I did. I did. Uh, Well, last weekend. Yeah. That's pretty good though. I enjoy it, man. Fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really gonna look into this whole pressing thing. Yeah, yeah. You should. They'll, they'll get you the lines you need. Mm-hmm. 
Seems like it's going to be a fun situation. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this is, um, I talk about this every now and again. So you remember when we were at the house rock with, uh, all of us, Eros guys. Yeah. Recording in like a huge ass studio. House of rock. Yes. House of rock. Uh, you remember JPP? Yes, I do. You remember what his thoughts on Amazon were? Were you I, there? I, yes. He, he, he went off on a rant. He what, went off what, a bigger rant. What was what, what was it though? Was it? So it was the, it, the the rant was with Amazon coming around, everything will be delivered to your door, whatever. But it it eliminates all the other types of shopping that you do. So um, let's say you were going for a garden hose, and so you'd go to the store, try to search for a garden hose. On the way there, you'd get a candy bar, maybe some lunch, maybe a couple drinks, support some small business, local business, and then you'd go to the store. You'd get your garden hose, whatever, and then afterward you'd drive around, maybe do some more shopping, support all this local business, maybe get some food and whatnot. And with Amazon, it's spitting knowledge. And with Amazon, it's just delivered to your door, so you're automatically losing like all that small business that would have been happening through one person. Like you're you're pretty much losing establishment. That's like one person, like five places that would that they would have gone three or four places five places they would have gone mm-hmm. so like and that was like what five six seven years ago when amazon wasn't even that big of a thing and like yeah. how do you feel about it now you know i think he was right man like like i buy stuff uh, so so there's there's a couple really cool things about amazon like i love like this was uh jack joseph Pugh, by the way yeah producer of such albums like Lady Gaga's album came and produced us mm-hmm. and he had a lot of thoughts on Amazon that yeah. turned out to be right very right and what's crazy is that there, there's it's a double-edged sword there's a lot of Amazon stuff I could buy that I would have to search hell and high water to find anywhere near me in the store mm-hmm. right just some weird off off topic things you know just like like a certain type of screw or a certain type of like material or whatever that you can't find everywhere. But on the other hand, like when I buy from Amazon, I am not shopping locally and I'm not eating out and it's just delivered to my door. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not spending the whole day looking for this product and, and with association, like shopping other places through association. Yeah. It's kind of a crazy thought. It is crazy thought, man. Went to Whole Foods today, and they had a whole uh, Amazon Prime line there, where like uh, you, you get a discount if you have an uh, Amazon Prime membership. I think ten percent off your uh, thing if you have an mm-hmm. if you sign up for an Amazon Prime membership from uh, Whole Foods. So what do you get at Whole Foods? Um, Whole Foods is like what did you get? It's like a supermarket, uh-huh. but Hot. more expensive. <laughs> That's why I got it from Whole Foods. Yeah. So why do you go there? Um, so we went to, uh, so today we're going to do the pulled pork and we're going to do pulled pork tacos. Uh-huh. So we went to, um, uh, we went to Fred Meyer first and we bought like some tortillas and just the regular stuff that we need, guacamole and stuff like that. Um, I also bought some lunch stuff for the kids for the week, like, uh, lunchables and stuff, Yeah. stuff for them to eat. Um, Emily, I guess we went for a specific salsa that you like oh, there. Yeah? 
So we went to went to the actual place where they actually cut it up and stuff. It's like it's not name brand. So it's like oh, so they may actually make it right there. Yeah, they actually make it right there. in Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh wow. So like so we got that salsa. Got like a nice big tub of it. Um, we also got poke bowls while we we're there nice. because they have like a whole like little eatery yeah. section there. Yeah, yeah, their their deli and like the eatery section is pretty awesome. Yeah. One thing that I'm becoming increasingly famous for is my Mexican rice or my Spanish rice. Uh -huh. So while I was there, I got some um, chopped tomatoes and green chili to include into the rice that I'm going to make tonight. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Nice. So I do a wonderful, like, I'll, I'll, next time we have, like, some kind yeah. of eating thing here, I will bring my Mexican rice because it's fucking legit. How do you make it? Uh, I'm curious to see if it differs from mine. Okay, so what I do with my Spanish rice, let me see how I start out. Put a little bit of oil in the pan, um, throw the rice in, so you and start it. browning it. Yep. Yeah. So I start browning the rice. Um, I throw in chopped tomatoes, green chilies, uh, garlic, um, fucking what else? Cumin. Mm -hmm. Got to get that cumin in there. Um, and then I throw in the tomato sauce. And, God, what else is in I don't add, well, I also, I top it with um, green onions, too. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, so fucking, you put all the ingredients in there, put the top on, let it simmer for about 20 minutes, pull it out, taste it, so good. Oh, well, well also, there's also garlic powder, um, salt, pepper. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do, I throw a bunch so, of So, is there. the tomato sauce enough to hydrate all the rice and stuff? Yes, it is. Oh, oh. water, too. Uh, oh. oh, and then chicken stock. Okay. Water and chicken stock is also in there. Right. Sounds a lot how I make mine. Yeah. I'm sure yours is better because you're a little bit more Spanish. Than that, yeah. Of course I am. Shit. No, it's not. It's not. Last time I made, I tried to make a roast con pollo last time. The first time I made a roast con pollo, it came out perfect. I tried it again. Didn't come out as well because, well, the chicken came out great. Um, roast con pollo, of course, is chicken and rice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as we all know. Um, but it, for some reason, the second time I cooked it, um, the rice was a little bit hard. I guess I just didn't leave it in long enough. Felt pretty bad about that. Hopefully I have a better run this time around. Yeah. Sometimes rice is hard, man. It is really hard. Yeah. You know what yeah. I love to do, man, is fucking just put some rice on the rice cooker and refrigerate it the next day. A rich refrigerate to the next day and just make fried rice. I fucking love oh, fried fuck, rice. I love fried rice too. It's the uh, best. We got a rice cooker. It fucking pretty much changed our lives. Like, oh yeah, As dude. far as doing rice. Yeah. It's good. I don't do the Spanish rice with the rice cooker, but like on other, if I need white rice for, especially mm -hmm. for um, fried rice and stuff. Yeah. I'll do it with the rice cooker. There's actually rice. recipes that um, you do, um, like you put all your ingredients in, like you could put, you can make Spanish rice with the rice cooker. Really? Mm -hmm. You just don't, you'd have to toast it first if you want that toasted mm. rice. You know, of course you want the toasted, you know. Of course you do. Yeah. Got to brown that shit. Do you, man? It gives it a whole nother element. Mm -hmm. I like rice. I'm a big rice fan. Me too, man. Rice is fucking delicious. I had a poke bowl today with a big old thing on white rice. So mm. good. Mm. How is it seasoned? Like a oil, salt, or a soy sauce? Like I a felt sesame like the seed? guy at Holt's Food took at least 25 minutes putting these poke bowls together. Yeah? Was it worth it? It was good. It was worth yeah. it. But it was like, it was weird. But he was like so. It was almost sexual the way that he was cutting up the avocado. It was just like, yeah. he was just like, and he was like taking forever. Just like, mm. 
And it was mm-hmm. like a, it was an Asian man too. Yeah. It was almost like dancing while he was doing that stuff. But it was, there was like a certain art to it. He did it. Dude. He yeah. did it right. He served us up right. It was good. I went to this, um, this, this, uh, grocery store in Mountain Vernon like last year, two years ago. It was for, uh, one of Mary's cousins, like, uh, tennis tournaments that she's traveling with college. Right. Right. And like, they had like this little sushi bar and I had some like their supermarket fucking sushi. It was goddamn delicious. <laughs> you know, nice. you're like, you never think sushi. Oh, I'm going to buy this, you know, in a supermarket, but I had it at a supermarket. They had like a little sous chef there and it was like, fucking damn good. I was like, man, this is some of the best sushi I ever had. It's just mm-hmm. a supermarket right now. You know, a supermarket I love is fucking, um, Central Market in oh, Seattle, good, dude. dude it's oh, their deli, God. like their hot food section. It's so good. It's making me hungry right now. I think there's one in Bellevue too that we go to. It's yeah, good. yeah. Damn, so good. I love Central Market, dude. They're, 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 um the last thing I had there was uh, their enchilada casserole. God, I love it here. I think I'm just gonna text them and say I'm not coming home at all. I'm just gonna. <laughs> We're going to hang out here and eat yeah. and, and just podcast for them. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. The only problem is we hang out here and drink more. I don't know what we're going to eat. Oh, no food here? Oh, there is oh, food here. No, I just have to make it. Never mind. It's okay. not Central Market. Oh, it's not Central Market? Damn no. it. Fuck. It's not pulled pork with rice. Jesus. That's true. I bet you your pulled pork and rice smells so good right now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting hungry now. It's going to be good, man. Yeah. On that note, we've been talking a lot. We have been talking a lot. And I think we're both getting hungry. I think for, we are from, from the sounds of it. You're more than welcome to come over if you want some pulled pork and fucking some rice. Oh, no, I'm good, man. Thanks for the invite, though. Driving sucks. Man. Yeah. But, you know, for, let's see, four hours, 24 minutes, 35 seconds. That's a good podcast. Yeah. I think we're pretty good, man. I yeah. think fucking, yeah. It's like a. Yeah, I'm that's, a little, that's pretty good friends that we can be able to talk just the two of us for four hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, man. no kidding, man. Like, we uh, filled a lot of time. We, filled a lot of time. Did fill a lot of time. We talked a lot of a lot of good stuff today. I think we did. You know, we finally got through the Game of Thrones stuff that was kind of holding us back a little bit. And, uh, and, and now we can uh, free ourselves up next episode for yeah. no more Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know? We've already established he's going to talk to Thurston about not being able to podcast anymore. So that's yeah. good. You know, that's... I mean, the people want what the people want, Thurston. I'm sorry. Yeah. And look, maybe you, know, you should have said some more during this know, podcast. Those, those, uh, those pink lips and that dead stare, <laughs> it, it only goes so far. Your looks are only going to get you so far, Thurston. Yeah. It was a great time, though, man. I, I appreciate you coming down and podcasting. Yeah, you get that hair out of his face. I feel so comfortable, too, leaving you here, knowing that you won't be so lonely with Thurston's later. Yeah. Right here. Thank God for that. I like this song. Isn't it? It's a cool little vibe song. It is. I like it. Very uh, 60s surfer yeah. style. I mean, I guess we could change it up a little bit. Like, what's this song? I've never heard this song before. Yacht? I don't know if it's the same vein, but you know, I'll get I like the other one better. I do too. I like the surfer one better. Yeah, let's get this shit out of here. 
That's nice. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> that that's just good outro music, man. Totally. All right. Well, so you could uh, ask us your random questions in the comments below, or you could uh, send us a message on Twitter at the John Sandwich Two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even gives John a little shit for not talking today. He's a little yeah, untalkative. He's very quiet. But on a serious note, he's having some fun with his family, so mm-hmm. that makes no excuses for not saying a goddamn thing today. But no. you know, it's almost like he was at La Push with his mom today. Yeah. Le push. It's almost like a Frenchy Le push. It is. Le push. Almost offensive. <laughs> I'm gonna le pu- I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go le push. Le push. Great times as always, though, man. Yes. Love talking to you guys. Love talking to you, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you for yeah. having me oh, yeah. on your show. Uh, uh, once again, we had the Pike Place Kilt Lifter. Um, next week we might have something else. Yeah, we'll, I think we'll we see. will. We'll see what's gonna go on. Hopefully uh, we can do this uh, domestic uh, taste testing thing. That'll be fun. Yeah, next week we're going to do, we, you know, in the next couple weeks we'll do the domestic taste test. Yeah. It's going to be a shit episode. <laughs> Crappy, literally. Yeah. We're going to drink some shit beer for your entertainment. Yeah, at least we'll be hydrated. Yeah, it's true. All right. Any closing remarks, John? No. All right. I guess we'll leave it at All that. Right. Everybody, till the next sandwich. Yep. Have a sandwich. Too bad, man. That's a good one.